Greetings from the Seventh Circle. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Seventh Circle of Film, where I, today, am your host, because fuck yeah I am, this will confuse the shit out of you, and my nonplussed, eagerly already been eaten friend and co-host, Kieran, how are you doing, mate? Sure, that wasn't terrible. Yeah, I practiced like a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, for context, for regular listeners out there, no, Steph hasn't sucked me off and he doesn't have me at gunpoint. This is just a topic that I am in no way fucking ready to talk about. I mean, I can. Either or. I mean, <laughs> I suppose to clarify, him sucking me off is not the reason that he's currently hosting this. Whether or not he has, I'll, I'll leave that up to viewer interpretation. So yeah, um, today we are going to be talking about the Resident Evil franchise, which is a bit hit and miss. Mostly miss. Well, I, I tell a lie. So, actually, no, yeah, I, I'm pretty much hit and miss, mostly miss. Um, the films um, pretty much all directly misses. And then there's a few games that are misses, but almost certainly... Platinum stamp from Stefan. I don't think I could fucking uh, tell from all the quick cuts and shit in the film. Yeah, okay. Schizophrenic. So, yeah. Um, they've still made a shitload of money, which it's Capcom, that's all they really give a fuck about. But they're not very good. Tell a lie. First and second one, I absolutely loved um, it's a bit of a sneak peek, so here we go. First and second one I absolutely loved. The the rest can probably die in a fire. I suppose it might help some context. Um, so I've never played any of the Resident Evil games. Not touched them. The closest I've come is the Dino Crisis stuff for PS1, mm-hmm. the whole tank control. Otherwise, yeah, I've not really touched Silent Hill, not touched Resident Evil. I know bits and pieces of the lore that kind of culminate into this. I know Chris is, I know Jill, uh, I know Alice isn't part of the whole thing, and I know the fucking Matrix cosplayer is the big baddie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I haven't seen the full film either, actually. I've got no fucking context beyond that stuff. And Stefan, on the other hand... Yeah, so... Uh, I've platinumed all the games on the PlayStation... I'm a sad bastard Unintentionally I just played like fucking 700 hours Of each game And eventually eventually Accidentally platinum them all Um, Which is uh, really useful Because these films I'm sure Just follow the plot of the games Oh yeah absolutely I mean it's what you see in the film Is absolutely what you see in the games I mean I mean I say that as a joke Half the time it's not actually a joke, and we'll get to that probably in the next time we record for this. Um, I've gave Kieran a bit of a sneak peek, but I'll I'll leave that to everyone's. I'll leave that as like a little uh, cliffhanger that you can all kind of come back to. So to jump in, um, again, um, Kieran does a lot more research than I do, so bear with me, but. For the first film, um, the budget was 
About 32 to 33 million is what I managed to look up. It didn't give a fairly accurate ac- uh, um, accumulation of the budget. It was kind of like, it might be in between there, you don't know. So that's what I found. But the box office was 103 million, almost 104. So it made its money's worth. Yeah, I mean, it's um, probably worth saying. I don't think we've ever mentioned before with films and stuff. Uh, you really you don't want to make the exact budget. The stuff you see online, the budget is just for like casting crew getting a production together. You don't see the budget for all the advertisements and shit. And I wasn't around during res- well, I was, but I was watching fucking Elmo and stuff. <laughs> um, and you were like six years old, seven when this came out. This was two thousand two. It's about like a nine-ish. Yeah, it was nine, yeah. You weren't watching this stuff. Uh, I think I did. Plus, I didn't go to the cinema to watch it, obviously. You wouldn't but... have had the advertisements fucking caved down, you know? I'm sorry, what? You wouldn't have seen like, the advertisements on TV and shit. Oh, uh, um, I don't think I ever saw any advertisements for it. Um, But I, uh, from what I remember, there was some kind of advertisement for it or maybe i did see a trailer because i remember that her uh, she drop kicks a fucking dog i know that was in the trailer but other than that i can't remember anything i just remember being like really hyped up for it because slipknot um, at age fucking nine yeah slipknot made uh, made a song for it and there was loads of like sneak peeks of the film in music video I was into all that kind of music when oh. I was nine. Fair enough. I mean, with that, yeah, with budget and stuff, generally speaking, at least in modern times, I know the rule is you want to double the budget if you want to get the actual idea of production value and everything as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it still made a fucking profit. All of them did, actually. Yeah, I, I, I haven't looked at the, the later films yet because, again, don't do much that all that much research, but I'd, I'd hazard a guess that they all made... Uh, they made some money off. Well, they're still being made, so at least until the end one, which is like seven fucking films. A a certain someone or certain two people aren't related to this new one, so I can get behind that. Unless she shows up in a fucking like end credit scene. I love that. I fucking hate that. that. Her with her fucking psychic powers in the zombie film. Fuck off. Pretty much all these films were written and directed by Paul Wankstein Anderson. Oh, fuck off. Sorry, sorry, WS. Um, He's done some great stuff. Yeah, but I only know him from these, so fuck him. And fuck him for putting his wife in every film and going, (laughs) yeah, she's hot. Do you want to fucking look at her half naked? Look at the titties in the second one. Yeah, she's hot. She's mine. Have you said uh, Rob Zombie stuff? House of Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects. No. He does exactly but, that as well. His wife showing zombies in all of his shit. Can't act, similarly to Mila Djokovic. Never mind, he did the Mortal Kombat films. I am completely turned around on W.S. Anderson. <laughs> he did what? Mortal Kombat, uh, Dead or Alive, produced that piece of shit. Uh, for me personally, Event Horizon, which was a Lawrence Fishburne 
and Sam Neill film that is just fucking incredible. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely brilliant, like set in space, and it's all Lovecraftian, uh, kind of Warhammery. But it's just absolutely brilliant. And yeah, he wrote all of these fucking things. Yeah, Someone to be fair, he did. Take... He did do Aliens versus Predator and. Death race as well. Kept so. doing it until someone had the gall to like punch him in the fucking face and finally take the script away from him. Yeah, I I will say, he seems to be going down a um, or oh, what's his name, the the fucking dickhead that does all the game films. Uh, we took the piss out of him a lot. What the is it the same guy who did Silent Hill and shit. I've been way no. off like Capcom. No, uh, the the dude that we. Uve Bowl, he's going down a Uve Bowl kind oh. of route. It seems like he's doing a lot of like video game stuff. And fair enough, if that's your passion, we could always use more video games. It's better than Uve Bowl. Vid films. Yeah, it, I mean, the first two were better than Uve Bowl films, and then they kind of hit that same tone. Like, fucking get me the fuck out of here. But, yeah, I suppose... I've only done a few of the cast. I've done the main cast because everyone is pretty much fucking. There's no one in this film. Um, so there is Mila Jovovich. You'll hear that name a lot because she's in all of them. Um, she plays Alice and she's also in Monster Hunter, Zoolander 2, and Ultraviolet. They, these, these. I tried to look for like the most popular. Fifth Element, man. Films. Huh? Fifth Element, the Bruce Willis film. Yeah, right. So Classic. I actually f- I forgot that she was her. I forgot that she was Lilu Dallas Multipass. I I found that out literally after I wrote down the notes. Um, I went downstairs and my dad was watching Fifth Element, <laughs> and it's like, oh shit, never mind. Well, fine, fuck them. I know she was in the so, like Hellboy as well. Yeah, um, so Blood yeah, Witch. Blood Witch. I do like Hellboy. I do read them, and it was fucking miserable that film. I don't know. I I've never read the comics, but I've actually I've watched the films, and it's wanted me to, or it's it's kind of made me want to read the comics. But I can't get into the comics because I've watched the films, and I'm like, it's Meh. not Perlman. Yeah. Hmm. Fair. Yeah. So Mila Jovovich. Not Djokovic, as Kieran kept on to calling her. Neither all. Um, so <laughs> uh, Michelle Rodriguez as Rain, and she's from Assassin. And Blood Rain and SWAT. Oh, so, fuck, she was in Blood Rain. <laughs> yeah, she was. I knew you'd forget, and that's why I wrote it down. Oh, there's Eric Mabius. Whatever, he plays Matt, which I genuinely thought when I first watched this film, I genuinely thought that was supposed to be Leon S. Kennedy from the games. It's not. Um, so he's since well, just before this, he he was in The Crow Salvation. So take with that how you will. Um, after this, he was literally just in, or it seems like he was just in like TV shows um ugly betty and the l word which is a show about lesbians so good on him i've heard okay things about the l word uh yeah i don't 
I've not heard anything about it, but I know it's about lesbians, and I think he gets cucked. Huh. I it fucking deserves it. Yeah, no, that's fair. <laughs> it um, I, I found he was in just a shitload of Christmas films, which is a weird thing that comes up when you look up horror people. They're either in decent stuff and carried on their career, were in really awful fucking straight-to-TV garbage, or in Christmas films. Just endless streams of Christmas. I don't know who watches this shit. Like, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas, the film, because that needs to be said. Signed, sealed, delivered, uh, and welcome to Christmas. <laughs> Millions of them. <sighs> Wait, is, is he in all those? Yeah. Okay, so... Maybe he has a Christmas fetish? That's what I'm going to go with. I think he's just got a Christmas fetish. It's somehow um, less embarrassing, if that's the case. Is it, though? It is. It really is. Like, Look at my candy cane. Isn't it so big? Is it less embarrassing than my career has dried up and died, and now I've got a star in Christmas films? Hey, babe, can you put some tinsel inside you while I uh, finish? Uh. Still less embarrassing. That'll just hurt. Anyway, um, uh, and the last kind of antagonist in this in this dangerous set of actors, I suppose, um, is James Perfew, a chair. Perf, Purefoy. Really glad, Jesus Christ. You fucked up all the names as well, especially that now there's like no foreign name at all. <laughs> I'll have you know, Purefoy isn't a regular name. I, I just, I've just heard his name said in different ways. Like there's Purefoy, uh, Purefoy, and Purefoy, and anyway, I'm going to stop explaining myself. Uh, he plays Spence. Um, he's also in Solomon Kane, from what I've seen. Uh, the following, and he's in a is in a program that absolutely I absolutely love called Altered Carbon. That's on Netflix. So watch that at some point. Um, I didn't do anyone else because they're very generic, and like half of them died like ten minutes in. But there is one person which I should have written down because. He had a really stupid name in this. I'm just surprised you remembered all the names, to be honest, because even now, having watched them within a span of 24 hours and having read the names just, I still can't remember the names or the faces that they're attached to. Rodriguez, I know. Djokovic, I know. The rest, there's a woman who gets her head sliced. There's a guy who gets cut into pieces. And I can't remember any of the others. Yeah, so there's uh, a guy in this called, uh, the actor, sorry, is called Colin Salmon. And he's a f- very, like, ranged actor. He's He's been in a lot of stuff. Um, Most recent thing I noticed of him was Nobody. The, um, oh, I can't remember his name now, the guy in Better Call Saul. Bob Odenkirk. Yeah, that's yeah. one. Uh, mm-hmm. It was like a Keanu Reeves, John Wick style fight film starring Bob Odenkirk. And it was fucking great. Yeah. Absolutely so... brilliant. He was in that. 
So he's in a lot of stuff. He's in Punisher Warzone, um, which, again, comic book stuff. He's in Die Another Day. He's in um, The World Is Not Enough. I don't know why he's in two James Bond films. Oh, because he's one of the secretaries or something. Case Brosnan stuff, I think. Yeah. Um, and he's done a load of like TV, uh, TV stuff. But he is credited, and I shit you not, his name is One. Like, just the number one. Fucking nice one, Hot Topic. Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's fucking Matrix fan fiction, if you can... <laughs> so, apparently, his character does have a name. It's not said anywhere in the film. Apparently, it's said in the... Um, the uh, uh, Where they talk over it, because people want to know their fucking opinions on shit. Uh, I've forgotten. Um, I've forgotten what it's called. This they talk. Yeah, the commentary. That's it. Thank you. <laughs> um, so on the commentary that his actual name is James Shade. Which, oh, that's even worse. Yeah, if you have to give your na- give the name to a character in a commentary. They might as well just not have a name. James Shade? That's fucking as bad as John Shepard or Punchy McPuncherson. How generic are you going to fucking go? Whoa. How dare you diss my D&D character, Punchy McPuncherson? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. so I, I just wanted to bring that up. This, this is the level of like writing gold that we can... Um, come to expect. Exp- yeah, come to expect from these kinds of films. So, you're welcome. I'm going to start off with a minor spoiler for every film that comes up in this series. Don't watch the first seven minutes. Seven to eight minutes, because it's pretty much just a rehash of the last film. And for this one, it's literally just her walking around a mansion. No, no words are being said. No... Nothing. In um, in most of the films, you can skip out the first, yeah, seven minutes and the last ten, and nothing will be lost. I, it's bad enough when you're having to sit through them like year by year, um, because I know it was two thousand for the first one, two thousand four ish for the second, uh, two thousand seven ish. I think like three four years apart. It's bad enough when you're having to do and go to the cinema and watch a rehash exposition style. It's a million times fucking worse when you've just watched the film. And it's like, oh yeah, we know anyone who decides to watch this stuff is functionally retarded and needs to be reminded of everything that's happened because they've got the memory of a goldfish. Maybe maybe that's why. Because they think, well, you're stupid enough to go, I want to watch another Resident Evil film, so clearly you forgot (laughs) everything of the last one. So we're going to need to remind you of everything because you don't know what happened. From what I remember, um, oh, sorry, we did watch this literally, or at least I did. I watched all of these literally yesterday, so back to back. Yeah. Um, so the first few minutes, it, it sets up the plot like, oh, there's been this kind of viral outbreak in a underground laboratory that's built underneath a mansion. I will say that right now. 
because in the second film they feel the need to retcon it. Um, <clears throat> so in the middle of nowhere is just a secret mansion that two people are pretending to live as happily married couple and she walks around a house butt naked for like two minutes and then it's kind of like oh this dress has been laid out for me guess i'll wear it if i was um, a shock of it i'd walk around butt naked butt naked as well a lot more often i'm like to be pervy once an episode is it once an episode, or is it just more than It's going to be a lot more times for these. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I suppose that's fair. Um, in this one, it you kind of see like what happens or how it all kind of starts out. You see a load of people that you don't actually need to care about get killed. There's a... There's, it, there's a scene in it, this like seven-minute segment that we're supposed to be skipping over there's a segment in it that always used to bother me when i was a kid and it's the elevator scene oh yeah no yeah i do want to go into that just for, for a second is it's, it's yeah. um i like to say it's a lot pussified it's like christian rock version of fucking horror movies yeah this i i'm pretty sure it's a 15 right i mean it's gotta be because they show mila Djokovic naked yeah i believe so the, the don't show a vagina so yeah. I, I know you've got um, a stand in there. Did you say it's meant to be Gwyneth Paltrow? Yeah. So yeah, fun fun fact of trivia, I suppose. Um, I watched these on Amazon, so that's where I got all my trivia facts. So um, Gwyneth Paltrow was actually offered the role before Mila Jovovich was. So can you imagine how different the films would have been if that was the case? All her goop stuff would have been in the fucking. <laughs> oh, that that makes a lot of sense. Goop is a massive multinational corporation that is, and you might get a virus from it. Yeah, it's functionally very evil. Yeah, um, an umbrella, massive multinational corporation. Actually, functionally evil. Yeah, they could have just changed umbrella to goop, and neither make <laughs> neither make any economic sense whatsoever. Do you like smearing dog shit on your face? Here, pay £200 for a bottle. That's why she didn't want to do it. She felt it would be uh, too close to reality. Yeah. <laughs> didn't want to fucking... No. Ugh. Can't touch on that shit. We're going to save all this footage for our documentary on Goop on Netflix. 15 years. I, I do... Retrofit right. it. Uh, uh, so, this is going completely off topic, and we'll get back to the elevator scene in a second. But... Maybe I should do it when we get there. But is is there any sp- special need to have like a virus in a spiraling container? Oh, in wouldn't, like wouldn't, a, yeah, um, yeah. Not that it's I like know a, of. It's like a DNA thing, and I'm like, okay, yeah, it makes sense. They're messing with people's DNA. Fine, but do you really? That's like an unnecessary expense. No wonder where the world's fucked. They're just like, ah, we'll pay, we'll pay like an extra 20 quid per vial of this like DNA helix kind of tube yeah, to du- put our double virus Double helix in. style. That's the fucking thing you take issue with. Of all the things I waste money on for all these films, it's the... I mean... It's the little things actually that count, to be fair. Yeah, they add up, goddammit. And if the the amount of times that they've dropped one of these vials, they can fuck off. Because that's that's like I don't know how much needles cost. Maybe a junkie can write in and 
tell us, but um, you know, it, it just doesn't make sense. Like that's an extra like maybe thirty pound for a for a vial that's made of glass. By the way, I mean most fucking tubes are made of like, plastic. It's gonna be a pain in the ass to get a needle into. Actually, it's like with everything yeah. else, you can just stick the needle. You on literally the just have to. I mean, you'd have to play just the tip game, but <laughs> yeah, curly straw. <laughs> One of those um fucking oh, I've not seen it in ages the fun straws that kind of twist round and round. You just yeah, suck yeah. it up like, like poison. Just maybe that's all they did. They just bought a shitload of those straws, cut them up, and then just like there you go. That's our double helix. We've saved ourselves twenty quips, lads. And there's, but yeah, there's a lot I, I, of point. I, I, like the dogs as well. I don't know why that's a thing in an underground, unless they're testing on them. Which why would you? Use I th- I rats think and shit. yeah I don't know why you'd use dogs, but I know like animal testing used to be a thing and all that. I'm fine with that. It's just maybe not dogs. I mean, dogs are known to like bite if someone fucking trying to attack them or something. So I don't think it'd be very safe to have a fucking dog do that. But whatever. I mean, yeah, might as well if I go for the elevator stuff. Um, it's kind of the, the culmination of it, the end, where I've, I don't even say kicks off. Because it, yeah. it really highlights a huge problem with all of these films, which are, I'm, I know in America they're rated R, in this country I'm pretty sure they were 15. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's nothing there to warrant that at all. They, they make no use out of the actual rating that they've got to go mental. It feels like it should be twelve A. I think. I think for me, the 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 action scenes or the the scenes in this or the horror scenes as they're supposed to be, they're very jarring because. I mean, I suppose that's one way to get horror out of it, but it's like a very short, very intense, quickly building horror scene happens, then nothing for like ten minutes, and then another very quick. Like scene happened, it, it it's one of those like um, things very quickly escalate and then very quickly de-escalate. Yeah, it's like a fucking creepy pastel, just showing scary images. There's, there's yeah. no real setup to it if there's a scary image, and there's no payoff if they kind of build something up. It's it's weird. They just don't ever capitalize on what they have. In Resident Evil. Like type it into Google, just monsters from that, and you see a shitload of disgusting-looking creatures, and gore, yeah, exa- um, everything. Yeah, like most of the screen, uh, most of the creatures in the game either evolve into something even worse, or like that. There's very, it's very visual. I say that about like a, like games that make the characters look like blocks but it's very very clear like oh that is very clearly a dead person whereas in this film specifically um it's kind of like oh it's my sister let's give her a hug ah you're trying to bite me who saw this happening yeah, it. I think the the best way to really put it on it, it's like, it's like wanking off, 
and then needing to piss halfway through. So you get that build up and you've you know, you've got it all up, hard wood. But because you need to piss you can't actually get anything out and it's the most disappointing thing ever. I think that's the most best and most convoluted metaphor I can come up with. It's like wanking off and needing to piss so it stops you from actually ejaculating. I think I might just have... I'm going to... Next time I have sex, I'll wait till I have to pee, then have sex, and then... I won't leave my partner disappointed. You know what I fucking Um, mean? It's like when you... (laughs) When you get it up and then nothing comes out and you're just sitting there with like a slightly... You build everything up and it's just disappointing. Yeah. It slowly flops down and you go to bed. <laughs> I mean, I got to pay, but... <laughs> just miserable yourself. I mean, that's what the elevator is because you get the whole... It crashes down. Um, everything's building up. She puts her head out and you think, oh, is she going to get killed by a zombie that's going to bite her from the other side or... Is it yeah. gonna whack her head off? Sort of. It 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 fakes you out. It's like oh oh the elevator's going up. You know that means just her head's coming off, and then it stops just before her head actually touches the roof, and everyone's like oh thank God she wasn't horrifically decapitated, and then. It goes, oh, oh, here it comes again. We'll drop the elevator and her head gets decapitated. But you don't see anything. You don't even like see her head when the security team come past, like zombifying, licking the ground. I'm going to imagine now, because none of them... I don't think any of the people in the... Oh, actually, it was air... air, um, They were infected by, like, uh, air Mm. contamination, so maybe they were infected. But I'm going to imagine at least for the rest of this film, that there's just an elevator full of like six or seven people sitting around a headless corpse going, do you want to eat the leg? (laughs) (laughs) She wasn't. She was pretty scrawny. She could get out of a fucking elevator. Yeah, I mean... There's no point on going for that. There was one very panicked dude in there. If anyone was going to stick their head out, it was going to be him. But, nah, they're like, ah, we'll put the scrawny woman out there for some reason. Who couldn't fucking fit. Yeah. Bullshit, that whole, oh, I can get through. No, you can't. <laughs> Not a chance. It's like, can better get ahead, eh? Do you think that's just an ego thing? It's like, oh, I'm I'm incredibly skinny, and it's just some really fat heffalump of a dude, just like, yeah, I can fit. <laughs> she works an umbrella. And they're all fucking idiots and yeah, up pro- themselves. They're probably on diet pills and shit. It's all good. After, yeah, it doesn't get crushed. You don't see shit, which just brings up crap. And I thought, I, I did think at the start, oh, was this like a 12 thing, like Underworld, not Underworld, um, like Escape Room that we touched on, where mm. it's for kids and yeah. But no, you open to Naked Mila, which yeah, that's instantly hitting you on the fifteen. Yeah, so you open to Mila in the shower. Again, none of this is worth watching, so feel free. Unless you're a bit fucking um, creepy. Yeah, um, she's walking around a house, which for some reason the mansion windows are broken or something. Because yeah. literally all the curtains are blowing fucking everywhere, which would piss me off. But 
whatever. Um, I think like almost any scene in this, you could take and shove into an Evanescence music video. Yeah, it, and it, it felt wouldn't very be out of place at all. Yeah. yeah. Um. So she she a, a red dress is laid out. <clears throat> She's like, well, I'm gonna put a pair of black shorts and some fucking high length boots on with these, because. Apparently that's a woman thing. I don't know. Sorry, you're giving fashion um, advice now. No, I dress like a fucking <clears throat> slab. Yeah, I've but... seen how you dress. I'm in a fucking <laughs> Wookiee onesie right now. I'm not allowed to give anyone fashion advice. Do you live in that Wookiee onesie? I do live in that Wookiee onesie. I'd really yeah. love this thing. I don't blame you, to be fair. If I, I could, I'd like Homer once. Simpson it and buy seven of them. Yeah. Just rotate. <laughs> this is for Monday. Um... But yeah, so that happens. That there's some kind of weird flashback scenes when she looks at some of the fucking pictures, and it's not like, oh, I get a flashback and know everything. It's like, oh, I get a flashback and I know, I know what happened in the picture. Fuck off. Um, yeah, no, I, it's, they, it's they... a picture of a wedding. You can guess what happened at a wedding. <laughs> There's enough there that the audience can guess what happened, but again, I think they think you're too stupid to put two and two together and see she's in a wedding dress. She's next to someone else. Is that a wedding, perchance? Yeah. Can you please explain like, this to me? Yeah, it's like, oh, no, no, we'll show you. We'll just show you the wedding. It's fine. Um, like the handwriting thing, where she uh, has to... She's, oh, you don't know she's an amnesiac at the start, obviously. She just looks a little confused because that's Mila's general expression in life, seemingly. Yeah, and then she starts writing a name down uh, or copying something that's been written down to see if that's her handwriting, which is a neat little thing. Uh, yeah, I I like that. It's not very outright put. Like she doesn't say anything. Yeah, it's not my handwriting then. Like it. Oh, if this was the second film, you'd get like a big pop up game wise that just read, "This is not my handwriting, is it?" Yeah, I, I think. Actually, I think that would have made that scene better because that would have just reminded me of the game. It's like, oh, it's not my handwriting. Yeah, I know it's not your handwriting. <laughs> I wasn't here to write it early, you fucking moron. But in this, it would be like, oh, it's a hint towards the game or something. I'd be fine with that. <laughs> as 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 much as we fucking rip into other films and shit for it being like that, I think this one would get away with it. I think because of the corny voice acting that's in the games in the first place. Not the later games, the first few games. Not a single Jill Sandwich reference in the second film. Yeah, I'm... Mm, yeah. I Actually, I think there was a poster, or there's like a shop that they walk past that's called Jill Sandwiches or something. Oh, that May. doesn't fucking count. That's so minor. Maybe. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so... As she's walking around this fucking mansion with curtains blowing everywhere, um, she sees some dickhead cop that's just walked in and is like, do you live here? Then, very quickly after that, um, a bunch of other dickheads in like SWAT full-on riot gear and fucking assault rifles break through the non-existent windows. Um... I think maybe maybe there were windows, but 
uh, they were all open when she walked through. She walked through, closing the wall, and then the umbrella dickheads jumped through the windows. Dickheads? Yeah, yeah. waiting for her to close <laughs> them and then breaking them. Um, which is the only thing that I can imagine they've done. But they they arrest the dude at, that says he's a cop, uh, Matt. They put him on the ground. They arrest him. They leave Mila standing on her feet and like, yeah, so report. And she's like, she blankly stares at the dude. Um, it was very quickly told like, oh, you're you're supposed to be like a, a, a the security guard for the entrance to the hive, which is the underground lab, which again, in a mansion or underneath a mansion in the middle of nowhere. Um, it's, a bit, oh, yeah, yeah. it's a bit over the top. I think they built a mansion after they built their little entrance, just to put around. They could have probably done like a little cabin. Yeah. Now, see, um, the first game actually has a mansion with a lab underneath. So, eh, it's the 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 most we can say is it's umbrella. Spencer's sure. mansion is that? Yeah, that one. Spencer mansion. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's like Dr. Spencer and shit who are making big viruses and presumably liquors and zombies and shit. Yeah, so, so the the background law for the game is they find a flower, this miracle flower that's supposed to give people like immortality and shit. They start trying to make a drug out of it to give people immortality find that it also creates zombies and they're like fuck it we can sell this um start fucking about with it to try and make it more uh, designer um and then pretty much just kind of they so the first game is it's an accidental breakout but it's like a they're inviting people in to do like a combat stress test of the zombies and shit. Yeah. Second one, it's literally just like, oh fuck, we fucked up. Uh, jinkies? And then the third one, well the third per- third one takes place at the time of the second one, so it's the same thing. <clears throat> uh, so that it's more half-assed in the games. Yeah, extent. pretty much. Pretty like much we, we bumped into this random flower, a la Anaconda Two. I can't believe I've wrestled as Anaconda Two. Yeah. <laughs> Resident Evil. Um, Resident Evil came before. No, it's it's, it's okay. Well, uh, that's it's fine. Resident Evil came first. Yeah. Okay. And in in the films, from what I gathered. Um, Umbrella are just evil for the sake of being evil and make money to be more evil even when there's no money to be made. <laughs> By extinction, yeah. they're just trying to be more evil. It's If someone went around with a fucking snidely whiplash moustache, it's like twirling it, it wouldn't be out of place. I, I will say, um, in 1, 2, and 3, that's the only time Umbrella are in these games. After that, Umbrella are gone. They've been shut down because they let loose a fucking plague of zombies. Yeah. But in this one, it's like, no, Umbrella ended the world. 
Yeah, they, yeah. Somehow the virus destroyed the oceans. Yeah, destroyed the oceans, destroyed everything to make everywhere a desert. Which I'm guessing isn't in the games. Um, no. And uh, do you have an explanation to why the T virus destroys water suddenly? <laughs> that, that was one of the questions I had. Zombies are thirsty? The T virus destroys the fucking world. Yeah, I, I don't. I can't. No, no is basically the short answer. <laughs> no, I can't figure out how the T virus itself has destroyed the planet to the extent where everywhere is a desert, and then very quickly. Um, I don't know if they. Well, yeah, they kind of do fucking go oh not everywhere's a desert sorry so i know you haven't seen the fourth one but i'll very quickly touch on it it's in the middle of like alaska's fine is it i mean they're on high rises and shit oh no it's not fucking and anchorage is quite big Mm. it's surprisingly big the rest of alaska's a shithole yeah it's very confusing i don't understand very much about the ecosystem in these films. Ecosystem. I know. Ecosystem. Whatever. Ecosystem, <laughs> ecosystem. It's the exact same fucking thing. I just say it differently. Fuck you. Um. Yeah. So I I genuinely don't know about any of that. Especially maybe I'll research it for the next one to figure out what the fuck is going on. Right. But um. <laughs> you might as well get into like proper foundational stuff then outside of the fucking lore of these things which is just fucked. Yeah, that that will take me a whole fucking episode. I, and that, I, the well, lore of this stuff, it feels like someone gave Paul W.S. Anderson a drug like coke and just told him to go nuts and then when he gets around to the next film he goes, oh shit, I've contradicted everything from the first film. Ah, fuck it, it'll be fine. I'll just add in seven minutes at the start to explain everything away. And then yeah, you do the same and, in the third we'll- film very specifically cut certain scenes out to make it seem like we always knew what we were doing but we didn't. I've been told the four films terrible for that. Yeah. Like it, it the first mm-hmm. 10 minutes of writing away everything in the last three. Yeah. Pretend it didn't exist and just having a very quick explanation. Um, but yeah, filmy stuff, uh music which we touched on briefly with the Slipknot stuff. Uh beyond the actual like artists they pick and a massive attack gets a song in there which a band I really love the kind of low synthy uh, techno subtle stuff mm-hmm. it's very rock heavy otherwise yeah it's very rock heavy or techno heavy it seems to me um, which as a rocker isn't very it isn't a bad thing for me but it just uh, feels fucking lame like this rock stuff over violence, it's very 2000s for a start, yeah. late 90s. Um, and just, yeah, lame, there's no other word for it. It's just uncool. It feels like someone trying to be cool. Like some, that, that whole Steve Buscemi, how you doing, my fellow kids line, it's what it feels like to me. Yeah. Um, see, I didn't get that vibe. When I first watched it, but looking back on it now, it very much seemed like 
I mean, it was made in 2000, so I can't really be like... It was very 2000 as a film, but... Because, I mean, technically... Yeah, fucking okay. Was. But, but the, 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 there are problems with the 2000s. Uh, specifically with this. Oh, it's yeah. Tra- it's trying I to mean, be too serious. That's that's what I think I'm trying to hit. It's trying to be way too serious to music for a film about killer dogs with skin ripped off. Yeah, I, I fully... Ex- Although, to be fair, now that I'm thinking about it, I did fully expect an Evanescence Bring Me to Life kind of like end credit song. Oh, that would have but, worked. For the yeah. second film, that would have been fucking yeah, perfect I mean, for it. Bring Me to Life. I mean, that's kind of a zombie, right? <laughs> but... Yeah, I mean, I mean, looking like watching it yesterday, it was very. Uh, I wouldn't say brutal, but it was very evident that it doesn't really hold up anymore. I, I still enjoyed it, it and doesn't, I don't think I don't think it takes away from everything. But it doesn't it does take help. Away, so. Yeah, it doesn't help that the sound mixing's terrible. Yeah, as well. It's just the music just spikes and jumps. I think I've lost some years of my hearing because of this film specifically. I know I said that a bit, but this one is bad for it. The jump scare cues um, are really fucking irritating. Mm-hmm. Throughout this a lot, uh, there's a lot of non-atmosphere atmosphere sounds, non-natural atmosphere sounds, where you get those little vroosh things or woo. Yeah, um, I don't. I like mean, that there's some. There is some like little bits of uh, uh, almost smart kind of uh, like a noise in the background. Like there's a specific point where Matt is in handcuffs and he's left alone in like a corridor, and he looks up to one of the vents because he hears like moaning coming from somewhere. Which yeah, yeah, that's that's good. Yeah, it like that's kind of. That's kind of the show don't tell kind of way of going. That's the good way of doing it. Whereas if it was like, guys, wait up, do you hear that? Like it sounds like it's coming from the vent. Like I mean, it's very Resident Evil One, but you don't want to you don't want to wait Resident Evil One. Hey, for that fucking I will thing. fight you. I will I've, fight you on this. I've hill. seen the live action film that they did at the start of that, and it's just not fucking good. Reminds me way too fucking much of the opening scene from uh, Dino Crisis. Oh yeah, because they're made by the same people. Oh, Dino right. Crisis, yeah. yeah, Dino Crisis and Resident Evil were the same people that made. Great, it. great fucking game, Dino Crisis. But that opening scene was not good. Fucking Zero from Borderlands Two comes in. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just terrible. But yeah, the same mixing. This awful um, color correction as well. Not good. It it just felt like. Schizophrenic was writing this and doing mm-hmm. all the editing. Just they they need to do everything loud, everything quickly, everything moving on to the next thing. So with ADHD, is who it's made for. Just keep it pushing, keep doing something. Then this happens. Then this happens. Then this happens. You can fucking ah. Oh. I say yeah. slow down. There are lots of parts in this that are slowed down and it's just fucking boring. Yeah, I will say that there is a lot of explaining going on in the first maybe half an hour of the film. It's like, oh, what is the hive? It's an underground lab. I mean, I'm pretty sure we could figure that out when we started heading underground and there was a lab. 
but one might whatever. say it's uh, self-explanatory yeah or oh what's the red queen like i'm pretty sure when you see the red queen we'd be like oh that's the red queen she's a red fucking hologram i mean i wasn't expecting girl. helena bottom fucking carter to come up yeah like off with the head yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i i didn't expect that either but if it did turn up it wouldn't change the film all that much <laughs> obviously they don't exactly know what happened they know that something like the AI shut the building down killed everyone inside or it seemed like killed everyone inside whatever um, and their their mission is to go in shut down the AI or reboot it sorry and kind of just fuck off again yeah Get the get the get the reason for it breaking down. And it's pretty off, much basically. exact rehash of Event Horizon, done worse in every way. Uh, Never seen it. Event Horizon. It's pretty much they have to. They're a exploration team, a secure team like Stars. What's well, it? Secure Tactics. Fucking rescue. Mm-hmm. And they have to go find a ship that's doing sciencey shit. They go on board and find that. It's fucking hell has broke loose in there. Mm-hmm. And there's a giant warp drive that goes to hell, drives them all crazy, and everything goes to shit. Um, but it, it builds up really nicely and slowly and pushes forward bit by bit. It's not 2000s at all. Not dated. Besides from like a couple of the effects. Uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty much just this, but better. Do you give a fuck about any of the main characters? I uh, I, I remember no. them from Event Horizon. I like J- Jason Isaac's character. I know Sam Neill's, uh, Sean Pertwee, Lawrence Fishburne. All great. All do a really <clears throat> good job. And I remember what their characters were, what they did. In this one, Computer Cunt, who deals with computery shit and is a coward. Michelle Rodriguez, who plays Michelle Rodriguez. <laughs> Mila yeah. Djokovic, who plays what I can only describe as a parody version of Legally Blonde, where the characters actually were retards. Mm-hmm. And then a guy who I could remember being the same fucking person years ago, the two um, male civilians that are taken along. Yeah. Like, when I watched this like, ten years ago when I was a kid, I couldn't fucking differentiate them now. Now I, I get it. Even now, to be honest, when I think back, I can barely remember them. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, <clears throat> I will, I will credit you. I, I barely remember them. The only reason I do is because, um, again, I watched this yesterday, and I kind of enjoyed the first one and the second one, so I know most of the people in that one. Um, but the other films, the only reason I know them is because. The last few films borrow heavily from the game, so I'm like, oh, that's Barry Burton. Oh, that's Leon S. Kennedy. Oh, that's Ada Watt. Like, Barry Burton pops up. Yeah, you'll look forward to that. I can't cause... actually am now. Oh, trust me, you won't, because... Um, it's the only uh, person I... And that... He's not the one that's been played by the guy in the Mariah Carey video, is he? Or is that meant to be Kennedy? I know, I know there's uh... a, the bold guy in the fucking fourth film 
um, played by the guy who plays Captain Cold in the Legends of Tomorrow ship. Oh, Wentworth Miller. No, that's that's apparently Chris Redfield. So that's Chris Redfield. Yeah, enjoy that. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, they all fucking head down in a train to go underground because apparently Umbrella can build trains as well. They're like, fuck it, we'll build a railway to our underground facility. It's fine. Okay, yeah. You know what? I'm going to get this question out of the way now um, because it's going to be annoying me otherwise. How does Umbrella have this much fucking money? Because they make everything, apparently. At least in this this film universe, they make everything. They make technology, pharmaceuticals, fucking everything. I sat down and listened to that solar roadway shit that, what was it, Thunderfoot went on about for 15 years. probably still going on about that shit. And it never got made. Um, apparently in this film, they can make like 16 facilities all across the world that are massively far underground. Yeah, it's pretty much insinuated that there's one under every country, at least. Well, no, it genuinely is. I mean, under you every see major it. country, like fucking Albania, ain't getting one. Yeah, I suppose. Maybe we should move to Albania. <laughs> I mean, if we lived in this universe, I think we'd be safe in Albania. Albania's but... a shithole. No one wants to live in Albania. It's either that or a desert that used to be fucking America. I'll take the desert. Yeah, no. I'll take the desert over Alaska while we're on it. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so they head down in a train. Um, for some reason, uh, they find Spence, who is also has memory loss. Um. And she goes, oh, I remember him. Let's see a flashback of him having sex with me yesterday. Um, Do you think that's yeah. when uh, Paul Dewey Sanderson thought that's the girl I'm going to marry when he was filming the sex scene between her and the least charismatic man in film? Maybe. He thought, well, she's willing to do this shit, so she'll probably sleep with me. Quite possibly. I mean, I don't... Re- I don't- I don't know when they got married. I don't know if it was like, yeah, that's my puss, you enjoy that. Or if it was like, I'm going to enjoy that puss later. I don't, I don't know. know. This film has pretty much like killed any sexual desire I ever had for Mila Djokovic. <laughs> yeah. Gone. Yeah. Um... Uh, to be fair, I didn't have much of a sexual drive for Mila Djokovic anyway. Um... Anyway, so... For some reason, the SWAT team are like, yeah, let's bring the civilians with us because that's a good way to get killed. Let's bring people that don't know what the fuck they're doing. They probably don't even know their own names at this point. Um, Or two of them don't. Yeah, two of them don't. don't. the The other dude is literally like, he might be police. We can't be asked to really check. So what we should do is take him down into our secret underground lab, show him everything. And let yeah. him go after, rather than just, I don't know, shoot him? Yeah. Like, just leave him handcuffed to a radiator upstairs. Just kill him. In the mansion. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, Umbrella's got the fucking money to do that. It, I think this film would have pissed me off more if they said um, the person who is one, uh, if they said he was Hunk from the games. If that was the case, I would have been absolutely livid. Sorry, Hunk. I think. 
Yeah. Is this a fucking Playboy magazine or Resident Evil? No, no. Uh, uh, so there's two additional characters in the games. Uh, one's called Hunk and one's called Tofu. One is like this, like, uh, he's an umbrella, like, secretive, uh, like, assassin kind of dude. And he is sent in on every dangerous mission that every umbrella company, uh, uh, every, and every dangerous mission that umbrella company. Um, oh, so he's a really have. fucking boring Gary Sue that. Yeah, he's he's like, oh, we need to get this done. Let's send Hunk in. Yeah, he's the one um, that I couldn't conceivably give a fuck about, which yeah. very much aligns with what was his name? Fucking Slade Shade. Yeah, Shade. Yeah, fuck James me. Shade. I'd rather Hunk. Yeah, I'll take Hunk. Um, but basically, yeah. So. Oh, and tofu is literally just a large piece of tofu that runs through sewers. I'll take tofu. Yeah, I'll take tofu. He'd have more flavour to him, character-wise, than any of the rest of these. Yeah, he is literally he he's a giant piece of tofu with a beret and a survival knife. It chew um, the scenery less. Yeah, I'm just leaving like a minute silence here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then. So, they all head down, fucking take these fucking civilians with them, which, whatever. They get in and see a completely filled room with water. Completely, like, everything's fucking filled, like, from floor to ceiling. And yeah, one this of his first... Kind of set up, um... Which I, I think they could have used this more in the first seven minutes, and I would have appreciated it a lot more if they'd have set more shit up like this room mm-hmm. than if than if it had, and it did have no consequence really on the later part of the film. Yeah, uh, but if they'd have done like the elevator shit, if they'd have had an elevator filled with zombies that they opened up rather than that fucking um, yeah, and there was door. a dude with a coffee stain on his shirt. Yeah, fucking great. Would have been, been fine nice. with that, but. Uh, there's a specific reason I brought this scene up is because the the rooms are like you can see into them they're literally floor to ceiling glass windows and they're all full of water. The first kind of order that one gives is check the rooms, make sure that you we can't get through them. I think you can see you can't get through them. <laughs> you know, because the room's full of fucking water. I would have just loved after he gave that order to just see a massive tidal wave come over. <laughs> yeah. they, they open um, the door and it's like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would have been great. Um, but yeah, so that's that's the kind of effective team leading that we can assume is in this film. Um, and then they they very quickly reroute. It's through like this what's supposed to be a cafeteria but it's not actually a cafeteria it's like um it looks like a shitload of generators it looks like a generator room um not the shit small fucking hand cranked generators like the tall like electrical generators that we get in like fucking major cities and shit it looks like a room full of those 
but they're all containment cages for some nefarious bullshit. Yes, so question number two, uh, does Umbrella have a habit of not telling its operatives what the fuck's going on and briefing people? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, in in the games, um, the people don't find out they're fired until they've been shot. Pretty much. I feel like that's <laughs> that's why the company failed. Maybe. I mean, that effectively is what started the zombie outbreak in the second game. So, yes. Can you imagine if you were HR, just fucking massive yeah. parts of your yeah. corporation die? Like, you, yeah, you get, a, you get a phone call and it's like, wait, you did what? Yeah, we we shot the the scientist that was making the 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 T virus. Okay, I mean we wanted him alive, but okay, did you get the T virus? Yes and no. We kind of spilt it all over the ground. Oh, fuck's sake! Did did you set a containment? Did you like set fire to the room or anything? So none of it. No. Imagine the fucking hiring questions. (laughs) Is there there any future at this company? Any forward growth? Well, no, not really. Yeah, Um, no. Um, Either you're going to become a giant monster, or you're going to die. Yeah, we say we're hiring you. We could be testing on you. We could, we could just be hiring you for like a a PA. You know, eh? Swings and roundabouts. You you turn up and we'll see what we're going to do with you. Still better than working at Amazon. Yeah, fuck Jeff Bezos. I think this is a podcast where we just pick fights with people. <laughs> I can live with that. It'd be a lot more interesting. Yeah. Um, so yeah, after after they find out that the room is full of water, which they already fucking knew, they go through this room and tell uh, Michelle Rodriguez and... Sorry, Rain and her partner. Oh, oh go, by the way... Go Rodriguez. I'm never going to remember Rain. <laughs> by the way, Rodriguez wanted to be part of this film. She specifically was told her... Um, her agent? Yeah. Yeah. Was like, I, I, anyone makes a Resident Evil film, no matter how bad it is, I want to be part of it, so put me in that shit. I can kind of appreciate that. It makes a lot of sense that she was in the Rain film, the Blood Rain one, now. If it was the same kind of momentum forward on that. Was it, though? I'm hoping. Yeah, for her sake, I'm hoping. And I'm kind of... Well, if if she saw how bad it was and she was like, kill me, make sure you kill my character in this film, then I would have been fine with that. I'm sorry, I like Michelle Rodriguez as an actress. Yeah. Which is very good. She's done a lot of really interesting roles. Um, Generally plays herself, but that's fine. She's very good at playing herself. Yeah, it's kind. Of, it's kind of the um, oh, I've forgotten his name. Keanu Reeves kind of treatment. He yeah. he can't do a lot of range, so he sticks within his niche of what he can do, which again is fine. If you can act one certain way, just you do you and act that certain way. But uh, so a general thing as well, I want to point out because we're going to get to the AI now. It mm-hmm. really starts to kick off into gear. And this is fucking stupid. And this mm-hmm. is for general advice for anyone who builds an AI in any film or in any like real world capacity. Just have like a giant fuck off red button that says this will destroy the AI 
at the entrance of your facility mm-hmm. and don't plug her into anything. It never goes well. To be fair, you know for a fact they'd have that one visitor that's a dickhead, like, oh, what does that button do? I Click. could live with that. Like, <laughs> just have it massively easy to kill this fucking thing. Have, like, one door with one mechanical lock. Yeah, behind it. I, I I will say I thought you were going somewhere different with this, and I'll explain where you were going, uh, where I thought you were going. Oh, I'm gonna like go on forward when it gets to the fucking laser system they give to it. Yeah, that's that's what I was gonna say. If you have an AI that's controlling all of your facility, maybe don't put a laser room which it also controls in front of the door to the AI. Maybe. If I have a big fuck-off door that says this is the corridor that doesn't have a laser grid system and leads directly yeah. to the AI control chamber that you can turn her off at, rather than going, oh, if this AI goes rogue, what's going to happen? Well, we're going to have no fucking way of turning it off. Just we could go chance. into the laser room. You know, it's only, it's only a laser corridor. What's the worst that could happen? While we're at it, should we tell our operatives what? the fucking laser room does, or should we leave it as a surprise? A fun little jaunt for him. Nah, leave it as a surprise, fuck them. They're expendable. Not the film. Um. So yeah, they, they leave Rodriguez and dude I can't remember because he literally pointed aggressive douchebag um, with Matt, the police officer in air quotes um and then they go off to the ai room where they find a corridor a glass corridor who would have thought um with like a command console and through that corridor is where the ai is housed and they're like yeah we can go in there now it's safe mhm nothing bad will happen so they they get pretty much shredded um so command captain one medic and two other people that don't get names um so medic dies first she gets just her head cut off with the laser this is very much gonna be a nitpick but the decapitation it wasn't straight it was angled yeah which the fucking line wasn't the only reason I think it could be like, oh yeah, it's angled, is because that same laser cuts off one of the dude's legs. So it starts off low and then rises. So maybe no, the, the, it, it, it it's a level and... system because for some reason the AI wants to fucking I don't know. Yeah, it, have it wants variation. To, it wa- it wants to horrifically maim one person and decapitate another. Maybe it's like, yeah, that bitch. No woman's allowed to see my fucking internal circuits. Why doesn't it go for the grid thing first? Just do the grid thing? Yeah, I think... Like, the AI doesn't have a personality, so it's not like, yeah, I get to fuck with these guys. Watch these cunts jump. I, it's nothing like that. So, I don't, I don't know why they do that. I think it's like, oh, he might survive. You don't know. Well, that's, and... that's ex- yeah, that is exactly why they did it, yeah. to be fair. It just it feels like a game boss battle. It's not a it doesn't feel realistic to any extent. If it was an AI, yeah. it'd just go do the fucking grid thing. Mm-hmm. And be done with this shit. Yeah. So okay, so Medic gets decapitated unevenly. One dude gets his leg cut off with the same laser. One dude's cut in half. Um 
I assume the dude that had his legs cut off dies somewhere. I assume the cubing maybe does him too. Um, and then one is left on his own after escaping a few single line lasers. He does look at getting ready to fight pose because you can punch a laser apparently. Um, and then he gets ready. He sees a single line coming at him and then it turns into like a diamond grid shape and pretty much slices him up. Not the should have um, done. Um, the, the AI, you remember that old UK, the really awful fucking game show we used to have? Hole in the Wall? Yeah. Should have started doing that. Just putting forward <laughs> poses for him to fucking do. <laughs> do downward dog. <laughs> I mean, yeah. if, they, if they wanted to go like properly fucking um, fun with it, if they're going to go the first line, next line, the AI should have just had a blast. Yeah. Just done, just done fucking that. Do the YMCA. <laughs> yeah, um, that would have been pretty funny. Um, but yeah, so he dies. They all watch at the door. Oh, look, the door opens once um, everyone's dead. Yeah, the, the um, like sides open. The effects in this are actually pretty good still, surprisingly. Yeah, relatively. I, I think for, for a film that's budgeted at 35 million mm-hmm. from the 2000s, I was expecting a lot worse. Yeah, no, that's fair. The dogs are great, genuinely really good still. Um for this kind of film. Yeah. And the slices, yeah, I, I don't think it's that bad at all. It's a bit cheesy, the laser thing. They're, that's a bit off, but... And the zombies, there's one or two that are CGI'd clearly. They're fucking awful. I will, I will double check, because there is a laser grid scene in one of the games. Four. Yeah, I'm just trying to remember when that one came out. After the first film. Oh, you... Oh, okay. I know cool. that, yeah, um, because they nicked it directly. Yeah, 2005. Okay, so yeah, alright, never I mind. I don't blame them, it's quite a fun... I say nicked it, it's not fucking hard to come up with a laser grid. Yeah. Um, To be fair, they, they do use it a lot after this. They use it in six as well, I think, as far as I remember. If you're going to take fucking inspiration, why choose the Resident Evil film? <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, they get through, they get to the AI core, the Red Queen shows up, and um, I feel like this film could very, very much be easily handled if the AI was like, look, if you turn me off the doors are going to open, you're going to get eaten to fuck, and don't do it. Oh, that, that's a running theme throughout at least this film, the second one, where a little bit of communication mm-hmm. would have solved everything. Yeah. In this film, uh, second film between the wheelchair, fucking Charles Xavier, and the German baddie, just a yeah. little conversation would have got everything fairly well sorted in this one it, it would just be the Red Queen though to be fair actually the less I hear I speak the happier I am because this girl can't recite lines for shit you're all going to die down here I don't blame her because she's what like seven yeah so 
like giving her, I think I, the one I wrote down, disabling me will result in loss of primary power. You can almost see the fucking cue cards that she's reading off of. And mm-hmm. presumably before that, she was going dis- disabling daddy. I don't know what that word is because I'm seven and haven't gone beyond two fucking syllables yet in my life. Yeah. Oh, she says shit later that I I never wanted to hear. They said, be careful what you don't wish for. So be careful what you wish for. Should be be careful what you don't fucking wish for because I'd never wish to hear a seven year old say I've been a bad, bad girl. Yeah, that is a bit creepy. Fucking having R. Kelly ghostwrite for Resident Evil. <laughs> um Yeah, so basically she she says She says the truth in a very ominous way. She's like, you're all going to die down here. It, it, like, you shouldn't be turning me off. Maybe give them a reason why they shouldn't, but oh, yes, whatever. It comes down to it's an AI, not an actual character. Yeah. It should be like HAL 9000. It should be incredibly factual. Mm-hmm. And like, just... a virus was released. Fucking, don't, we shut off because fucking, or we closed off all doors and exits because blah, and... You may possibly be infected, so we can't let you leave. Fine. Apparently this goes past fucking um, Five Nights at Freddy's logic, where when you leave the doors closed, it takes up power. Yeah. And when you turn the power off, all the doors open magically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know why you need power to close doors, but sure. Um, Yeah, so... That happens, um, and as they turn it all off, uh, there's a little scene where angry douchebag and Michelle Rodriguez um, basically hears something. Uh, Rodriguez goes to have a look and see what it is, uh, and it's just, oh, it's a woman that's covered in blood. Let's go help her out. Um and then she bites Rodriguez on the hand. Um, and then Angry Douche and Rodriguez kind of empty clips into her chest. She goes flying back, almost comically so. Yeah, at that. I wouldn't mind if this wasn't a horror film. Um, mm-hmm. If this was like a proper kitschy, kiddie action thing, then that'd be quite funny. Yeah. But yeah. that's the standard of horror you get in this. That's like the level of... There's no blood, I don't think, when she's shot either. There's blood on the floor after the fact, but there's no blood yeah, that's that like exploding out of her chest. I want to yeah. see her guts flying out. I want to see her fucking head pop off. Yeah, so she flies back like she's been fucking kamehameha hard by fucking Goku. Um, they... Obviously, the, the, the rest of the group turn up and they're like, the fuck were you shooting at? That distracts them apparently enough so the zombie can get up and fuck off in a different direction to fresh food. Um, and then they say something like, yeah, we'll wait till the rest of the team comes back and then we'll head off. They're all dead. Fine, that's explained. Um then they find the blood that the zombie left behind has it was already coagulated. Um, 
Again, I like the fact that no one's going, oh, she was obviously a zombie. And it's kind of like step by step going, okay, something's not right here. Blood's already coagulated. It takes fucking hours to do that. Fine. Um, and I'll let you explain the next bit because you've written in your notes something very interesting that I didn't pick up on. Um, yeah. I assume you're going with the axe stuff. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, these films, uh, apparently, I was reading into it, but because obviously I'm not a Resident Evil fan, but I'm a big horror movie fan, and zombies as well. Mm-hmm. They've got a cool history. Uh, George A. Romero has a weird relationship with Resident Evil. I came oh, across. yeah. He was meant to direct and write this film. Mm-hmm. Um, they threw out his script because it didn't have enough action in it. Yeah. Uh, but clearly they like took the fucking notes off either that piece of ripped up himself or they ripped him off with a shitload of different films. Mm-hmm. Just all over. Uh, because you've got next scene, Axe moving across uh, along with the foot kind of to the sideways, which is a straight rip off of Dawn of the Dead in two different scenes of it. Um, there's a load of Day of the Dead stuff that's ripped off the elevator, especially. Like it culminates in Captain Rhodes when he gets killed at the end of Day of the Dead. You have a door open behind him, and then he's pulled into it. That's a straight fucking rip off. There's a load of stuff as well. The zombie design completely taken from Dawn of the Dead, uh, Day of the Dead. Sorry, like Bud, um, a character in Day of the Dead as well, which is a zombie that is given a phone to phone his aunt. Can't fucking remember her name now. Auntie something. And then in the third film of this, you have a zombie who's given a phone and knows how to use it. It goes beyond homage eventually and goes into rip off territory. Very fucking quickly, to be fair. Uh, and it's just lame as well. There's no better way to put it. Like, it's muted violence. PG-13 mute violence is just... uh, I I don't want to watch a load of people in a circle shooting zombies with no blood, nothing. Yeah. So, uh, just to quickly touch on something that you said, um, George A. Romero did actually do a... He wrote a script for a Resident Evil... And he also did like a short trailer or like short film for Resident Evil Two. Um, like a like a teaser. No, it was uh, basically as he was kind of hoping to write for the film. He was trying to write for a script for the film. Uh, Capcom basically were like, show us something like how it would be, and because Resident Two or Evil Two had just come out, he made like a short short film about two you seen it uh it's only like a three four minute thing um is it? It, it is actually pretty good for what i've seen of it it's very dark but it's a zombie film you don't expect it to be fucking fully lit anyway so it's it it looks decent from what i'd seen like the the characters were all dressed in like their proper outfits and I mean, it, I mean, technically, it is it, again. It is Resident Evil Two, so it's very like nineties. Like I'm wearing a like fucking full on riot gear, police uniform, and whatever. 
but um well they're wearing like fucking costumes from the uh the extra selections the unlocks uh no they're actually wearing their main costumes from number 2 but it's like Claire is wearing the the short red hot pants with the like red jacket or is it like a onesie sort of thing? I don't fucking know. I'm not. Jill's still cosplaying as like a stripper version of Lara Croft. Oh, Jill isn't in the little short film or anything. So um, it is literally just like a four or five minute segment of like what the film should have looked like, which I would have liked to have seen, but whatever. Um, I've actually just pulled up the script for the film that he wrote. And I will read it after I've finished doing this. But, um, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so fucking pretty much a lot. Like, even in even in the second film, there is a lot of stuff that is directly ripped from Dawn of the Dead. And it's not anything overt. It's more, like, um, the famous, like, the dead are rising or the dead have risen newspaper thing that's in dawn of the dead the dead will walk the dead will walk that's it that that i can live with that's homage yeah it's shit like the elevator opening up the axe uh the foot that's slightly to the side that's borderline ripping off Mm -hmm. at that point when it actively affects the plot you're ripping stuff off yeah so yeah i'm probably a hypocrite there i've probably given a pass to some stuff that's done that but yeah. It just it does it too often. These films, yeah, it feels to me. It feels like this film, or at least these films, very heavily borrow from either the games or other zombie media sort of stuff. Which, to be fair, there is a lot of zombie media out there. There is a lot of zombie films and zombie games and whatever. But there's always some way to do like a unique spin on it, like especially with like Resident Evil. The shitloads you can take from. Yeah, I mean they do in the later ga- uh, later films, so enjoy that. But... <laughs> kind of careful what you wish for. You get the yeah. unique spin. Um. So yeah, so that happens, but um. Fucking angry douchebag gets fucking eaten while holding on to Michelle Rodriguez. She gets bitten a second time because that's one tasty snack. Whatever. Anyway, um, yeah, so they get very fucked up because of the Red Queen going down. Um, They get to a door and... The dude that's supposed to be like on top of shit and remember door codes and has the map, has all that shit, can't remember the door code, so they spend maybe two minutes trying to figure out a door code. Yeah, when I first watched it, I thought like the Red Queen was back online and fucking with him. Yeah. Um, I didn't I didn't think he was so useless as to not remember the door code. And then to alleviate this, the captain comes round and says I'll type it in for you because you're such a useless prick. Apparently you can't type a door code in. Mm-hmm. And then he still has trouble getting the code out and opening the door. Um, 
But again, he probably saved him a fucking nomin, so fine. Because um, as the door opens, he gets pulled into a hallway that had like fucking 60 zombies in there and he gets snacked on. Get out. Rodriguez gets bitten again and she has a major chip on her shoulder because of it. Um, not literally, but yeah. Um, they kind of run off and it's shown that those huge generator cages that were shown in the earlier f- uh, part of the film is pretty much holding cells for like the uh, heavily mutated subjects which in the games are called lickers but in this they're just creatures so is that true to game then that the lickers are you just i don't know apparently inject the fucking t-virus into stem cells no so the lickers are zombies that have been left to decay for such a period of time that they basically mutate into lickers so um, every zombie eventually evolves pokemon yeah. style into fucking lickers yeah um from what i remember at least anyway i'm i'm almost 90 percent sure that's the case um and they basically mutate to the point where like skin falls off brain is on show not not balls I'm literally literal brain, um, and their tongue extends, and they're very creepy in the game. In this, not so much. Um, the dogs are, to be fair. Yeah, the uh, dogs are. Dogs are fucking terrifying in this. But yeah. um, I found out actually what it is. Uh, the dogs have like this kind of um, coat put on them, and it's covered in barbecue sauce and. Uh, other viscera like they they they've got like barbecue sauce and like yeah. fucking bits of chicken meat and whatever on there and obviously because they're real dogs they're going to be like mm, i'm going to eat that shit so the they had a lot of trouble fi- fi- uh, filming these scenes because they literally coated a dog in barbecue sauce and chicken I'd grow it if it took him like 80 takes and you just got full really fat German shepherds out. <laughs> yeah. Like, we wanted like anorexic looking dogs, but I mean, they're fat as fuck now. <laughs> it's just that scene with Alice, she kicks it, she's about two foot too high because it can't jump anymore. Yeah. It just, it just lies on the ground like, let me nibble at your ankle, you bitch. Uh, yeah, um, the dogs in this are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Aside of everything, uh, makeup really great on them. It's nice to see some practicality on it. Yeah, I I will say that the only like just before this scene, she sees like a, a dead or a zombified like guard or something, or it, like a utility worker or something. Janitor, I think it was. Yeah, I don't know why he's got a gun on him, but. Fine, I'll 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 go past that. America, yeah, possibly. But she slaps the shit out of his chest for about three seconds, and then when that doesn't work, she's like, "Yep, I remember how to do a flying drop kick, like to the fucking neck now." So, oh, 
because Shade told her that she was a security worker. Um, and that. Uh, yes, that's it, yeah. And rather than, I suppose, going for a, I was Paul Blart of Umbrella, um, she goes, I was fucking Jackie Chan. Yeah, she does. As soon as she remembers how to do it, she's like, I'm going to use this move a lot. And she does it on the dog, too. <laughs> she she does actually do that, uh, Mila Djokovic. Jo- yeah, I know it took a lot of takes to film, if I remember correctly. She actually basically done the whole fucking run up. Well, not run up a wall, but like use the wall as like a jump off point and kick a dog in the head. Not an actual dog, obviously. Yeah, quite impressive. Uh, Should have. I, I usually say give it to the stunt director because they're going to do a better job. Mm-hmm. Stunt guy, either way. Um, but yeah, it, it still looked good. Really good. It's it's nice to see her uh, pushing forward and being able to do all that stuff. Limber enough. Yeah. I'm I'm surprised that no cables were used or anything like that, but fair enough. Good on you. Uh, the, yeah, actually, the other thing, um, the quick cuts yeah. and the cutaways with the dogs being shot on the head. Uh, fucking hate it. Oh, yeah. I, uh, so, I've never fired a gun, so correct me if I'm wrong, but do you blink or do you have to blink every time you fire a round? You don't have to. 95%, 99% of people will. There's like a handful of actors in history that haven't blinked. Uh, the big one, people mention a lot, Clint Eastwood. He can fire mm-hmm. a gun without blinking. Uh, pretty sure Kurt Russell can. I can't. Because when, when you fire a gun, mm-hmm. there is a pushback on you and it's a big loud sound. Regardless yeah, of what protection you I, got, I understand that. I I'm more talking about this military trained hard ass woman. That would she blink? Yeah, it, possibly. It's more, or would she? Would she blink? I mean, she know she fucking takes out like six dogs running at her very quickly with a handgun in a very. Would she do that? Room. Fuck no. She'd have been eviscerated. Yeah. Um. That's why they had to cut quickly back and forth. Because the time that it takes them to get to her, no, she'd, she'd have been fucking eaten. Yeah. Um, it's just something that maybe it was just me nitpicking, but I just noticed that every fart shot, uh, every sh- every shot fired. <laughs> uh, every shot fired, she blinked as the round went off, which I, I understand there's compressed air coming back at you and there's fucking a loud noise and everything. I just don't think... especially the time. The, yeah. Not even had the time. I don't think as the badass that she's proposed to be, especially in the later films, would... I don't think she should have... I'll give that to him because the actress... Yeah. It's hard. It is genuinely difficult not to blink during these kind of things, um, and she she would have probably done so either way. I can live with that. But yeah, yeah my problem with it is she'd have been ripped apart, and there's a lot of moments in this film where really she should be fucking dead. Yeah, like I think there's a scene coming up where um, they're in like a sewer system sort of thing and one side's holding off like a shitload of zombies with a grate 
like a manhole grate. Yeah. And the other side, she's just punching the shit out of zombies. <laughs> she's just punching them. <laughs> yeah, just going around like fucking elbowing them. Apparently, yeah. she punched like three people on set. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Paul W. S. Anderson a black eye at one point. Just Maybe he just likes his women to hit him. Maybe that's what. <laughs> Maybe that's what fucking got him off. <laughs> Oh, that's that's worse than the Christmas thing. Yeah, you're welcome. To be fair, um, the the extra who got Mila to put her thighs around his head and twist, that's... Uh, wouldn't have to be paid for that one. Oh, there's the second one. Yep, there's the second yep. pair of you. I output. said there'd be more. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Um, fuckers can live with it. Is I had to watch three of these twice. Yeah. You say that like it's a bad thing. We've watched worse. Oh, we've watched a lot worse. Um, uh, these films I actually I did enjoy. Yeah. E- even if so I am sitting, I'm sitting here with a smile on my face because I'm like, thank fuck, we're doing somewhat something somewhat decent. <laughs> I know, odd, doesn't it? When somewhat decent is video game films. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, um, I mean, for, for all the serious shit, you've got the guys going through the office, uh, which I couldn't give less of a fuck about. Like, yeah. backstory stuff. His sister is trying to take down the corporation, so Alice, I don't know, lets her in. And Yeah, in Alice gets of... her in, and instead of, I don't know, just grabbing the information and going, here's the information, she's like, I'll let you in, you can grab the information yourself, and I'm going to go in myself at some point and steal the fucking virus. Like they said, there were five hundred people in there, right? Uh-huh. That work in the hive. Wouldn't she be noticed? Like, I feel like five hundred colleagues in one small area in my office. I notice if a new person came in. I mean, I don't know. Uh, the only reason I say that is because I work in a very small factory with maybe a hundred people. And there's still some days where I'm like, who the fuck is that? I mean, granted, I am antisocial as fuck. But there are still some days where I'm like, yeah, I don't know who that person is. She sat at a fucking desk and everything. Someone would go, sorry, who are you? Yeah. As she awkwardly stands around. Although, to be fair, again, it's Umbrella, so they'd be like, we ain't going to tell our fucking work staff if we're hiring new work staff. (laughs) <laughs> that's the other thing actually yeah. <laughs> anyone knows shit this is probably a daily fucking occurrence oh Jim yeah. died what happened to him he got ate by fucking dogs yeah new one yeah you know those labs down on 10th and fucking oh they ate Jim oh no are we all giving like a go around like a card with some money in it for his family <laughs> nah fuck him happened last the week the T virus if it happened if we did that for every person that died we'd be fucking broke <laughs> Why would you fucking work for these companies? There are so many films that have like proper scientists, people in high degree level jobs that could get work elsewhere that work for massively evil corporations. To be fair, to like the just end. because they're smart doesn't mean they have a great moral compass. Well, not just that; they're loyal to like the bitter end. They'll die for these companies. I mean, to be fair. It is technically groundbreaking research, it's just 
it's it's research into it's research well, into killing so, people. Yeah, killing people. And like, I mean, loyal to I mean, the bitter te- end for that. I mean, technically, there's there's companies like that now. There's fucking companies that are like, oh, we've got a military grant. Let's find out new ways to kill people. Yeah, but if I went into the office of that company with a gun and threatened to shoot them all, they'd leave. In Umbrella, they'd come at me with a fucking pen from their desk. You'd have an army of scientists backing up their company loyally. What do they fucking give these people? That inspires this much loyalty, money, fucking dental plans. No I idea. mean, they are a pharmaceutical company. They could be like, yeah, we'll take care of your medical bills and all that shit. And it is America, so medical bills for like an ice pack are like a grand. Yeah. Might be off. that to be fair. Yeah, it's like, oh, you got stabbed on the job. Go to hospital. We'll pay for it. Like fuck yeah. Also, while I'm here, I've had these piles for like six months. Just fucking deal with that, please. <laughs> Inject the T-virus into it. Have a giant glowing red weak Yeah, spot. they've probably got fucking pills. They're probably like, oh, if you need a fucking a drug, just go into the fucking lab and grab one. It'd be fine. There's like, it's the only way they could fucking... There's a painkiller that's got anthrax in it, but don't worry, it'll clear that fucking headache. Like... I mean, it might also kill you, but whatever. Oh yeah, get to the sewer bit now. Because uh, I don't give a fuck about the office bit. Mm-hmm. I could not care less about like the the actual meta. Yeah. Of any of it. Uh, zombie action again, just fucking tiring. No gore. All the fun stuff has just been taken out. Yeah, even the bites that happen that you very clearly see are literally just like. A red stain where the bite happened. Like, I think there's, there's no... a cutaway before, like they properly yank. Yeah, like no, because you look at um, Rodriguez, like you look at her hand after she's been bitten, and you look at her neck after she's been bitten, and it's not there's no like chunks taken out. It's literally like teeth impressions and blood. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I, I don't know. See... I don't know why a zombie would be like, Ugh. "Nah, I didn't like the taste of that." I'm gonna stop. It's like the fucking that. dentures fell out halfway through the bite. <laughs> Just Ow. dropped to the ground. I mean, to yeah. be fair, it, they might as well be fucking gumming them because no one really fucking has a problem with the bites at the end of this. It's either they get eaten to fuck, or they get bitten and they're fine. Yeah, and the inconsistency with the bite times in this film and the se- the third film, especially the third film, um, mm-hmm. which has the pimp survive for like two full fucking days. Yeah. In this one, it's less than an hour. Yeah, so Rodriguez gets bitten. Oh, she's the first one to get bitten and she survives till the end of the film. She's bit about, what, like nine times? Yeah. I think there's more of her non... more of her bitten on her body by the end of the film than not bitten. The only thing that I can think of is if you die before or, or if you die after you've been bitten because you're already dead, it doesn't need to kill you and revive you, it just needs to revive you. So, maybe that? 
It's like Walking Dead rules. She dies of blood loss, kind of the way down. Yeah. yeah that makes some sense. But I don't, I don't know if that's the case because again, I'm trying to think of a character that doesn't work. Yuri it doesn't work for Yuri in the second film. He just turns about an hour after being bit. I'm trying to figure out who the fuck Yuri is. He's one of the guards that goes around with um. It's oh really yeah, Carlos. OG characters. Yeah, with Carlos. Nikolai, yeah. Is, is Carlos an OG character? Yeah, he's in three. Was he interesting in that? Yeah. Oh. You you play as him in in the third one. That's a shame that they butchered him. Yep. Um, we'll get to that, but basically, um, yeah, so I don't know if it's like a, it, it takes so long because it needs to kill you, but even in that, if that's the case, it takes Rodriguez maybe a couple of hours before she fully turns, like without dying beforehand. But it, yeah. again, in three, it takes one fucker three days to even show signs that he's e- even fucking ill, and I hate that guy. I know, I know he's a rapper. I know he's um, LJ. I I can't remember his fucking actual name. It's not LL Cool J. No, it's not LL Cool J. I can't remember his actual name. It's he's a rapper. Mike Epps, maybe? No, it's not Mike Yeah, Epps. I've, I've put him in like the notes for the third film. Oh, I think it was the I... second film. Yeah. Um, Mike. Yeah, Mike Epps. There we go. Mike Epps. I was right. Great. Um, but I hate his character in both films. Like, fuck up. I used the one I actually didn't mind. Yeah, that's <laughs> fair. The most... Through all of this, he's the one that felt like a person. Yeah, in two, he's got some funny lines, I'll give him that. But in three, I was just like, oh, for fuck's sake. Um, But, yeah, so every time, uh, I will say just before this, every time that there is action in this film, it's very, like, shittily shot. It's like rush cam and fucking... Fucking jump cuts here and there, and like you can't actually see what's happening. No, you can't see shit. Yeah. Um, I think that's it's partially purposeful for a lot of these things. Yeah, because they're action shit, and they don't want you to see all of it. For the second film, I, I'm fairly certain that's what happened. Yeah, uh, for this one less so. It's the second film's directed by a cinematographer who should definitely know better. Mm-hmm. This one, Paul W.S. Anderson hasn't actually directed that much action, I don't think, at this point. Um, he's done some horror, but yeah, he's largely straight away from that sort of thing. Except Mortal Kombat, I suppose. Yeah, boy. I, I haven't seen that. Did that have... I've seen part of it. Did that have a load of really quick cuts and shit? No, it was actually pretty well shot for the action in that, to be fair. I mean, that'd be a travesty if that one was badly shot. Yeah. Um. So uh, the, the pipe stuff. Did you enjoy that? Um, not really, because it like I I liked the concept of it. I liked how they kind of were like, oh, we can't actually walk through them, so maybe we can go above them. I'm perfectly fine with that. It's just it didn't go anywhere. 
Like yeah. nothing really happened because of it. Nothing. Like fucking nerd got separated from the group, but no one really gave a fuck about him anyway. So, eh. I think even beyond like nothing happening, um, nothing of consequence, nothing occurred during it. Like they weren't being shook about much. You could see uh, someone should have like slipped or something and have had to have been pulled back up. Anything. Yeah. Like, I, mean, I, I know the pipes apart. broke. The pipes broke at one point, again, splitting the nerd up from the rest of the group, but it wasn't. It wasn't like, ooh, something might happen here. It was literally like, okay, he's separated, he's dead. Mm. Kind of thing. I yeah, mean, there's just no umph to it. Yeah. I mean, he, he, he wasn't dead, apparently. Because, fuck's sake, they need to throw another curveball. How, how the fuck he got out of that? Yeah, I don't know. There's Get him to there's slip. There's the whole. Or is he gonna shoot himself in the head because he's only got one bullet? No. Very quickly, it's shown that he doesn't. He throws the gun at one of the zombies because he couldn't have used that again unless he found bullets. Apparently, um, and then he crawls across where his pipe is and just kind of fucking fucks off into the ether for a bit um uh, Rodriguez after seeing her partner the angry douche get eaten she's very like like mmm you like the taste of blood don't you bitches like whatever (laughs) um that was just fucking weird yeah that was someone's poorly disguised fetish yeah if someone's into blood play, I think. Um, yeah, so as they're kind of close to escaping, Rodriguez goes from, I'm fine, I can walk by myself, motherfuckers, to carry me, bitches. Yeah, within about a second. Yeah. Um, you ever seen Les Mis? No. Les Miserables. Let's see, Anne, um, fucking what's her name? Go from Princess Hathaway. Diaries. And, yeah, and halfway. Well, I went to Princess Diaries. <laughs> <laughs> Says a lot about you, mate. She, um, in that, she, like, turns to prostitution after she's fired from her job, and a day later looks like fucking Gollum on meth. Yeah. She, her hair's gone, her teeth are gone. It's like, fuck's sake, girl, could you not have... And she dies of um, AIDS or fucking, like, Super chlamydia the day after. <laughs> yeah. Just sitting there wondering what the fuck happens here in this short period. Same with Rodriguez here. It's like one cut to the next scene and holy shit, she's gone from fucking I've got a light cough to I'm a terminal cancer patient. Yeah, like she's having to be carried through all the fucking corridors at this point when literally like two seconds ago she was like, I can fucking walk myself, bitches. I'm not dead yet. Like, mmm, taste my blood. And then... Yeah, so they go through the uh, corridors and Alice gets a fucking vision quest where she's like, oh, if there's a a virus, there's a cure here, obviously. Oh, they've turned the Red Queen back on at this point because why the fuck not? That's not a bad idea, to be fair. Um, Turn it back on. To get out there, have a like, kill switch ready. 
Yeah, they've got they built in they build in a kill switch from nerd um, before he dies or disappears, should I say? The um, Red Queen um, actually doesn't do anything though. I've yeah. just realised. Yeah, she's literally just like, yeah, I told you not to turn me off, cunts. And they're like, yeah, but you didn't tell us about the fucking virus. She was like, no, because it's a fucking company secret. Like, n- yeah, of course I'm not going to tell you. And then it goes from everything between you guys are pricks, don't turn me off again, to just fucking turn me off, see what happens, motherfuckers. <laughs> um... Yeah. To to the fucking I'm a bad, bad girl. Yeah. I feel so fucking dirty. I've probably just been shoved onto some fucking government watch site for saying that. I'm going to have to register as a sex offender to my neighbourhood because I watched that scene. Yeah, that's why I'm not saying it. Um, so yeah, all this fucking shit happens. Doesn't really equate to anything. Um, Alice kind of finds the room where they have the cure and she's like you're gonna be fine Rodriguez because reasons they go in fucking inject a full of shit um, well they don't inject it yet oh, they don't yeah, find sorry. anything yeah, they don't find uh, anything in there and then they have a Mexican standoff Yeah, with Spence. Spencer I'm confused as to why yeah, it seems like they have the exact same vision quest at the exact same time. It's less that. It's why are you then holding them up? Just leave? Because that's what both you want anyway? They and don't. You so were trying to infect a- everything. Alice, Alice, Alice wants to take the, the virus and the cure to kind of be like, hey... This is what Umbrella's doing. We need to shut them down and fucking fuck them up and whatever. Whereas Spence is like, I could sell this to some people and make a shitload of money. And when those views are kind of like in the same room and they're like, you could come with me. Like, I enjoyed fucking you last night. So, you know, we could we could be rich together. And Alice is like, yeah, you can go fuck yourself. I mean, um, at some point, fucking Maslow's hierarchy of needs comes up and you go, do I need these people more to survive than I do want the money? To be fair, they are close to the exit. To Literally. be fair, he also ends up fucking dead. Yeah. I mean, it, they're, they're, oh, by the way, it's in that room where a corpse showed up in a room full of water. Oh, it was a room full of water earlier, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, obviously, the uh, Red Queen went off, the doors opened, all the fucking water came out. Fine. Once, once um, again, working on fucking Five Nights at Freddy's rules here. Yeah. Um, so a game, I've that... not, a game I've not fucking played for anyone wants to run me over the coals for that. I just know it exists because... Yeah, but now they're going to run you over the coals for going, oh, you're talking about a game you haven't played? What a fucking puss. I, I know about it because it's a decent Nick Cage film that like nicked stuff from it. Oh, yeah, I fucking love Rightly. that film. That, that exists, that's why I know more about Five Nights at Freddy's than I should. And that's our Nick Cage reference. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, so yeah, uh, Spence and Alice have this fucking hold-off. Matt tries to get involved and almost gets shot in the face, which probably wouldn't have changed anything. 
Um, then they all, uh, well, Spence locks them in the room. Nerd turns back up, kills the queen after she was like, you need to kill the fucking woman that's infected and then I'll let you out. Nerd hits the kill switch, lets everyone out. Uh, they watch Spence being eaten by the liquor and have this half-assed excuse like, oh, now the liquor's had fresh DNA, it mutates. Okay, so there's question number three. Um, so liquors, do they are they fucking Mario when they get... Like yeah, they don't corpses, grow. T- do they, they don't. They don't grow taller once they've eaten a mushroom, or in this case, a person. Um, it's like a World of Warcraft character leveling up. It's I know, really stupid. I know. I think it may be in the second game on harder difficulties. They they go like a greenish color, and they're a lot more dangerous. I can't remember what they're called. I know you have. Regenerators, that's a term I know, which are deadly zombies. Red Regenerators are from 4. Okay, so they're, they're not anything to do with the T-Virus. Yeah, no, they're Los Plagas. Fucking I'm not going to go any further into that. Yeah, it, it turns up in the films again eventually. You'll see it. It's fucking annoying. Um... So yeah, they watch Spence get eaten to fuck on a TV screen. Red Queen gets blown up because why not? Um, Nerd goes into the... like They all run to the train to see where Spence was. No liquor anymore, apparently. Um, Watch him change very quickly, get shot in the head. They all jump onto the train to be like, Right, we're leaving. We're taking this fucking almost dead woman with us. Um, give her the antivirus. Um, so, is this the exit in the first game from Spencer's mansion? Um, on the train? No, in the first film... Uh, sorry, in the first game, they escape by helicopter by the mansion roof. Right, okay. Because it's a weird parallel in the yeah, new film. In... In two, in two, they escape from the laboratory by a train. Okay, but that I makes don't, un- sense. I don't, I don't understand. So, umbrella in two, I don't understand why they'd be like, let's build this open tunnel straight into our laboratory with a train at the end of it. Yeah. Uh, rather than just a door, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know either. But um, feels a bit over the top. But yeah, that's a. Anyway, fucking, they all escape, or they all try to escape through the fucking train. Um, there's a another fucking jump cut, or not a jump cut, a little fake out where Alice goes to shoot Rodriguez in the head because she thinks she's dead. Rodriguez grabs the gun and is like, I'm not fucking dead yet. In fact, give me the gun because I'm feeling okay now. Nothing happens. She dies. <laughs> um, turns and starts. She does the neck click that her character does while she lived. And oh, I fucking love that. 
That's that's great. It's stupid. It's really stupid, but I love yeah, it. Yeah, I genuinely thought, oh, she's not going to try and bite him. She's going to fucking fist fight him or something. I thought that's where it was going to go. The first time I ever watched this, I was like, she's going to fucking start punching, kickboxing the motherfucker. But no, that isn't what happened. I'm, um, I'm going to give quick props as well before I forget that they shot her in the head and showed the shot through the head. Yeah, You don't get that much in film. They, you don't get women being shot in head much. Although no, I no. I will take the point away from you need to hit the button and <laughs> he shoots her in the head for her to fall back and hit the button. <laughs> yeah, that that was fucking cartoonishly stupid. Yeah, so um, they the the liquor is on the roof at this point and pulls nerd out of the front where he's driving the train. Um. And then it claws its way inside, which has a kind of jump, uh, kind of familiar to the ending to two, or so. Sure, so, sorry, the ending to scenario B in number two, where the train gets attacked by the fucking end bad bus, and you have to literally walk into the back cabin and fucking blow it to pieces. Um, Is that a good? Okay. Uh, I'm not going to say anything. Um, these are awesome parallels to the films, but yeah. I know I fucking just did. Okay. Not precisely that, but that, it makes a lot of sense what happened with the new film. Okay, yeah. That, that, that scenario Bs and shit exist. Yeah, so... Okay. How the game, how the game works is you play through an easier scenario in A... So you can play both characters in scenario A in the easy version, um, where it's like one it's it's one person's original scenario and the other person's just going through it, same kind of beats step for step, but different characters and different things happen. And then scenario B is basically the other side of the coin is like, while that person's off doing the stuff in scenario A. Scenario B, you're playing as this character doing separate stuff somewhere So else. in the, the first game, I know you've got Jill. You can play as either Jill or um, Chris. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. They, see, in first game, it's the same beat step for step. It's just very minor tweaks happen in between. Like, in Jill's, you meet other members of... Um, stars. Stars. Uh, Bravo team. And in Chris's, you meet, like... It's still a member of Bravo team, but you meet um, Rebecca Chambers, which is, like, the squad's medic. And you meet different people. They take you to different things. You get different weapons if you're playing as the male or female. Yeah, different things happen based on what everything is. Which is why I actually love the games. Like, if you play as different characters, they're going to be different stories from each one that you play as. Or different occurrences. Um, so in terms of the end boss battle, what you're saying um, is that this film ends almost perfectly in sync with the games and uh, is praiseworthy? Uh, no. Uh, I mean, it wasn't a bad ending. Like yeah, basically, they kill the liquor by dropping it out of like a a trap door that's in the train that's always on that's already on the go. Um, 
basically dropping it onto the train tracks, burning it alive, and just fucking off with their day. Get back in, getting back to the mansion, and then um, Matt starts growing worms out of his shoulder. Yeah, yeah, is basically um, the only way to put it. It becomes nemesis. Yeah, eventually. Eventually, that's, that's got to be in, fucking into. painful. Worm by worm, just crossing over him. Right, so I don't exactly remember how Nemesis became a thing in the game. I'm fairly certain, and this was after I like looked through Reddit to see people's reactions to Matt mm-hmm. and being turned into it, that there's nothing to explain what happened to Nemesis in the games, which is perfectly fucking fine as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. It's a cool big thing with a big gun. I don't need to know that some random tosser that went underground and got scratched by a Mario fucking on mushrooms liquor mm-hmm. turns into the nemesis because worms creep over his body. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I mean, to be f- um, what I remember is nemesis in the game had this big, big fuck off worm that used to come out of its hand, and there's there's comic books and things like that going into more detail about all that shit and I didn't I've read bits of the comic books but that's neither here nor there but when we get into the second film none of that is actually the case no he's just a big fucker yeah he's just a big fuck off dude with like showing his teeth and his one iron zone shut that's a weird thing. In the third film, they do have like the tentacle thing. Yeah. And the, the rippy thing. Which, but they, they, which yeah. I think just takes it from Nemesis, but I don't understand why they gave it to some fuckwit scientist instead. I suppose they had nothing else to give him. <laughs> yeah, I suppose that's the case. I mean, the Wolverine, Wolverine style of healing isn't fucking enough, apparently. He needs, like, worm shit. It's a, we'll get to fucking that third film when we get to it. <laughs> yeah. a, I've got a lot of fucking questions that come up with that. Um, but so, right, so they had a team ready, presumably around the mansion, for when everyone got out. Mm-hmm. So was this all a test, or was this meant to actually... They were meant to shut down the Queen, or what the fuck? So... I don't know. Effectively is the answer. But my... <laughs> hypothesis if it's good enough to call that is again right hand doesn't know what the left hand's doing Umbrella kind of knows that like oh we designed the fucking Red Queen to shut down if there's ever like a virus fucking escape this fucking lab only deals in the fucking T-virus there's probably a bit of a T-virus escape maybe we should fucking like send some people down there, hope some of them get infected. When they bring it back up, we can we can test on them, so they're not turned, but they're in the process of turning, and then we can see what happens there. Is what I like to think. I feel like there are easier ways to make that happen. Yeah, like I don't know, just give someone the fucking T virus, say, hey, drink this. It's a nice protein shake. 
wait for them to drink it, go, ha, you're fucking dead now, and then test on you. <laughs> Is my guess. But I, I, I was going to go more just get test subjects and inject them against their will, but sure, Ruthie fucking people. <laughs> Does that say enough about the person I am? Maybe not. Anyway. You go straight to fucking sneaky. Yeah. Um, so you all corporations are some giant fucking bro douche. Yeah, I mean, uh, you've seen fucking Wesker, right? <laughs> he wears sunglasses indoors. He's a bro douche. You know what? The funny thing is, I can actually see him going around spiking people. <laughs> He's got a history of it. What can I say? Um, yeah, it's either that or it was like. Well, the the virus has already escaped. I guess we can just fucking test and see what happens and hope someone comes out and then we can test on them too. I think that's more reasonable for this film and the second film. Oh, uh, in the second film? I have no fucking idea. The second film, they just outright pretty much say that. It still makes no sense. And the third film, there's a lot of like testing shit that just it completely falls flat. Mm-hmm. On any writing level. Actually, the third film's the worst for it. There's a lot of stuff around blood that just instantly pokes so many fucking holes in everything. Yeah. But in this one, um, looking outside of the meta stuff then, just in terms of actual pure action and horror, uh, it's still pretty crap. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't... I, I Like I said, I enjoyed the first film for what it was. Um, again... Maybe it is nostalgia glasses and it's more of a oh, that reminds me of the game or this happened or something similar happened in the game or whatever. But I I can enjoy watching number one and two just as films and I don't have to like think about it. I don't have to re- like connect the dots. I don't have to do any of that shit. It's just... They're decent films, or somewhat decent films, and I can enjoy them for what they are. Yeah, I, I wouldn't go so far as decent. The camera work's terrible. It's giving me a headache. Mm. Sound's miserable. Colour correction's terrible. The acting from... Why they picked her? I suppose after Gwyneth but, Paltrow fucking rejects you. But, did you enjoy it? No, you know what, yeah. Yeah, fuck you. I, I had That's some fun. I don't, I don't think I can say it's my least favourite of the three. Um, I did enjoy. I enjoyed all three of them to differing extents. And my favourite, I might as well say now it's in Steph Hours, my favourite's the third one. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> of the three. By quite a margin. Uh, yeah. Get fucked. We are no longer talking anymore. <laughs> <laughs> The one I, I know, I actually, I know for a fact I didn't, I hated the most was the second one. You hated the one I had the, the least, f- the one I had the least fun seeing through. Uh, you know what? I, I, I won't, I won't give you shit for that because I can see why someone wouldn't like number two. Um, just because. Some of the things that happen in it, like some of the... I mean, we'll talk about it now anyway, but... Yeah, might as well jump in. Yeah. Um, um, you want me to take director stuff? Yeah, sure, if you want. That's what I've got it all written through. Uh, 
Resident Evil Apocalypse second one uh, done three years after I think yeah it, Roughly. it wasn't it wasn't too jarring of a like oh the next year after it, it I think it was a couple of years yeah which is why they needed the like two minute backstory shit <laughs> Uh, directed by Alexander Witt, who often did a lot of camera second unit stuff, which generally deals with the action side of things or the B-roll. Uh, worked on Twister, remember that? Mm-hmm. Like Tornado film with Bill um, Paxton. Cujo, uh, No Time to Die, very recent James Bond film, Born Identity, and Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. Written by, guess fucking who? Cast... Mila Jovovich, uh, Alice again, who, same stuff. Mm-hmm. Fuck. British name as well. Sienna. Sienna. Yeah, Sienna Gilroy. Uh, plays Jill Valentine, uh, who, I've actually watched, <laughs> I don't know if you know this stuff, she bought the game and played through them, the first one and the third one, to try to copy uh, Jill and emulate both her voice and movement style. Right, so the voice, I was nowhere, it sounds nothing like Jill. Um, but the movements, it just seemed like, yeah, it seemed like she was mimicking the game. And I didn't I didn't know if I enjoyed that or not. It's Too very, gamey? Yeah, it's like, especially, it's a game that's built with tank controls. So if you don't know what tank controls, it's literally... Forward to move, backwards to... Uh, sorry, forward and backwards to move, and left and right literally just changes how you face. So literally like a tank, if you turn left, you're obviously just spinning in a circle left ways, and turn right, you spin right ways. and then, um, it, so. it worked. Yeah, it worked for what it was. It, it kept the game creepy enough to the point where you were always worried about if you were going to get fucking eaten or not. So, great. Speaking of like Dino Crisis, you had generally constrained corridors, mm-hmm. so it wasn't a problem. Yeah. So, in a film, trying to emulate tank controls into actual movement seems a bit weird. Like fucking Final Fantasy films, where they emulate the uh, fucking fight scenes so they're yeah. just bounced up and down yeah, they while just, they're they just being attacked wait until they hit each other once and then it's like okay it's my turn <laughs> it's like yeah, a, really it's like a Yu-Gi-Oh duel battle it's like, if you add like the um, oh, some of those action games like Max Payne where they have an idle animation that they do over and over again where they're not moving oh, don't or doing anything Max Payne film, I fucking like where they just stand there. not like Max fucking like in the games where oh, he doesn't yeah, do yeah. anything he just like stands there or bounces up and down a little bit yeah, tries to keep some life into it. If she started doing that, mm. uh, yeah. Uh, also, she's been in Aragon, the dragon film. Yeah, I've been told it's terrible compared yeah. to the books. I played the Nintendo game uh, where you could break someone's back Ooh. over and over again with a magic spell, and it was really fucking fun. You had a little snap as well. It was just brilliant. Uh, Clifford the Big Red Dog, twenty twenty one. Apparently that that film came out. Yeah. And Stan Lee's Lucky Man. Yeah, I've got that she was in Luther. 
and a short film called Helen of Troy, where she played the lead. Presumably Helen. Yeah. If she's blonde, I think, in real life. Mm. Also British. Fit. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd uh, also Oded Fair, who we've come across before. Yeah. Uh, also in Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo, mm-hmm. which is the Rob Schneider film. Yep. And Scooby-Doo in Where's My Mummy. It's weird that we have almost the exact same references. Um, the only different one that I've got is he was in Charmed for a bit as well, as far as I know. I met the uh, cast of that the other, a few weeks ago. Ah. Comic-Con. Where I played Piper. Um, very nice people. Married uh, the lead actor. I didn't watch the show give a shit. I just need to get something signed by them. But... <laughs> Don't know why I'm being that harsh. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's decent people. Uh, quickly moving fucking on. Uh, Thomas, this is German. Why do I always get the fucking foreign ones? This is why I wanted you to do it. <laughs> K- catch the man. I was going to go Kretschmann. Kre- that's probably closer. I went fucking Jamaican at the end there. <laughs> Kretschmann. He plays Major Tom Kane. I was in The Pianist, the Adrian Brody film, Avengers, Avengers Age of Ultron, the really shit Avengers film, mm-hmm. uh, King Kong 2005 version, and Jungle. Yeah, I've also uh, got Cars 2. Ooh. Yep. Yeah. Is that the Spy One? I don't remember. I've uh, never watched Cars 2. I've seen the first one. Yeah. I, I saw like snippets. We've got British people in it. Uh, yeah, anyway, uh, Jared Harris, who plays Dr. Ashford, who was in Chernobyl, the recent miniseries. Morbius, he's going to be in. The vampire Marvel stuff. Mm-hmm. And Sherlock Holmes, uh, the old... Robert Downey Jr. one. Yeah, Jude Law, Robert Downey Jr. ones. Yeah. And then, yeah, Mike Eeps, who we've talked about, uh, who plays LJ, a, a straight-up pimp. Why we keep picking films that have just pimps in them? I don't quite fucking know. He's no Tony the Pimp, though. Yeah. I'm also going to leave that in, because you said his name wrong, so I'm going to leave that in, too. Like Epps? Yeah. Epps. To be. Yeah. You said Eeps. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a weird name. I know you made that fucking excuse, but... Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I'm not editing anymore. Yeah, that's, right. <laughs> that's yeah. That's gonna be my fuck up. Uh, he was in Meet Friday, Meet the Blacks, Open Season Two, and Hangover. Yeah, I've seen Open Season Two actually. It's awful. Um, I used to play the PS2 game a lot on Open Season One. Uh, well back in the day, mm-hmm. like a log flume game that I loved. Yeah, it, it was just rubbish. Uh, budget box office forty five million, and it made a staggering one hundred and twenty nine million. Whoa, we are forgetting one vital person of importance. Who are we forgetting? Zach Ward, who plays Nikolai. He dies very quickly, but he was also in Blood Rain. Oh God! <laughs> I just wanted to bring that up so it would uh, fuck you up twice. I don't think I, I think I've just wiped the film from my collective memory. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Been... Well, technically, he was in Blood Rain too, so um, not oh, the same. Oh god, yeah, that that film's gone. Yeah, 
he would the neuralizer he's, he's of Billy fucking the kid. Medium. Neuralizer of mediocrity has just thoroughly erased that. Who's Billy the Kid? Yeah. Yeah, he's the child molester dude in that film. Barely fucking remember what he looked like. Yeah. Ginger. And has he been typecast as the weird ginger? That's that's oh, unfortunate. Great. Uh, trivia-wise, Mila Jovovich disappointed by the film said that the studio wanted more action explosion and that the story was swept under the rug very much unlike the second or third film obviously, Oh, obviously. which had story as a fucking forefront mm-hmm. pretty much every all of the other films have story at their forefront obviously yeah. uh, Dog's done practically again, looks really good and <laughs> I fucking one. It was Mila Jovovich's idea to say there was a heat wave in Raccoon City to account for Alice and Jill not wearing very much. That's putting it lightly. Mm-hmm. It was a brave decision as they were filming. I, I say brave, that's how the fucking site I found puts it. A, a fairly fucking, I think, Stupid. studio enforced decision Yeah, is how I'll put it. As they were filming the movie in Toronto in the middle of a very cold oh. November. Now I'm just thinking about that scene at the beginning where she's literally covered up by like two hankies and she's walking down the street. Now I'm thinking, okay, it's the middle of Toronto. <laughs> that must have been fucking freezing. I mean, what gets me, I, I can see like a studio exec coming up with that, but her herself saying that, oh, people want to see us naked. I've got a way of justifying that yeah. so people can how see about, us naked. How about you just go... It's fucking cold, so I'm going to dress up, please. Yeah, it'd never fly. It's, it's a fucking uh, zombie you know apocalypse. She, I'd, I'd rather keep fucking, as much of my skin covered as possible. She's more dressed up in the third film. In the fucking desert. Yeah. Fucking stupid. I know. Uh, right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, this is my least favorite of the three, mm-hmm. and it was your second, I think, middle of the pack. Yeah, it literally goes in order, so it goes from one, two, three. I'm more three, one, two. Yeah, I think I think this had a lot of the schlock that the third film has, mm-hmm. um, and the first film, a lot of the like laugh out loud moments, mm-hmm. with all of the first film's problems filmmaking wise. It was just miserable parts of this. Uh, so the quick cuts are turned up to 100. Mm-hmm. The cutaways turned up to 100. It's dark as fuck through half of it. Story doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, and the acting. The acting's actually one of the, the only parts I didn't mind, to be fair. There is a lot of like. <laughs> oh, and that shit, yeah. Kind of noises in it, which annoyed the shit out of me, but other than that, I was fine. No, yeah, they were fucking awful. Um, yeah, we're gonna skip over the like expedition dub, I think. Yeah, that's fair. It's, Pretty it's much, we've just tedious. explained it in the first film. Just imagine yep. some bits of it cut out, <laughs> and you'll get the hint. <laughs> yeah, it's just a summarization. Um, and it, it's just tedious as fuck. Again, yeah. editing, schizophrenic, borderline epileptic. <clears throat> so. Here's question number fucking four. Um, I know this, this basically it's the same plot as the second and third film, roughly. Or at least the overarching. Kind of, yeah. 
Uh, was it swept under the rug in the games? Was what swept under the rug? Was like Umbrella completely blameless after it all went down? No, they shut down. Umbrella, like they, yeah, Umbrella literally got shut down because of what happened in Raccoon City. Because that's what happened fucking anywhere else. Yeah, in in actual fucking real life, yeah, that's what would happen. Um, even after the city, I think the city still got nuked. Yeah. Uh, okay. In the games, but it was still like umbrellas to blame. Fuck them. Let's shut them down. They're dickheads. None of none of the bosses of Umbrella rich literally went to jail or anything. They were literally like, "Meh, we'll just stay in our mansions." Thanks. Well, that's believable. Yeah, that, that I can uh, fully understand. Um, <clears throat> but the fact that like the entire city. And a zombie virus is somehow fucking kept under wraps. Bullshit. Yeah. This could be everywhere. Just instantly. Yeah. I, I like uh, the very comic book news flashes that happen at the start and end of this film where it's like, <laughs> oh, it was a hoax. Like, we, fe- we fucking filmed bullshit. everything that happened. It's literally in Raccoon City before it got nuked. This happened. This is us surviving. Here's the video footage, and everyone's like, "Yep, yeah, hoax." And it doesn't fucking matter anyway. It's the third film. The whole world's been destroyed. Yeah, <laughs> the whole world's gone to shit anyway. So there's, there's a very the sp- there's a very short amount of time that that happens as well. In the span of yeah, what must be six months, mm-hmm. a year, the whole world gets destroyed. Yeah. Um, so, for an organisation, yeah, with unlimited resources, they're a bit shit at what they do. Yeah, um, they can't even evacuate people safely without fucking it up. So that's the other thing, actually. The other question I had: uh, Raccoon City does it have giant walls around it in the game. No. And follow up: Would you move to a city that had giant walls around it in real life? No, really? Yeah, no. That that was like, that was a comical, stupid, pause. giant modern fucking concrete walls with gates yeah. that are operated by a corporation for some fucking reason. Yeah, no, I wouldn't do that shit. I I wouldn't even. Yeah, fuck that. Raccoon City in the new film. Mm-hmm. Um, this isn't didn't spoil anything. It's a small town, like proper. Middle of the forest, nowhereville. Yeah, I mean, technically in the game, it's relatively similar. It's not like a large city or anything. It's it's close to a forest because obviously uh, the Spencer Mansion is made in that forest, or it's called Arclay Mountains, but it's fucking yeah. it's a forest. Um, <clears throat> and then obviously zombie outbreak happens in the Spencer Mansion, it gets very quickly dealt with by Stars members they come back, they're like, zombies fucking everywhere, everyone's like you Stars members are crazy as shit Uh, they fly off to try and deal with Umbrella, or at least some members do go to fucking start dealing with Umbrella Um, fucking there's a lab underneath Raccoon City which also has been infected. Sorry, P- 
pe- people from Umbrella go to steal a virus from one of the scientists there, shoot him, he drops the fucking vial. Rats start spreading the virus very plague kind of. Um Fleas then, in the uh plague, obviously. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, pe- no, actually, no. Sorry, it wasn't fleas. That's a misnomer. It was people, mostly. Yeah. It's a fun fact for anyone about the Black Plague. Um, it couldn't physically move as fast as it did if it weren't people actually facilitating the infection. But yeah, go on. Um. So yeah. So rats spread the fucking virus. That they start eating like dead people, and they come back to life and fucking start eating normal people then whatever um and then uh in the game actually never mind we'll get to that if i ever actually put it up on youtube so uh yeah so that's basically how the virus spreads in the game compared to this where it's like uh we're gonna move the the hive to underneath the city now for some reason um, and we're gonna. Uh, the dogs are dead, um, but for some reason there's something fast moving down there. I'm presuming liquors. Yeah, I assume maybe there's more than one liquor, maybe. But if that's the case, why didn't it turn into another fucking nemesis? Apparently. Or yeah, something. because there's at least three liquors that should definitely have morphed into super liquors. Yeah. But anyway. Um. Yeah, so fucking, they're dead. Uh, after fucking, they send a team down there and fucking open up the hive again. All them cunts get eaten, and then it's a very quick motion from like, oh fuck, the hive's open. Let's get everyone that's in the town that's working in the laboratory that wasn't there when it got fucking infected. Let's uh, get them out of there. They fuck that up. Um, one of the scientists has a daughter called Angela Ashford, um, who's at school at the time. They go to pick her up from school. A fucking random cement truck hits the vehicle that she's in, which I I thought at the moment, like, how the fuck is she not dead? And then I realised that she's got, like, super healing fucking abilities that... Fucking some Final her. Destination level shit though. Yeah, like she's avoided death with the T virus, and now death's trying to hit with cement trucks and shit. Yeah, um, take her out. Well, before we like actually jump on that, there is one thing I want to touch on. Yeah, um, it's a nitpick definitely, but when they go collecting from the school, mm-hmm. again, this corporation that's given so much power as two random guys in suits can go into a school and go, yeah, that little girl, come with me. Yeah, and the principals I, apparently just. I, I yeah. did think I did think of that myself, but the only thing that I could think of is because the dad's in a wheelchair. Maybe he doesn't go to pick her up himself anyway. Maybe he sends people. To I think that'd be up. a paedophile's fucking wet dream. Yeah. Then if they could just track down what girl has fucking a dad in a wheelchair. Yeah. Her. Uh, that can't be how it works. The American school system's shit. It's not that bad. Are you sure about that? Well, it that? is that bad. Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly that Fucking... bad. Um, I mean, none of us went to school in America, but, you know, it. from what we hear on the news and shit, it's exactly that bad. Um, 
Yeah, so fucking the 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 SUV that they're in gets fucking like fucking totaled. Um and then everything very quickly fucking falls apart from there. Like uh they show fucking like people have been bitten already and fucking infected and are all in the police station. Um Alice is fucking activated at this point. Uh, right. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I'll go back a step because fucking this is where Jill's fucking introduced. I suppose I should talk about it more. Um, so people are infected in the police station. Someone or one of them's trying to eat LJ. I honestly would have just let them. Um so Jill walks in after being fired from said police station, walks in with two pistols and fucking opens fire at people that are apparently just really hungry. No one knows that they're zombies at this point. Just a opens bit of fire. Officer. <laughs> oh yeah, she it's shoots one of the officers, doesn't she? Yeah. Yeah, so she's and... headshotting motherfuckers like it's like pinball or something. Like um and then I think she fires four shots. No, I, I'm also very, like... So, uh, I, I mentioned a few weeks ago how John Wick is very, like, exact. Like, how many bullets he has, how many he uses before he has to reload, whatever. She fires, like, five shots in, like, a like fucking 15-round pistol. Fires five shots and then reloads twice. <laughs> In the exact, like, within, like, five seconds of each other. So she slams in a new, fresh mag, uh, cucks the gun, and then there's another scene where she's still talking to the dude, it cuts back to her, and she's reloaded again, and cucks the gun. (laughs) Makes it, makes it look cooler. Yeah. Badass thing to go, you lose fucking You shoot them in the head. And then she's like, I'm leaving town, motherfuckers, you best leave too. And then just strolls out in her skirt and fucking tube top. Like, oh <laughs> a Lara Croft cosplay. What it fucking is. I mean, uh, it's. How it's, close to the costume is that in game? It's, oh, it's exactly the costume. She Even the sweater that's tied around her fucking waist is. It's the exact costume. Okay. Japanese people are perverts and shouldn't be emulated. Yeah. I mean, although to be fair, you might like this. There is an alternative costume for her that's Regina from Dino Crisis. Oh shit, nice. Yep, there you go. So that's your fun fact for this game, uh, for this film. Because uh, nothing else is fun. Um, so yeah, this is when Alice is activated and she's pretty much strapped to a table with like needles in her head and arm and all that shit. Um, with Again, two pieces of like napkin strapped to her chest and ass. Um, apparently, that's yeah. so appropriate clothing. To umbrella. Of, yeah, I, I'm not quite sure what the procedure is here. There's no one in the. I'm assuming they're all evacuated. For all yeah, this. I mean, it's not like they left. go. All right, Nemesis, you're fucking butt naked. We're not going to give you any clothes, any weapons, or anything. But. No, no one wants to see that. Yeah, I'm. No I'm one not, wants to I'm, see his fucking tumor ridden I'm not penis. saying this. I, I'm saying, like, from a corporation standpoint, they've put 
they're very well. I wouldn't say very hot. I would uh, the 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 woman with literally like two pieces of paper strapped to taped to her body, and the very muscle bound fucking freak of nature. They've put like leather straps and leather clothing on him and a leather trench coat, and they're like, "Here's an ass- here's a Gatling gun and a fucking bazooka." But the woman, you're gonna have to fend for yourself, love. I love watching it. (laughs) Compromise, give them both bikinis. Yeah, there you go. I reckon reckon the nemesis could rock a bikini. (laughs) That'd be like a proper Borat style. Yeah, he'd wear it over his shoulders, everything. Wear those two fucking warm things coming out of his neck are. Um, I, I feel like Googling that is a very bad idea. Yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, I know, I know that someone's put a mod into. I think it's Resident Evil Two. It's not Nemesis, but there's a character called Mister X. Which, I know who he is. The yeah. big white albino. Someone's guy. modded it so he does wear a mankini. <laughs> uh, so that's that's an image that's out on the internet. Um, I mean, I can already see like googling yeah. Nemesis in a bikini. You're gonna have. He's going to have big eyes like you get in all those Japanese cartoons. Uh-huh. Well, a big he's eye because be... the other one's sound shut. Yeah, he's going to have his hands <laughs> together in a pose like fist down and he's going to be slightly effeminate with his hip to one side. Nemesis in a bikini. This is the kind of research that we do for you guys. Oh, it's just hot women. Oh, no, there we go. <laughs> there we go. Uh, oh, it's even fucking... Uh, it's even, even worse. No, it's even got a fucking umbrella monogram on the cockpiece. <laughs> I don't love that attention to fucking detail there. Yeah, Nemesis are fucking totally cool with branding. Yeah, and it's everything else oh. is just women in bikinis. <laughs> there was one picture of the Nemesis in one. There you go. You're welcome, internet. Um, where the fuck were we? I'm going to post that now. I know we haven't done the Facebook stuff in a while, but I'm going to post that as the um, <laughs> the posters I usually do. After that, just I've not posted on there in about eight months, and it's just going to come out of the blue, just like a porn yeah. image of Nemesis in a bikini. <laughs> this is what we're doing next, guys. You're welcome. Um, uh, yeah, Alice activated. Fucking, who cares? She goes out, leaves the stuff dressed in nothing, Mila Jovovich somehow doesn't die of hypothermia. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you've got evacuation going on. People trying to leave Raccoon City from these weird fucking walls that they allowed the Umbrella Corporation to build, apparently, around a giant city with gates operated by them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so one of the things that does really annoy me about this film in particular is the stars unit. In in the games, the stars unit are like ten people that are extremely highly trained, fucking like a special squad of people. Like one's like a fucking locksmith, one's like a fucking like really well. Sorry, Jill's a locksmith. Chris is like a um. Uh, he's got like fucking awards for like fucking uh uh shooty shooty bang bang I can't remember what it's called like the technical term for it 
but that's what shoot, I'm going. Shooty, shooty, bang, bang. Yeah, he's good with, like, fucking distance Guns. firing. and he's good with shit. firearms and shit. No, there's, like, a specific name for it. I know it. I know it's guns, but is it's... that is that the basis of it? He's good with guns. Yeah, he's basically got like awards for like uh, uh, distance shooting and fucking whatever. I've, yeah. I've forgotten the name for it. <laughs> good for fucking guns. Uh, one is literally like, I'm fucking hella interested in guns, so he buys a shitload. That's Barry Burr, and he literally just goes out and buys a shitload of guns. Albert Wesker, so he's just... obviously, he's like a fucking mutant freak fuck, but he's the head. There's the medic. Whatever. Anyway, in this, it's like any old cunt can be a fucking stars member because they've got like fucking 20 of the bastards. They say they're like the best of the best, and when you see what they are, it's like one yeah. fat guy who looks a bit like Brendan Gleeson's older shitter brother. Yeah. Followed by 11 other cunts that die immediately. Yeah. Like, I get maybe giving some of them a fucking personality, like a cowboy hat, which apparently is a personality in this. Um, makes them cool, but it doesn't. The, the, I the black guy, Penton, he's a star as well. Is he? Um, yeah, because Nemesis specifically looks at him and it says two stars. Yeah, I know, I know what it says, but he's a fucking twat. He's still a star. He is fucking maybe not a star. Maybe you want to go this. He's killed by Nemesis, specifically saying stars. Yeah. So that that's the thing, the Nemesis goes around killing stars and shit. Yeah, so basically, um, in the games, again, uh, it's sent to basically fight against the stars, which, again, they stars members fucked up the, the first game. They, they're the ones that fucking survived the first game. So they're like, we need to clear the evidence, kill all the stars members that are in a city... While it's fucking burning anyway. Um, and it's like, we need to get like battle test data and whatnot from him to see how good he is in combat. Which apparently he's very shit because he gets killed. Um, again, Doesn't he get killed like nine times? <clears throat> yeah, to be fair, he does get fucking blown to pieces like six times in the game. Um, by one Stars member. So he couldn't even kill one Stars member in the game. Oh, sorry, he does. He kills the fucking useless one. He kills the one that flies a helicopter. There you go. Oh, they died every fucking film. Yeah. Um, I hate Brad. Anyway, uh... <clears throat> so, yes, that's why he's sent out in the third game, sorry. In this, he's literally like, well, Alice is up, so I guess kind of fucking go in, kill some shit. Um... Well, he seems well, to have, seems to have like some sort of inability to shoot Alice or Jill. Yeah, he can't. Even though Jill, at one point, the same scene where he kills Peyton, Jill is literally out in the open, firing back at him. I should have been turned into a fucking Jill sandwich then and there. Yeah, you go, you go, Kieran. I'm putting in my resi knowledge. Yeah, cashing in all I have. <laughs> My one bit of resin knowledge. If I can, if I can get a Leon help me, <laughs> oh fuck! I'm going to have sequestered for it. Yeah, I'll I'll try that. I'm going to try to insert that when Leon comes in. Oh like, yeah, he does fifth. come in. So yeah, yeah. I'm going to try to put that in at some point. Uh huh. Um, I'll way hate... too proud of myself. I'll hate you for it. Don't worry. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so yeah, 
so everything goes from goes to shit in the handbasket very fucking quickly. Um, they get to the fucking uh, exit to the city. Fucking all the fucking umbrella dickheads are standing at the gates while stars are outside the gates. Like, oh yeah, we're the police of the city, but this is our city limit. We can't go past this. Um, so umbrella are obviously like, hey. You coming through, but we're gonna let you through. But you need to be screened. They see someone start to turn. Peyton gets bitten. Thank fuck, he's pretty much on the death edge anyway. So cool. And then they immediately give up. Yeah, like they immediately go, "Oh, we're fucked." Because yeah, one person, yeah, up here. one person's changed or one person's turned. Um, I guess close the gates and fucking kill everyone. Um, I feel like they could have secured it. Yeah, you'd think that. But again, it is Umbrella, which are kind of notorious for fucking up and letting bad situations happen. Yeah, talking about like letting bad situations happen, that guy, uh, the Major, who said like fire at will and shit, just stands on a wall yeah. in front of everyone occasionally. He'd have been killed. Mm-hmm. Some some fucker would have hit yeah exactly with a rock one of the stars members like one of the stars members if they are supposed to be fucking special tactics and rescue they would have been like oh pff, he's standing out in the old bank but I, it, but no yeah the, the stars um, members are like ah he's got a gun <laughs> run away the leaders of this franchise all the like the end fucking bosses that's the only thing you can really call them. Are uh, brain dead and suicidal. Mm, mm-hmm. Jason Isaacs, Doctor Isaacs in the second one, not Jason Isaacs, Doctor Isaacs in the second one, played by um, Ian Glenn, goes into the middle of nowhere in in the centre of like a giant zombie attack, which was completely unnecessary, and gets bit doing so. Uh, you've got in this film at the end of it the Major goes to watch the fight with Nemesis and Alice and gets killed for doing so, Mm -hmm. which was also completely unnecessary on his part. Mm -hmm. I get that it's kind of a a running theme that hubris is what takes down the main villains in this. Yeah, it seems But it comes at the cost of any level of intelligence. Mm -hmm. It's so two-dimensional that I might as well be watching a fucking cartoon. Yeah. You'll you'll get that a lot from all these films. Um, it's like so they get worse. Yeah, uh, the intelligence. Oh, the question is, hmm? they get worse, so they get more schlocky. Oh yeah. If they get dumber, but they get more entertaining, I'm willing to do that. Oh, um, depends what you mean by entertainment. It entertaining. If you mean so shit that it's actually funny, yes, they do that. Uh, if it's anything else, no. <laughs> I've been talking about so shit uh, and stuff that I really didn't like that's schlocky in a very bad way. Mm-hmm. Uh, the frame rate drop with zombies. Yeah. Uh, so you, you had like the going down to one or two frames per second. I think it's like 0.5 occasionally. It felt like it was a moving fucking static yeah. PowerPoint. So it, it basically, whenever a zombie shows up, that's like in a, that's not to do with our fucking main group. It's very jump cutty. It's like, 
I don't know if it's like frames per second or if they've sped it up or something. They make. It I seem think like... it's a FPS thing. Mm. Um, because it, yeah, it slowed down quite heavily. Well, they're just slowly marching up. It's really annoying. Either way, whatever it is. Yeah, to me it looked like they they've sped up the camera work or something because it looks like they're fucking jumping about like fucking no one's business. But maybe you are right. Maybe it is just fucking slowed down and it's just very poorly shot. But um, I'd have to rewatch it, which I'm not gonna do. Yeah, but yeah, it's just there. There is a scene from I think it's number three where. It's the the famous scene where a zombie looks at like a a police cop uh, a cop's like riot shield riot shield helmet, and it's like the reflection of the zombie looking at himself. There's that yeah. scene here. Yeah. Um, oh, fair enough. Yeah, it, it's nothing, nothing fucking important, but it's like a famous scene in fucking one of the resident. <laughs> the the only one so. I know is the. The turning head in the first game, yeah, that whole thing, yeah, where he uh, twists it around, where he's looks... eating someone and he looks back over his shoulder, sort of thing, yeah, yeah, it looks towards Jill, I suppose, yeah. Um, so, uh, I can't remember what happens next. I know that Alice goes to a fucking like hardware store and there's a convenient bike with the keys in it and fucking all that shit. I might as well like tackle this one bit at a time until they converge on the school because there's pretty much three storylines that coalesce. Well, they they um, go to the church first. Yeah, go through that with Jill. You've got Jill, um, the reporter, and Peyton. There is a third one. I'm forgetting Peyton. Peyton, yeah. Peyton um, has forgotten about the wound that's in his ankle. Um, yeah, he's point. fine now. Yeah. Good to know. Um, They meet up at a church, or they find refuge in a church while Alice is getting fucking guns and boom boom sticks. Um, And they meet. um, I don't even think he gets a name. Yeah, they meet. They meet crazy ginger with a revolver. Um, He looks like a fat Alan Tudyk. Yeah, (laughs) actually, that's a pretty good way to fucking say it. Yeah. you know, I've watched this with my dad uh, yesterday, and when he came on screen, the first thing he said was, well, that guy's going to die in a really cowardly way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. To be fair. Um, they find... Like, what, five minutes later? If that? Yeah. Although, to be fair, they they give him two very quickly changing personalities, so... Uh, Peyton and the reporter. The reporter's being a fucking nubhead, and she goes, oh, "I'm, I'm gonna leave," even though she watched as like a shitload of zombies followed her to the chapel or to the church. She's like, "I'm gonna leave." Goes to open the door, a shitload of zombies like fucking running to grab her. Peyton's like, "Help! We need to close the door," and Fat Tujik runs over and actually helps barricade. Which I think a cow a, a coward would not fucking run over to help. You know what? It, it just occurs to me now that would have been the perfect moment for him to run away. Yeah, and get killed. Mm-hmm. Um, like the perfect second for him to just leg it into another room, and then you could have Jill finding the zombie. Yeah. So uh, of the priest, I think it's him. 
Yeah, so like Jill could find the priest uh, that's feeding people to his sister. And then instead of the priest getting eaten, it could have been the fucking coward dude that's run down the court corridor, ran into this room, noticed that that the fucking zombie sister is broken out, and he gets eaten. And then Jill kind of just leaves the priest in there like, fucking, you reap what you sell. Whatever. Fine. But instead, they go, Fat Tujik gets two different personalities where he's coward in one scene and he's not a coward in another yeah pretty much and he gets uh liquored yeah he gets fucking numbed on like three liquors by in the lickety split fucking killed the restraints in this film are the flimsiest fucking things in the world talking about the priest and his sister i've never seen so many films where restraints are just immediately yeah, to be fair, Destroyed, it, looks, it, it looks like he's put very cheap wire... Like, you know those uh, cable ties, the wire cable ties? He likes You try to fucking pull yourself up out of them. What cable I couldn't tie? do that if they were tied anyway decently. In the second film, a zombie managed to like, pull metal restraints... Third film, sorry, a zombie pulls metal restraints off of him. Oh yeah, he just stands up and is like, fucking out. <laughs> but, um... I- Fucking dogs in the third film as well that managed to push out cables and shit. That, that's more fair, but they take off like the metal thing off the wall rather than just snapping. Restraints in this film, in this like universe, the material that he uses is so shit. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. I, I know I mentioned it before, but jump scare notifications. I hate them. Mm-hmm. And it it's relentless in this one. Every fucking time is the wow, yeah. Just to let you know, be scared. Something happened. We're gonna wake you up because you fell asleep. Because the rest of this film's fucking boring. So, what I um, right. So, just very quickly, what I like about liquors in the game, at least, is. They're not dependent on sight. They don't have fucking eyes, so obviously they're not dependent on sight. They listen to everything. If you fucking stand on glass, you're fucked. If you're walking past one, you can just about skirt past one. But, fine. Does it surprise you that I didn't know that? After having watched these three films, I'm not aware of that fact. Yeah, no, because in, in these films fucking liquors know everything apparently they know that the fucking three people are hiding in a little fucking uh, church confessional booth fucking they know that fucking fat Tujik is running down a hallway which to be fair he is probably heavy breathing and fucking whatnot. so <laughs> um, so yeah they fucking eat him and then they're crawling all over the fucking roof and whatnot. Jill comes back into the main hall after she sees Priest get fucking eaten on by his sister she shoots the sister afterwards <laughs> and possibly the priest to stop him from turning. Um, comes back in, jump scare of her getting grabbed by a fucking anonymous hand, which ends up being Peyton. Um, and then... Who wants to fucking take this bit? Because this is the dumbest scene in the film. 
you you go ahead. Yeah, okay. So I don't, yeah, I can so, physically like amalgamate. I've not watched shit enough films. So the nut dumb part to... is uh, Peyton and Jill go out to try and kill these fucking lickers because they're all climbing all over the, all over the roof, and if they want to get out or fucking survive at any degree of safety, they'll kill them. They don't kill any. They just fire willy nilly at the fucking roof, like guns up in the air, putt putt, whatever. Um, and then you hear a bike revving outside, and it's like, oh <laughs> shit, here comes the ass kicker. Somehow she jumps through a stained glass window that is like 20 feet in the air. On the bike, by the way, she jumps through with the bike, <laughs> jumps off the bike midair, lands on her feet. And then you know I think that's the best way of doing it. We do it absolutely like step by step. She shoots a cross that falls on one of the liquors. Yeah, she shoots like the chains that were holding up a cross. It falls on one of the liquors. One of the liquors just jumps at her and she blows its head off with a shotgun. And the last one, she goes back to the fucking bike, even though it should be completely fucked. It's just jumped through a fucking stained glass window 20 feet in the air. Um, Revs it off, sends it off down the fucking aisle of the fucking church. The liquor jumps at it and it flies into the air. And then she shoots the gas tank. And it blows up. Mm -hmm. Because that's what happens when you shoot petrol. Yeah, obviously. Immediately I mean, ignites. if it's if it's red, you know it's explosive. You know that's actually that's fairly in keeping <laughs> with game logic. So I'll let them have that one. I I don't want to put across like this scene is well made in any way, shape, or form because it isn't. Mm -hmm. uh, but I love this scene. This is the best scene in the entire film, possibly the uh, first three films in the franchise. I adore. No. This is a scene I laughed not quite the hardest at. This is a scene in the third one I laughed far fucking harder at. Uh -huh. But I I was pissing myself watching this thing. It just gets crazier and crazier. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, a lot of a lot of the scenes in this film, I'd be like, would a like trained person do that? Um, no. Most of the time, no. It's it's the case. Uh, well, I say most. All of the time, no. Um, well, the question is, did you enjoy it, scene? The scene? Um, yeah. It made me chuckle the first time I watched it, but every time I've watched it back since, I'm like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> that might be it. it was, I watched this for once when I was like nine, ten mm -hmm. years ago. Um and then I've watched it now. Yeah, when you're nine or ten, it's like, it's... oh, that was fucking cool. Alice, is I, a I think I'm ju I've seen it with fresh eyes, really. Yeah. For this one, and I, yeah, laughed my head off. Yeah. Um. It gets dumber, and that that's where this film I think shines when it allows itself to go as cheesy as possible yeah. and go as stupid as possibly not for a Resident Evil fan. But for someone who can't find any other joy in it, when it goes 
absolute schlock. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous Alice clones. <laughs> I just know for a fact that in the fourth film it's going to get fucking mental with that. Um, You'll be surprised. Anyway. um, Yeah, so after after that Jill asks who the fuck are you? And instead of going through, thankfully instead of going through the whole fucking synopsis of the first film, they go okay, let's let's just cut to the crazy pimp that's looking at zombie hookers. You fucking know there's some like deleted scene where it's who are you? And then it goes, I'm Alice. And then it cuts to the entire duration of the first film and then cuts <laughs> back. Yeah, I survived an umbrella fucking uh I survived in the hive, which was an underground umbrella facility like fuck off. We we get it. Just the um, nuke goes off halfway through her explanation. Yeah, I, I like to I like to think <laughs> this that scene that's cut out is basically the like, do you remember the seven minutes of like fucking exposition at the start of this film? It's that. <laughs> it's her just going, "I'm Alice." Blah 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 blah. I'd, I'd much rather see a pimp crashing because yeah, zombie, zombie hookers. hookers. Yeah. So you ever see um Robot Chicken with the zombies? No. Episode where uh, he goes out with a cheerleader, the nerd, and her tits fall off. No. I can only picture that. Okay. Think of the fat deposits, so they they just drop. Yeah. Just be horrible. I mean, kinda. I mean, um, so yeah, the the pimp sees tits and he's like, "Well, no, no." He makes a GTA reference, which is like um, the not the new like PlayStation Two GTA, like the old PlayStation One GTA. Like, I just ran over someone ten points. Like, yeah, okay, cool. It's back on the fucking. Bird eye view, isometric thing. Yeah. Um, and then I, I it is fucking life story for anyone who uh, listening in. I used to play GTA when I was a little kid. When I was about two years old. I played through Vice City with my dad. Um, fucking CPS. My dad doesn't have kids under the age of eighteen anymore, so he can't do him for this one. <laughs> but I used to call it the bleeding game. I used to point at people and tell my dad to bleed him. Oh, I, bleed them. I think I remember you saying, yeah, bleed them, daddy. Yeah, yeah I, I remember. Bleed them, daddy. Bleed her. Yeah, I remember. Bleed you the woman. That. Take her money. Bleed her. <laughs> if anyone wants to know why I'm currently in this fucking state of mind, <laughs> I've decided watching terrible films is a fun hobby. Um. Uh, yeah, it, he he was my favourite character of the lot. Uh, believable. He was. I, I usually have a go at two-dimensional stuff for a film like this where there's nothing else. No, okay, he's not believable in the slightest, but he's fun. Yeah. And I can enjoy watching that. Like, like he makes some funny comments. Like, he go, like directly after seeing the zombie, zombie titties, he runs into, like a, like, a donut shop, I think it is. I think that's supposed to be a reference because they're cops, they're like donuts, whatever. Anyway, um... He runs into there, meets a load. They all point guns at him, and he's like, ha, "Fuck you guys! My shit's custom." And he's like, he shows his waistband, and there's like two gold desert eagles in his fucking waist. Cause... Just quickly mention that they uh, all point guns at him in a circle. So if it had done anything, presumably yeah, they would have shot, each, shot other. each other. <laughs> Again, special tactics and rescue. Here we go. Um, this is like their SWAT of the city, but 
Whatever. Or like if anyone had snuck up behind them, or if indeed anyone had come through the back, if he wasn't alone, any number of things. This is a terrible formation for. Yeah, not the smartest apparently. No. Um, there's one sniper on the roof with a cowboy hat, and he thinks it's fucking great fun to. Well, to be fair, he's shooting zombies in the head. I think I'd find that great fun. Um, but. Um, it, does that make me a psycho? I couldn't give a fuck. No, no. Um, I think fucking Tallahassee, as he said, enjoy the little things. Yeah. Um, Harmless. So, this is where the fucking nemesis turns up and pretty much comes in with a rocket launcher and a Gatling gun, one in each hand, because he is built to fuck. Um fucking blows up the one dude on the fucking roof with the rocket launcher because that's a good use of a rocket launcher shot. Overkill, yeah. Um, Any use of a rocket yeah, launcher I would have used, use would have used the rocket launcher on the 12 inside the room. Just me. But whatever. Like, from what I've said, he, he was never incapacitated until obviously he was impaled by Alice. Uh-huh. Like He was shot endlessly. He could have probably just walked and punched them. Yeah. Yeah, to be fair, he could have probably just fucking walked He could have done whatever he fucking wanted. Fucking just slammed them together. Like, but whatever, fine. It was like a test combat scenario for him anyway, and apparently that was a success. Um, he blows away all the fucking Stars unit members and leaves fucking Mike Epps on his own, apparently, because he wasn't a threat. I, again, would have shot him anyway, but whatever. Uh, Is that... The, does the nemesis, like, pick and choose its targets? Yeah, basically it picks its choose, picks and chooses its targets because apparently the people that were standing around one dude in a circle aiming guns at him were more of a threat than the dude with two gold-plated desert eagles. W- would it um, kill a civilian if it was in the way? Now, in the game... In the game, it fucking kills anyone. It kills everyone because it's program programmed to basically more or less hunt the stars unit, but to like uh, kill anyone that uh, might spread information about Umbrella being the cause. So it's, and you see him then, yeah. yeah, would kill him fucking instantly. Um, but in this, it's like nah. He's safe. We can go. Um, I suppose he's being nuked, to be fair. Yeah, but... Still? You know what just occurred to me? Yeah. Like, it's it, quite a big thing, right? The Nemesis. It, it weighs quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Do you think you could get him on a helicopter? See, now that's that, a... that's the thing. Um, in In the remake of 3... He is brought in via helicopter, so yes. Plus, okay, plus helicopters like take jeeps and shit. So, oh, yeah, I mean, it wasn't that big yeah, the one they had. Yeah, it wasn't but... that big, but oh, there you go, fair enough. Yeah. Um... Uh, yeah, I mean, outside of Nemesis, you then got the cemetery scene, which is really ridiculous. Yeah, where it's the fuck. So none of the games have zombies crawling. Actually. 
Code Veronica does. But I th- That's one of the shit ones when I was looking. Yeah. What I thought it was when shit. I, was told to I, avoid. Was, I thought it was shit when it came out, but apparently people are like, no, it's great now. It's one of those Oh thi- fuck those yeah, people it, hipsters. Yeah. So um that game had like zombies crawling out of the ground. I think because they were infected before they were put there and then obviously put there and then it was like trap haha got your motherfuckers bullshit yeah um so that doesn't happen in the games uh but it shouldn't happen in this by any standard of logic it happens in the thriller video (laughs) 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 I, i didn't hear no vincent price doing an overlay on yeah that would have made this film a lot fucking better um but if having vincent price do the opening I'd, yeah. I'd listen yeah, instead to of, the backstory instead exposition. Instead of Mila Jones. I think we hear enough of her. <laughs> Even if you have the fucking guy from um, How It Should Have Ended. That deep voice, bold twat. Yeah. I'd listen to that. Just anyone but Mila fucking Jovovich. Yeah, that's fair. That's I'm not watching... I, I don't watch the films after we've done them because I'm fucking sick of them. <laughs> no matter what they are. I'm never watching a Mila Jovovich film again. Now. Until I have to watch the rest of the fucking Resident Evil films. Yeah, I'm going to make you watch Monster Hunter, motherfucker. Oh, God. I have to watch right. this shit that you make me watch. Yeah, uh, that whole thing's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, uh, ne- Nemesis suit, generally, I did forget to mention, uh, looks really good, I think. Yeah, it looks exactly like the fucking game. Like, when you look at any promotion for Resident Evil 2... Uh, sorry... Resident Evil 3 Nemesis. Um, it's literally fucking, sh- like, bit for bit the same fucking creature. Yeah. It's great. Uh, apparently, it was like a £60 suit that the stuntman could only get into for about 15 minutes at a time. That fight scene uh, must have took ages to fucking record. A few days, I'd imagine. Yeah. It would have been a fucking nightmare. Unless they just had him like out of the suit for a bit. Yeah, like you've got five minutes, take your break, and then get back in there. You cunt. <laughs> but um, yeah. Um, with this, we we kind of have the plots kind of culminating with a deal made to get Angela, because they, the um, the guy Doctor Ashford, are they are they game based? I know you get a load of doctors in it. Oh, you've got a. Uh, is who in based on the game? Is Doctor Ashford? Um, I think one of the main creators of the virus in the games. Again, this is called Veronica, so I'm not entirely sure. I thought it was shit, so I didn't finish it. Um, there, there's a twin. There's a set of twins called the Ashfords, as far as I remember. Okay, but so it's it's a little nod. Yeah, the dude the. The guy is a cross-dresser because his sister is incubating. And he... Well, I'm taking a guess he here that... Alex Ashford, that's his name, I think. Yeah, I'm taking a guess here that um, this isn't a direct parallel. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, so. think that the girl gets pregnant and then her dad cross-dresses as her. Try to keep that a secret. That would be weird. Yeah. Um... <laughs> It'd make for one hell of a film. <laughs> but that would be really, really weird. 
Uh, but yeah, the the lack of communication between him and the main guy mm-hmm. facilitates the entire plot. Yeah. If at any point it has said, oh, yeah, this camera system tells me where she fucking is and I can get people to go get her, then we send in one helicopter to go pick up two of your guys and the girl. Mm-hmm. Just do that. And a pimp. Yes. Yeah. Why the fuck not? And then Alice, I can tell you where Alice is if you want to send your monster after her. And we do the same standoff, but we do it at the school instead. Yeah. We no do it dies. through a camera instead of having to be there, you dumb cunt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It'd be a bit awkward having the phone system to give orders. But Alice on you, you're going to have to fight the nemesis, put the nemesis on. To be fair, and if you that. just put the nemesis and her in the same room, she's shown that she's willing to fight the bastard. Because she yeah. fights him after the graveyard scene. That's fair. So I think if Nemesis just showed up and he's like, I'm gonna fucking eat the shit out of you if you like if you're anywhere near me she'd be like, Okay, I'm gonna fucking beat this guy up now, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> we might as well push through that. Um Penton's shot shit by the Nemesis. Yeah, after fighting through the the, the graveyard, they yep. they're on a bridge. Alice kind of gets this fucking tingly sensation, like a fucking spidey sense, and it's like, oh, there's something down that way, and a shitload of fucking bullets races past her, kills Peyton, doesn't kill Jill, even though she's standing like less than two feet away from Peyton when he drops. She openly stands and fires back. Uh, Alice jumps down and has a kinda punch up with it kinda um less a punch up more just a beat down yeah she kind of she gets the shit kicked out of her she fires guns at him gets close gets her ass kicked and then runs away uh leaves via garbage disposal shoots a shoots a hole in the wall where the garbage disposal is and then slides down into it and I think we get the only like proper cut in the game. Like, there's a fucking um, where she gets scraped on on the sides of the thing. Mm. At the only time I think we see blood for most of it. Yeah. Except for the liquor shit. I mean, I, it, I wouldn't even say it's the mo- like it's the a gruesome scene, but it's like the closest that you're gonna get in this. Close you're going to get to proper injury. Yeah. She, where it, it feels like a horror film. Yeah, she basically falls down this garbage disposal. Her hand hits like a grate and it dislocates her finger. And um, the nemesis looks down, fires a rocket down there. It's like, all right, she's dead. My job's done. Um, and then you see like a... You just see her pop the finger back in. It's the closest you're going to get to gruesome in this, I guess. Um, this being a film with giant liquors, zombies, and nemesis. Yeah. Um, it's the closest you're going to get to gruesome, really, in all three. Yeah, to be fair. Thinking about it. Except the dogs. Dogs are an exception that are really well done throughout mm-hmm. the whole, to be fair. Um yeah, really, Kate. Then, 
Yeah, all converging on the school, including our lovable pimp, LJ. Yeah. Uh, oh, if, we haven't if, mentioned Carlos how, or Nikolai yet. That's because I don't give a fuck about Carlos or Nikolai. Yeah, that's to be fair, yeah. You're welcome to tap on that. Uh, Nikolai and Carlos have a friend called Yuri. He gets bitten. They're fighting through the streets. They kill a load of zombies. They watch a woman jump off a roof. Uh... They go to a mall sort of thing where they see the weapons for the fucking nemesis being dropped off, thinking it's... It creates a way too fucking small. Yeah. Um, Sees that, kills Yuri Zombie, they get a phone call from a mobile, they turn up at the school. There you go. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Acting-wise, they're nothing special, they're nothing terrible. Yeah. They don't shut themselves up. Uh, there's a few dumb things in it, like a door being used to block a grenade at one point. Yeah. Um, I mean, his fingers would have been fucked from holding up the door, but... Fine. Oh, yeah. And uh, I, I love at no point the guy who threw the grenade had a plan. He's just gonna die. I mean, he was bitten, so fuck him. I'd leave him on the other side of the door at that point. <laughs> well, they look, they look confused when Yuri fucking got up as a zombie. Yeah. They look surprised. Yeah, um, yeah they, seem, they seem to know... Yeah, so in the game, uh, the Umbrella Corporation hires mercenaries on like an outside the business basis. So it's like, you're part of the company, but you're only if we need like military solutions to whatever. You're basically our like, I think they're called the Umbrella Rescue Team or some shit, RCS or... Or US or anyway, they've got like they're branded by fucking Umbrella, but they're not actually part of Umbrella. They're like mercenaries, um, a conglomerate that's outside. Yeah, kind of thing. And yeah. I don't know if they're the same in this because it sounds like they know that there's a virus and that there's a cure to it and all that shit. So meh. I did love that scene where they uh, go up to the building. She says, "I've seen what happens when you get bit." We can help you. Yeah, we've got the cure. There's no going back. And then she's like, no, I've seen what happens. Bye. <laughs> and trust falls off the edge of her building. Just depressed, and this is a final push that she needed yeah. in her life. It's like, actually I just needed an excuse, goddammit. Now I'm bitten, I have that excuse. <laughs> That's really depressing. <laughs> but, um, yeah... So everyone converges on the fucking school to get away from that fucking dumpster fire. Um, Is it Terry, the reporter? Yeah, Terry. So, right. You go to a school to go pick up a like, very a child girl. A... Who should definitely be dead. Yeah. You know, I, I want to ask this now before I forget. So is she invisible? Because she has the T virus in her. No, she's but, just immune to it. So why did nothing rip her fucking throat out? Uh, the the way the virus works is it doesn't make them, or at least in the game, it doesn't make them hungry. It literally the 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 means of the virus is just to transfer the virus. All right. So okay. it's like once I've bitten you, I can carry on eating, but if I've bitten you. I'm pretty sure the job's done, so let's hunt someone else. You do get scenes where they continue to eat someone because there's fuck all else around. So why do they attack Alice? 
yeah, that's 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 the thing. I don't know. To be fair, is she is she mean? She's never bitten. Yeah, she uh, as she's already got the T virus. Yeah, but it's mutated with her blood, apparently. So, which is never explained yeah. really. So, um, eh? No. Yes. Wesker's got the T virus as well, right? Wesker's just a whole lot of fucked up. Um, in this, I don't know what's up with him. I don't know why he's got glowy eyes or any of that shit. Um, in in this, maybe he's just got like contacts in because he was sad that he's been left behind as the cool kid. Yeah, probably. Glowy contacts. Um, yeah, with the school zombie children, you don't see it very often. No. Um, Fair. Angela's a cunt for not warning anyone. I I will say. If it, you're a police officer, you know how all this works, and you've probably done this a few times. Not fucking go into a fucking zombie-infested church or school or anything, but if you go, all right, I'm looking for a child girl at her school, would she be in the basement? I know most children are fucking scared of basements. I'm going to go check the basement. Would you leave? Maybe, the maybe least... she's checking the basement because she knows that's the least likely place there's going to be zombies, and she doesn't have to deal with any of that shit. Yeah, but you send the woman that's only ever held a camera to the mo- on her own. Yeah, on her own to the most dangerous part. In my head, fucking... in my head, at least the lo- most logical thing for me is a child's hiding in the school. There's been some kind of catastrophe. She's hiding in the school. I'd think high ground because kids prefer to be like up high on something, and in a safe place that she's familiar with, maybe her classroom. A locker. Yeah. Uh, like fucking something that isn't the basement. And if I had two other people that didn't know what the fuck they were doing. There's one gang-banging pimp that has two fucking gold-plated guns. I'd assume he's good with them. I'll send him wherever the fuck I don't care. I'll, I'll let him get killed. I'll send him to the basement. Um, take Terry along with you. Yeah. And well, she gets eaten. I'd be like, Terry, come with me or come with fucking dipstick over here with fucking... Oh, here you go. He's got two gold-plated guns. Take one of his. They're deagles, so don't fucking fire it because that would... She's given a gun yeah. and says that she can't fire it and then they respond with it's easy, just aim for the head. Yeah. It isn't. It really isn't that simple. I can just imagine a scene where she goes in, clicks it and goes oh, the safety's on. Yeah. I don't know what to press. Oh, I'm dead. Yeah. There's there's just a whole, of a whole load of fucked up things that could happen. She could have gave, him, uh, gave her a fucked up gun that could jam... Like any any number of things <coughs> can happen at this point. But does she all talk to Ada in the films? I'm just thinking maybe she hates Asian people. Uh, in the films, the one. yeah, in the games, in the, all the films, the, uh, does Jill talk to Ada? In the games, I don't think they ever actually meet. Maybe Jill just yeah. Maybe Jill just hates yeah, Asians. Maybe she's and it was just something like, unknown. oh, that fucking Asian bitch is coming. I'm gonna fucking leave now. <laughs> Um, as far away from her as possible. I mean, the, the whole school fucking thing. The don't split up ever. The zombie ch- zombie children's the only good part of it, and they fuck off after because the 
game doesn't have the ball. The film doesn't have the balls to kill children. There's no film ever has the balls to kill children. Yeah, Even zombie children. Give Kieran a film where they kill children Bullshit. already. God damn it! Yeah, let me see killing kids. Should they kill off Terry? They're just That's tiny people. You kill people a lot. Midget. Yeah, they kill midgets a lot. To be fair, yeah. they're tiny people. Dinklage um, gets killed in uh, in Bruges, mistaken for a kid. They kill midgets, but kids kids are never. It's always like a big thing, like Bridge to Terry Biffier and shit. It's always the like plot point of a whole film. You never just get a random kid killing. Yeah. It's not questioned. Oh yeah, Angela's a cunt and really should have warned everyone. Yeah. That oh yeah, there's killer children. If they are not going to attack her, which I'm presuming they aren't because she's seen the dogs, she should have been standing like in the front entrance. I will say, this school has the most fucked up map that I can think of. Because... Yeah. Uh, I assume Jill goes down to the basement, she doesn't find anything. And then she comes back up, um, goes, oh... Maybe the reporter woman's dead because I'll I'll go check on her floor. Goes to check on her floor, finds... Oh, yeah, she's actually dead. Finds the girl, and then she finds, like, the kitchen? The, caf- the cafeteria and kitchen. Are the those two. usually kept on second floors? No. No, because you usually get deliveries and shit. <laughs> and it, oh, yeah, it's yeah, a lot yeah, more yeah, convenient. Yeah. To deliver to a ground floor. Yeah. So To the first floor, it's a lot easier. So, yeah, she goes in... Either she goes into a kitchen that's on the second floor, or she comes down to the first floor, ignores gangbanging Pimp and uh, Carlos, goes to the kitchen and then gets attacked. Which I don't Pretty think Pretty much... By the killer dogs. Yeah, she so um Gangbanger almost gets eaten. Um unfortunately Carlos saves him, shoots him in that shoots the zombie in the head, and it's like, Yep, looks like we're teaming up together to come fucking kill some shit and find the girl. Um Nikolai um sorry. Uh Jill is with Angela going through the kitchen and uh, they lose. She loses the gun, or she drops it, even though she's supposed to have two. Um, drops. She, is she properly doing a Lara, Car- uh, Lara Croft cosplay? Yeah, with the she's, whole two-gun pistol thing. She's got dual holsters, both of which have guns. She's dropped one. She gave one to the fucking woman, which has already been eaten. So I don't see why she wouldn't pick it back up. Um, and then. Yeah, so she drops the one gun after being chased by the dogs. She goes to try and grab a meat cleaver, turns around, snaps a zombie's neck that tried to grab her and eat her. Um, turns back round, zombie, zombie dog, sorry, um, runs out. Um, Nikolai turns up and is like, I've got this beach, gets eaten. Um, Pretty much instantly. Yeah. Uh, pretty much turns up and is like, yeah, I'm a badass. Gets eaten. Um, then... I mean, I've, I've seen Call of Duty. If you have a dog land on you and you don't snap its neck instantly, you're getting... <laughs> That's how it always works. 
Um, I was always shit at that. I fucking there was Call of Duty Modern Warfare fourth level on that meat when meat fucking dies. I hated that. Killed by the dog every time. I never miserable. I've not played any Call of Duty. Actually, I played Black Ops one. Fuck. Um, yeah, I, it, it comes, culminates. Obviously, you get the gas stoves being burnt off. Every uh, Jill wants to blow it up. Her lighter doesn't work. Yeah. And then Alice comes in, the badass that she is, presumably to some rock music behind her or some like rocky fucking music. Yeah. Tosses in a cigarette and then, with the most fireproof coat I think I've ever seen in film, she'd have been a fucking popsicle. After that shit, to, to be been fair, burning. There, there are fireproof um, like mats and shit like that. So I, I, I should have been uh, fuck that, off with that. That whole thing. That's not the problem that back. I have. Oh, she wouldn't have been Alice on chain. She'd have been Alice on fire. The, the, that's not uh, the thing that I have a problem with. The thing that I have a problem with is she let Jill pretty much cook. And she's like, nah, I'll just protect this little girl that I don't know. <laughs> and she's like, eh. She could put Jill in that, that fucking fireproof thing, but nah. Uh, these children have given a weird amount of protection in these two films. Yeah. Then I just allow the crows to peck them to death in the third one. And then the whole scene of I'm taking the fireproof jacket off and she's infected yeah, how do you know that? Because you're infected. Uh, nah, and then okay, that's the other thing for you. Um, do, do like infected people have a weird smell thing where they can tell? Yeah, maybe it's just like a fucking like um... pheromones. Is it? I don't know. Maybe it's just like an X-ray vision. It's like they can just see the fucking virus flowing through uh, them and shit, and just like I, I, like I, from what I gather, ninety percent of the games minus Wesker. Um, you can tell if something's infected. Yeah, I mean, it, by sight. it looks like a fucking corpse. Is there anything bar Wesker that looks normal? I say normal. Wesker looks like a fucking Matrix cosplayer. Um, looks like he got jacked from Blade right. and went with it. So but normal, relative. Normal in everyday life? No. Um, according to the game... Mr. X, who we talked about earlier. The giant, like, 11-foot fucking albino. The, like, 10-foot tall, fucking roided-out fuckhead. They think putting a trench coat and a fedora (laughs) on that is, like, that's his covert mode. Presumably, like, draw the head of a child on his stomach and pretend it's three children in a trench coat. Mate. Wandering about on top of each other's heads. He is built to fuck. And he is tall as fuck. And they're like, trench coat and fucking fedora. Look at him go. He'd be better off giving him like a WrestleMania costume. Yeah, he, they might as well fucking put him at like a, a, a Randy Savage fucking flared trousers, boots, and fucking like cowboy hat with glasses. And they'd be like, yep, Gold there dust, you go. same fit. <laughs> it, it'd fit in fucking more then. It'd been less intimidating, Grant. Yeah. But, but oh, okay, right, fair enough. But either way, you can tell it's a fucking T virus thing off by sight. So I, no one knows how they can tell. Mm-hmm. They can sniff it on each other, whatever the fuck. Yeah, it's never brought up again either, which is a shame. I think really, um, 
like sniff vision might be nice if some covert stuff. Uh, more backstory. Yeah. As well, which like, I, I I love it. Backstory, I really do love it. Yeah, I love watching it. I, I mm, num num num. Um. So, I, I love them. <laughs> they get into like a car and start driving off, and they give Alice a camera. Yeah. And they they like say, "Oh, can you talk about what it is?" And she starts off with, "I can't." I'm going to paraphrase a bit here, but it's like. So Umbrella's this corporation that makes pharmaceuticals, which from what I gather in this world would be like me finding something about Amazon and saying, so Amazon, in case you don't know, it's this corporation that yeah. gives stuff online. Yeah. It's like, I, at this point, everyone knows who Umbrella is in this universe. They literally make everything. Their fucking logo are on everything. Like nine in ten homes have their shit on yeah. them. Like, they take their drugs, they take their fucking technology, they use it to fucking turn their ceiling fan on and off. They they know who Umbrella is. It's like us not knowing who fucking Sony are or some shit. Basically, all that. And she starts off with that. Um, you find out that Angela's dad is the one who originally created the fucking virus, which, again, again in the game, not true. Um... Or partially true, but not completely. Um, and he did it to basically stop her from being a cripple. He basically injects her with the T-virus and gives her the antivirus every day to basically fight this fucking degenerative Which means disease. that they directly stole this shit from Charles Xavier's storyline in X-Men, the original comics. Pretty much. Um... Yeah, it just means she heals faster when she's got the T-virus in her and antivirus and all that shit. And she, it's like a daily thing where she just has to inject herself. Which So presumably she's dead or crippled mm-hmm. by the time the next film comes. Well, she's not around, so she's yeah, dead. Presumably. I assume they... I mean, there's no way for her to get any fucking more, any more antivirus anymore. So I assume she's dead. Just dead. Um, I, I'd prefer crippled than I forget my fucking Zombrex for a day and I'm dead. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, maybe. I, I haven't noticed well, like, her in any of the other films, but... After her dad dies, Umbrella, a, a piece of shit company? She's going to be cut loose. Yeah. After, uh, after rescuing Angela from the school, uh, her dad... Oh, they call up the dad... Oh, they get a phone call from the dad, and he's like, "There's a helicopter that's not really supposed to be for you guys, but it's the last plate, the last helicopter leaving the city before the bombs go off, which is a fucking very close um, timeline, by the way." Um, yeah, make sure you run it if you want to leave. Bye. Then he gets found out. Um. Apparently, it's what Big Bad Dude wanted. Timothy Colonel Dude wanted. Um, he wanted an, a way to get Alice towards the fucking helipad or whatnot. Um, and then they come up with the most convoluted way for them to attack the heli base or the helipad possible. Oh, I can only like see the fucking out. 
the plan. They've got out. It looks like some wily coyote shit. Yeah. Alice is going to go onto a random building while Carlos goes into direction hyperfire. Alice is then going to trapeze down the building for some reason. Yeah, I assume it's like, all right, Alice, you climb up this side of the building. You kill whoever's on the roof. You fucking zip tie your uh, zip line your way down the building while running and firing at people. Um. Carlos is going to walk in with a knife and start stabbing people, if I remember correctly. Yes, and obviously we do this all while they have CCTV footage around the entire city CCTV and can watch our footage, movements. Exactly. Assault rifles, submachine guns, pretty much everything. They have body armor. Um, multiple helicopters. Yeah, multiple helicopters, you know. And, you know, just a lot of bad shit. Um Umbrella are the most useless fucking company. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, going from the games, they fucked up a lot in, in that too, so it plays. Yeah, so there's a lot of bloodless uh, killing of like people getting their throats slit and no blood coming out. Um, breaking of necks. That's so and... fucking lame. Yeah. It's just rubbish. Just seeing the fucking people going down with that sound as no blood comes out and they're faceless like you can't see shit on them mm-hmm. it's it's every complaint people yeah. had about that i want to i want to point out i think umbrella at this point are like motorcycle helmets they're they they good <laughs> bullets and shit right fucking going they are properly going down the blade cosplay right yeah at this point they they have motorcycle helmets with the fucking tinted visors, like Alice puts like um, a truncheon through one of them. Uh, that that Good guy's see fucking how, dead, uh, but there's no blood coming out of him. But whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's like it reminds me of that fucking the game they put out that I know everyone complained about, and I heard offhand um, Operation Raccoon City was it where you played a faceless. Yeah, you play like umbrella. Uh, you play umbrella goons that are like, we need to go in and kill these specific things. And you don't even play as Hunk. Nope. That's, you, that's you the real Hunk. travesty. <laughs> of course you yeah. do. And he's one of the the people's. You play one of his, um, not descendants, but his like trained people. <laughs> his people under his command. Yeah, there you go. No, he's not a fucking cult leader. His descendants. Yeah. I, Praise be I, to the I cult of I was trying to figure out how the fuck to explain it. It's like the person Our he trained. The person he trained. <laughs> dude's called Vector. And yes, I have played that game too. Um, yeah, it's like that though. That game is just fucking crap. You can't see who you're killing. It's just nameless zombies. Mm-hmm. Nameless Umbrella Corporation people. No character to it. Same thing in this. I don't give a fuck about violence with nameless goons yeah. unless there's a lot of blood there. If there's a load of fucking blood and big explosions then I'll watch it. There's nothing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Which uh, I hate to say the battle between Nemesis and um Alice is I hate it as well. It's Oh yeah, no, you like, you're not the only one. Nemesis like stands there because he can't be fucked to move. Yeah, he literally stands in one spot, waits for Alice to beat the shit out of him, swings the right hook, misses, gets his ass kicked again, 
thinks, oh fuck, I'm getting my ass kicked, and pulls like a metal, a, a, he pulls like a metal girder out of the wall, mm. and um, snaps off a very right-angled sharp piece that you know he'll be kicked into later. Um, it's fairly well telegraphed. Yeah. So uh, he takes a few swings with this metal girder, gets his ass kicked by Alice because she's been given two batons, beats the shit out of him. Katanas, not even batons. No, they, they were batons. Like they were like fucking... Oh, they yeah. were batons. You think like, it's it, so much for fucking yeah, they, fair fight Yeah, they're not going to give him well. fucking batons. Uh, sorry, they're not going to give him katanas. So much for fair fight, either way. Yeah. Like this whole thing about, oh, get his guns off of yeah, him. Yeah, get his guns we'll off give him. Alice fucking... Make it a hand-to-hand combat. He, he pulls off a fucking weapon, and it's like, well, he's got a weapon, let's give Alice one, instead of her making one herself, like he did. Battlefield ingenuity, whatever. Yeah, it's fucking... It's women being given everything. Sexism in the umbrella workplace there. <laughs> being brought up to the same level. Um, Bullshit. Uh, oh, yeah, before, before like continue on, completely forgot. Um, retard head of organisation, he shoots the head scientist? Yeah. Because Alice refuses to fight Nemesis, shoots the head scientist, and his justification is, I don't even care about these people. So why didn't you shoot them first? No, I think... I think his point was I'm willing to kill like the most important person here just to get used to to fight. I don't even care about the rest of them. Yeah, but why not just shoot the rest of them? What? Why shoot him? Alice doesn't give a fuck about him, so just shoot the child. Yeah, that's true. Or, or shoot Jill. Yeah. Or any of the other. Shoot the pimp. Mm-hmm. Like, Alice will still fight the fucker. You've still made the point of, yeah, I will shoot them. But you don't have to kill a major scientist and explain that later. Well, sir, yes, I need to get Alice to fight a giant monster. What was the purpose of that? I don't really know. We seem to have a lot of tests where Alice just does something for no real reason. And we fund that. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's fair. In in my head, I was like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Because if, if he kills the person that means the most to him, He's more likely to kill everyone else as well. So well, let's do it. The idea of that—they—they they shoot. He shoots him to say to prove, "Oh, I can shoot these people," rather than shooting those people. Yeah. Just cut out the fucking middleman and shoot them. Not all of them. Just one. Yeah, shoot one of them. It proves it just as equally, and you don't have to kill a head scientist. That you're gonna to have to fucking explain later. Yeah. Um, that you know, I've, I've, yeah, we're gonna go into a lot in the third film as well, mm-hmm. and there's something we're actually. I know Alice isn't in it, but do Umbrella have random tests that are seemingly entirely fucking pointless of people just doing combat ops that have no real reason? Is that a consistent thing in the games? Um... I don't know how better to explain that. Like entirely pointless tests, like this shit with the battle between Nemesis and Alice that don't seem to do anything, or the Alice runs in the third film where they get Alice clones to run a gambit and get killed every time, like Ninja fucking Death Warrior. I mean, the games are more, as weird as this sounds, the games are more realistically based. So 
Oh, that's not that's not weird at all. It'd have to be utterly ridiculous to be less realistic yeah, than this. Yeah, I shit. feel weird saying that about a zombie apocalypse game about some miracle plants that give you super juju and shit like that. But but if, if it was good enough for Anaconda, then it's clearly good yeah, enough for Yeah, clearly. Uh... Um, but no, uh, there are tests, like, we need battle test data on, like, fucking this, this, and this, but they're all used, like, oh, we also have this other reason for sending it off, like, um, we need it to kill us any witnesses, so we need to kill fucking this, that, and the other. We need to kill the stars unit because they've fucked with our shit enough times. But we also need battle test data as well, so it's a good, good thing to try and test out. But um, yeah, it's never okay. That that makes some sense. It, it's never just like fight. Because we've built these two things and we want to see which one's better. It's never, it's never. Oh, let's put the nemesis against the fucking um, Mister X. It's like a fucking fourteen-year-old like, on comic book battles. Yeah. It's just oh, can we have Batman fucking fight Nemesis now? Superman fight him. Who's the best? It's not how these things fucking work. You have proper ordained tests. It's scientific. Yeah. It's not can this person beat it's not can my dad beat up your dad? <laughs> Fuck me. But yeah, I, I don't <clears throat> And even if I don't think e I don't think even if they did do that in the games, I don't think it would be like, well well, it lost, so kill it. I think it would be like, oh, it lost. All right, let's see what we can learn from that to improve it or whatever. Whereas, in- well, again, I I go back to like he goes to his superior after this to justify it all. sits down in a room with him, and it's like, oh yes, sir, yes, the nemesis. Oh, how's that going? Uh, well, not great. I uh, destroyed it. Yeah. He did what? Yeah, I destroyed it. Yeah, that that like billion pound project we had. Yeah, I destroyed it. Why did you destroy it? Oh, it was killed by Alice. Not killed, sorry. It was beaten by Alice. She she beat in hand-to-hand combat. So, because of that, um, I'm going to destroy it. <clears throat> yeah, you'd be killed. Yeah. Like, working for fucking Umbrella, you're, you're on a tightrope, mate. Yeah, I think at that point it would be like, alright, you're going to be the new nemesis. Um, we're just going to turn <laughs> you into that because you're a fuck-up. And... Why not... Um, so it, after after Alice kind of refuses to kill the nemesis, there's this whole, oh, it's gonna fucking kill Alice, woo, and apparently the nemesis gets a conscience and starts fighting along the other survivors, like they fight, it well, fights with Carlos, sorry, alongside Carlos and Alice and Jill. On their side, like man. The, the chemistry that Matt and Alice shared in the last film. Oh yeah, totally. Do you remember us telling how much? Or uh, remember us saying how much screen time they had together and how much? How much? Twenty-five minutes. 
I'm I'm to not think. even that. It was like five minutes. They they had the first scene where they're like, "Oh, fucking, you're a policeman." That was like th- ten seconds. Then they had the scene where it's like, "Uh, my sister, she died in here, and I snapped her neck and whatever." Then there was the scenes like, "You fucking set up my sister. You're a traitor." Fucking blah blah blah. And then it's the exit scene where it's like, "Oh, he's infected. Don't take him away from me." That that's it. That was like three minutes of screen time. <laughs> yeah, and their love um, bonded clearly. Yeah. So much chemistry. It, so much. It makes more sense than Paul W. S. Anderson falling in love with Mila Jovich. These are the I shit. mean, he's seen her m- naked multiple times thanks to these films. God damn it! So I think most people have. I think now. he stress tests that them goods enough. <laughs> do you think? Um. <laughs> Oh, that, that should never be used in the context of a woman. <laughs> <laughs> that term. What? Stress test. <laughs> stress tested. That that makes you sound like a psychopath. Yeah, I'm going to leave that in. Um, I couldn't give a fuck. Uh, so. You know what? The, the last like 10 minutes I'm going to leave to you because I think I fell asleep. Yeah, so. Um, so. As. Nemesis is fucking going on its killing spree. It it blows up a helicopter which it doesn't move out the way for, so it falls on it and dies. Fine. There's some other bullshit where Alice is running through like a fucking fully glass palisade and gets shot at by a helicopter. Uh, she does this trick that's taken from Code Veronica as well, where uh, she drops a gun and as it's falling to the ground, she grabs it and shoots. Um, yeah, I hate that. Yeah, I, ha- I hate that too. She'd have been fucking Swiss cheese. I wouldn't even mind. Even in the game, I hated it because... Right, so it's Claire Redfield that does it in the game. She's just a person. She doesn't have any super quick reflexes. She's not like any of that shit. It's just... Meh. Anyway, so that all happens. She fights all the way through... Um, fucking executive gets onto the helicopter it's like fly away and dickhead is like I don't know how to fly this because I only drive a Cadillac and then gets punched in the face I like that line that's a fucking good line sure it is (laughs) anyway uh, they all get back onto the helicopter like we're gonna leave Alice takes douchebag over to the exit like it wouldn't mean anything if you kill me. It doesn't solve anything. And then Alice goes, it's a start. Throws him off the helicopter. He breaks his legs. He gets munched on by like 300 zombies. He has three fucking bullets in his gun and doesn't shoot himself immediately. Yeah. Like, shoots shoots three zombies and then goes to shoot himself and it clicks. Why not just shoot yourself? Yeah. It's not like you're going to fucking kill 300 zombies with... A magazine of a gun, just shoot yourself, be done with it, it's fine. Um, so yeah, uh, all that shit happens. Um, literally 30 seconds, they're 30 seconds away from the city when the nuke goes off. That sends a load of shit weird, apparently, and sends metal flying towards the child. And just when you think, hey, there's gonna be a kid dying in this just for Kieran's sake. Alice steps in front of it, takes it to the chest, 
maybe maybe what uh, maybe what uh, W.S. Anderson says in his bedroom um, <laughs> then yeah Jace the, the other doc uh, sorry one of the other scientists an Isaac dude turns up Ian Glenn yeah Ian Glenn turns oh. up um, takes the corpse of Alice puts it into this like hibernation tube like case thing and then the last five minutes of the film is like Alice having amnesia again. She very quickly realizes what her name and everything. She goes to stab someone with a pen, but that would have been too violent for this film. So she starts beating people up instead. Um, and then as she's walking out, she makes a dude who's looking at security footage have hemorrhages and bleed from his eyes, nose, ears and mouth and die and then she just wanders out where Carlos and Jill are like, by the way Carlos and Jill are on the news with their faces planted everywhere and they wander into an umbrella facility like yep, we're part of Umbrella, come on we're taking her away with us now Umbrella are the most fucking incompetent people Around. I, I know people are going to be like, well, they did. Dr. Isaacs did actually call them up and say, let them go. But I'm pretty sure if it was an umbrella facility, they'd have gates where they'd have security staffed on there. And they'd be like, oh, you're them cunts that fucking tried to get us like shut down. Bang, dead. Oh, yeah, they got that far. And only then were fucking yeah. questioned when they brought Alice out. Mm hmm. Yeah, so it, then it jumps to, like, oh, my name is Alice and blah, blah, blah. And then it jumps to cuts to the, like, the loads of news camera footage of, like, the what actually attack, uh, the attack that happened in Raccoon City. And, oh, it, it, real life footage that came out. And, like, it jump cuts to, oh, it was all a hoax by Jill Valentine and Carlos Oliveira. And, uh, um, and then it just goes to credits, thankfully. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> the ending to the ten minutes should have been cut. Yeah. Fucking like everything from possibly the helicopter crash. You know what? Before that, you know, when they left on the helicopter, everything from there onwards, go get it out. Yeah, I would have been either that or just after Alice died. And be like, there you go, done, fine, whatever. And then the third one, just be like, oh, you don't know. And then you'll have the... Right, so in three, there's clones. I think we've brought that up before. But in three, there's clones. It could be like, oh, is she a clone? Is she not? I think think probably Mm. emphasize that it's not clone, it's clones. Yeah. Um, And not like two or three. Yeah. Oh, oh, to be fair, I did watch, again, I watched this one on Amazon, and it was like, oh, in the pit there are 86 Alices. I'm like, who the fuck stood there and counted? Oh, that's a bit fucking creepy. Yeah. Uh, that's either, that's either, to be fair, someone on production um, just counted how many people were around to pay mm-hmm. on the day, uh, or that's someone who sat down, watched the film, God knows how many times, and paused on the dead Alice pit. And counted them individually. While jacking off, do you think? 
Is that too far? Oh, there'd be no other reason yeah. to. <laughs> it, it just had to justify it to someone of why he had the number 86 fucking posted around his room. So don't send it into Amazon for them to look over. Yeah, I want to put it in the it's trivia really part. That's why I paused on this scene yeah. fucking hundreds of times. Don't mind all the Kleenex. But yeah, anyway, number three. So yeah, third film. Uh, I loved it. It's my I didn't love it. That, that's where I'm <laughs> waiting for. It, it's by far my favourite of the three. That's probably my the quickest I've ever seen you try to backtrack in one of these episodes I've seen so far. It's it's on a comparison to the other lot. Um, in comparison to the other lot, I do love it. It's, it's by far and away, technologically, I think, the best made. It doesn't annoy me. It, it's generic, granted. Mm-hmm. At no point does it become good. Uh, it, it's neither exceptional, I suppose, but it, it's never awful. It's never headache-inducing, which the first film was in fucking droves and the second film was as Mm -hmm. well. Right, so I think we found the disparity between me and you. So how I say I like shit films and as long as they have some kind of emotion to them, I'm fucking perfectly happy watching them. So apparently Resident Evil 1 and 2 are those shit films. And uh, three is a shit film, but it's one of those that lack emotion. So I'm kind of like, oh, fuck it, who cares? So that it's got Ian Glenn like chewing scenery left, right, and centre. I mean, center. that's kind of what Ian Glenn does in everything yeah. he's in. Like he's a good actor. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying that he's not. I'm just saying he does chew and chew scenery. I guess. <laughs> um, so yeah, a quick rundown. Oh, sorry. A quick rundown of uh, director and writers and whatnot. Uh, director was Russell Mulcahy. <laughs> oh, I knew that. That one was coming up. Oh. Is it Mul- Mulcahy? Yeah, that's what the song I'm going to go yeah. with. I'm going to go with Russell, yeah. Okay, fuck it. He did Highlander 1 and 2, The Shadow, and Prayers for Bobby, whatever the fuck that is. Um, From what I gathered, Sigourney Weaver Oscar bait. Oh, okay. Uh, Yeah, it didn't look good in any way. Highlander's a genuinely good film. Yeah, I enjoyed Highlander. I hadn't seen 2, I don't think. Actually, I think I might have. 2's a terrible film. Yeah. It's... Widely considered like fucking rotten and um, Razzie Award. Oh, right, okay. Target Highlander 2. Like Catwoman um, bad or. Yeah, no, genuinely oh, like Catwoman Jesus, bad. Okay. It's just not pleasant in any way, shape, or form. All right. Um, it's like the, the last Warlock film. I don't know why I'm fucking picking on a film that no one's ever seen. The last Warlock? No, never. Uh, not the last one of the Warlock franchise. Oh. Last one. Oh, don't know. Yeah. I've never seen a Warlock films. Um, they're, they're awful. It's fair. Which means we'll probably end up doing them at probably. some point. Um, so, writer, as you could probably guess, uh, W. Uh, sorry, Paul Wankstein Anderson. Um, there's some kind of nepotism going on because he's put his wife in the lead role again. Um, 
to be fair, I I think I'd be happy with like Alice being a background character at this point, just to give other people a fucking chance. You know what I mean? Who would you put in her stead? <sighs> of this cast, who would you decide should be the lead? Claire, maybe. It probably the closest that I'd see being a decent, somewhat lead. She was fucking tedious. Yeah, but at least she had a but reason to be there, her. and she wasn't just like there for the sake of it. Like, I preferred Carlos. Yeah. Carlos was more entertaining to watch like, than fucking Claire. Claire had nothing. I preferred Kmart. Oh yeah, and she was called fucking we'll, Kmart. We'll get to that. So. Uh, another actor, obviously, uh, plays Claire is Ali Car- uh, Ali Lata. Sorry, <laughs> that that's the worst one I've heard. <laughs> that's changing an L to a yeah, C. That's to be fair, ter- it's, it's spelt Carter, but it's gone L. Like it just made sense to me. Anyway, she's in Final Desti- Destination One and Two, uh, Legally Blonde and Homo Erectus, whatever that is. I've also got that she was in House on the Haunted Hill. Uh, she was in. She was in Legally Blonde. She's been in some good stuff. Oh yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying that she hasn't been. Just and Homo Erectus, which is not a porno, but about as close to something you're gonna get in film. All right. I've not seen Homo Erectus. I've googled images of it. Wish I yeah, hadn't. I think maybe if I just typed in Homo Erectus, I'd just get a lot of porn <laughs> images anyway. So. Presumably Nemesis in a bikini. Yeah, yeah that's true. Um, it's where he's been stashed. So, uh, uh, Ian Glenn is also in this, which everyone knows from fucking Game of Thrones, so you can have that. He's also in Titans and Lara Croft Tomb Raider, which is the Angelina Jolie bullshit. Um, Classics. Bullshit. Um I was, uh, I've also put down he's in Kick-Ass 2, but I don't rem- he's someone's uncle in oh. that if I remember correctly. I never watched it. Yeah, that's fair. Um Nick Cage was dead. And Spencer Luck who plays Kmart. Um now oh, quickly she's in Landmine Goes Click, which apparently is a rape film. Uh Monster House oh. and Insidious Chapter 4. Yeah, uh, Landmines Guys Click, best I could find, is a exploitive rape film called Landmine Goes Click. Yeah. It sounds like a fucking kiddie show that you'd show to them to say, oh, don't go in minefields because Landmine Goes Click. It, it, look here, here's Landminey the Landmine, and he'll tell you about what happens when landmines go off. So you don't do this. Not a fucking black rape film. Yeah. Monster House is good, though. Monster House is a great film. Is that the animated one? Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's fair. Um, so, yeah. Her name's Kmart, um, which, as you might guess, is a fairly unusual name for a teenage girl. Um, she... The reason that it's explained in the film... We'll get onto budget and shit in a minute. Uh, just very quickly want to say this now before I have to keep saying Kmart uh, in this episode. Oh, we're not going to mention her again after this. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that's fair. She doesn't really do fucking anything. Um, uh, so, 
apparently she was found inside of a Kmart and her reasoning for taking Kmart as a name was, well, the world's dead, so I didn't really like my normal name, so meh. You liked, K- you liked Kmart better than your own name? She has to be called, like, fucking Gertrude. I'm going to go with her name was Karen. She was a typical Karen. And, yeah. And Kmart makes sense, name. maybe. I fucking go with any other name. Yeah. Just go, uh, my name's Jim Bub McCracken. How fucking stupid do you have to be to go, oh, I can't think of another name, but I am going to look to the nearest fucking thing. I, it's good she was found at Kmart, because it'd be really awkward if she was found in any other fucking shop. Yeah, I was found in... Chick-fil-A, name, that'd be... Yeah, my name's Rake Den. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to explain that one. <laughs> Mad Max, just in Mad Max Rake Den. Yeah, like... Fucking cage. Like if, <clears throat> if I'm in a zombie apocalypse and someone's like, "What's your name?" and I'm like, "Uh, uh, Heinz," because <laughs> I'm standing next to a can of beans <laughs> or something, maybe just shoot me on prospect of me being a fucking moron. I'm trying to think of the worst um, place to be found in this actual store. I think Chick Fil A. Just yeah. because the. Yeah, you what you can do with that. Yeah, I but think that's the worst imagine possible it, shot. Imagine it's after an apocalypse, so you don't Actually, really know how to f- say the name, so it's Chick Filler. <laughs> what's the worst fucking place in this country to be found in? It's a CEX store. Clearly, if you found the yeah. CEX store, your life's fucked. Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin' Donuts would be great. Krispy Kreme, 2012. Yeah, I think otherwise she was in Insidious Chapter 4. Yeah, sorry, uh, I'm just trying to think of names that would be worth. I think CEX, you're not going to beat that. I will try. I'll think of something, and then I'll let you know later on. Um, so, budget was uh, $45 million. This is all US dollars, by the way. Um, box office was $147 million, uh, which... The highest so far. Is yes by uh, by far the highest, which I can only assume is because the t- second one was so amazing that they were like, well, we have to go see the fucking third one. That makes some sense. Um, to be fair, it doesn't say much about the quality of this, more of the last one. It depends on the fourth one. We'll see how yeah, the trajectory is. If the fourth is. one fucking fairly sh- quickly shoots downwards in profit, then uh, I guess we'll know. But. Um, the trivia for this is so the the last two films were screened for critics and this one wasn't because the first two had such poor receptions to them um, that they were like yeah maybe it's not worth it and Jovovich was initially (laughs) out she was like I'm not doing a a third one I'm not gonna put my name to any more of this diabolical bullshit and her husband handed her a script and was like, please do it, honey. So she signed on. Um, you know, I've only just thought, yeah, the way I read that originally, it was like she only changed her mind after reading a late extinction script. It's like, oh, she thought it was so good, she wanted to go for it. But what if it was? She thought it was so shit, yeah, felt like, sorry for her husband, it, and gone, a, oh, it, it's God. It's a paycheck, Paul, and we're doing it anyway. Paul, it, please don't do this. Your career's going to tank if I don't help you. <laughs> So, yeah, um, that's that case. Uh, heading, Jumping straight into it, there's another seven-minute scene that you can literally just skip. 
of her ex- expedition uh, 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 expediting the fucking sorry that's fucking speeding things up I'd say uh, you could test like the entirety of the uh, opening segment redone as well ignore it yeah. it makes no sense what, what are they testing oh they this? are they testing like her, uh, the, they're testing the clones is that what you mean yeah why they need their blood right to make an antigen they, or whatever. They need, they need uh, her blood, yes. I don't understand why the clone's blood would be any different to hers, but... Um... And ignoring all that shit, right? Clone blood and all that. I, which is, yeah, a load of rubbish. Mm-hmm. But for me, the, the bigger problem is why are they going through this like labyrinthian gauntlet mm-hmm. and fighting against traps? Why? So it seems to me that they or at least a little bit that they're trying to go right we want the same kind of success that the original Alice did by the way spoilers for later films she's not the original she's actually a clone of someone else so there's that too anyway back to the actual plot of this film um, so to in my head it's like right we're trying to test to see if these clones are as good as the original if they're not then we don't need to proceed with the infecting of the T-virus to see how a blood would react, because that's what we need, really, to see if she gets any fucking psychic powers or any of that. Um, And then, as everyone fails and all the Alice's die, the clones die, they just take them upstairs, throw them into a pit, and, like, Okay, next subject. Yeah, but uh, why not? It, it's about the blood, right? <clears throat> to work out what blood could be used to create the um, yep. massive anti-T virus. Mm-hmm. So why not just extract the blood and skip all the fucking... Yeah, instead of making like 300 clones, you could just make one take her blood and be like, yep, yeah, there we go. Like, well, uh, Just I, skip I, the whole fucking Ninja Warrior course. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know specifically. Um, this is kind of the point where the Umbrella Corporation or at least the films in total completely diverge from the games and I say totally they still nick shit from the games and they're like "Mm, look at this original content but other than that like Umbrella in the games haven't ended the world, and they're not making clones of one specific woman. Um, I I don't even think they give a fuck about one specific woman in total. It's more like they are like, we specifically want to fuck up these three specific women and fuck up those specific men, but everyone else we couldn't give a shit about. Um, But Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. That but mm. vaguely answers that general incompetence and making no sense anyway. Um, question <laughs> fucking six, I think, seven. Uh, how is Umbrella still paying their staff and why? Blood diamonds? They're in the <laughs> desert. They're killing people. The only currency that I... Like, they're not giving them cash. Unless it's like, well... 
we we fucking ended the world. What are you going to do? Go out there and fucking survive. Or you can, I don't know, live in a comfy laboratory kind of thing where we've yeah, got houses and... Why are they still making evil monsters, con? though? Because it's Umbrella, what? they're evil. Do you fucking... Why would you just be evil to be evil? It's ridiculous. Right, so from the very small amount of scenes that are in this... It seems like they're trying to kill off the population or at least make like very subservient people in the population so they could go back up to the top and then rule like kings where they're like, meh, we're all umbrella, go eat a dick. They already can. Yeah, they literally own everything. They they own pharmaceutical companies, uh, technology. They've literally stopped... All governments from going, oh, Umbrella are a bit of a dick, aren't they? They've literally gone, yeah, everything that everything that happened in Raccoon City was a hoax. Don't worry about it. Everything's fine. We're all the good guys. We'll even send some people in to cure people if that's the case. But in this, they're like, nah, we'll just destroy the planet. I, I don't know. They already ruled everything. I don't understand why it was like we need to destroy the planet to fuck them over more. Before That's going to be incompetence, isn't it? More. I don't know. Yeah, okay. I'd assume so. Right, I suppose that's the... I, you've already, I've already said, but I'm just going to reiterate that the virus shouldn't destroy the world. There's no reason that should happen at yeah. any point. No. Yeah. Well, how does a fucking virus destroy water? Has it destroyed the rain cycle? What the fuck happened? In a few months as well. Yeah. Like, conveniently, our, our characters are based in Nevada. Mm-hmm. Because it'd be awkward making a desert anywhere else. So, setting-wise, um, do you prefer... We've done the, the other Vegas zombie film we've done. you got a preference? Who utilised the setting better? Yeah, I'd say... The, uh, is it Day of the Dead? Not dead. Army of the Dead. Army of the Dead. Yeah, I'd say that one. I honestly think this did a better job. Like really? Outside the first, outside the first ten minutes of Army of the Dead, which were great, granted, I think this had a more Vegas feel to it, given the scenario, than Army of the Dead did. Army of the Dead were <clears> actually <throat> in Vegas, like they were in casinos and shit. This is just oh, yeah, like yeah, it's fucking casino. Just... They could have been in Blackpool. Yeah, this, this... is just sand. This they had could monuments have been, and this, shit. This could have been the fucking Sahara. Yeah, it had monuments. It had the Eiffel Tower, the fucking so did Statue the fucking, of Liberty. So did the Army of the Dead. The yeah, only difference is the only difference is they didn't have a scene directly next to it for about twenty minutes. They could have done more with it. These guys had sand and shit. Ooh. You know what? I'm, next time that you need someone to impress you, I'm going to be like, all right. This is like an apocalypse kind of situation. I'm going to film it in a bathtub and I'm going to get like a rubber ducky with like, um, like, uh, hmm, what, what's a, what's a decent, like, British monument? I'm going to have Big Ben and I'm going to have like just the top of Big Ben sticking out of the bathtub and I'm going to be like, that's, that's good enough for Kieran. It's fucking fine. It was decent. <laughs> what they had. But, yeah, like, I, I the the reason I don't like this film 
well, one of many reasons that I don't like this film is because there's nothing to look at. It's literally varying degrees of yellow and brown and nothing. Okay, I'll grant you, it is like they got the New Vegas filter and just shoved it over top. Yeah. like very brown. At at least the other one, like, yeah, the the fucking uh, action scenes were shot poorly, the fucking sound was done poorly, the fucking everything else. But for this one, even though everything else, everything else was on point, pretty much like the action scenes didn't jump about as much the fucking sound was fine but it didn't have it didn't have as much energy to it if you know what i mean maybe that's just me but i i no, got no, less the, from this that, than i did the that's others. Sort of, that's very fair the variation was a lot less i mean in the second film you had a church cityscape um I just think about it. That's about it, but there was like variation in the structures yeah, that they had. Schools and yeah, yeah. Schools, uh, even the underground car park, stuff like that. Yeah. There was something to it. In the first film you had the mansion and then you had the underground laboratory, which while well, yeah, it was a bit samey, it still had the train bits, it had set pieces that were quite interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh this film granted doesn't. You've got Vegas. And the underground lab, that's it, pretty much. Yeah. Then you've just got yellow, a lot of yellow. Mostly sand. Yeah, I don't I don't know if it's like a um I know like certain colours like generate less heat or uh, uh contain less heat or contain more heat depending on what colours they are. Like I understand that. But does every film that's based in like sand dunes and shit like that always have to have people dressed in like brown? And they have to be like covered in like grime and shit. You know, I'll give it to you. If the fucking the pimp came out in like a a leopard print, yeah, scarf, put and... some put some color in it. That I think maybe that's why I liked Claire so much. She had like a red like vest sweater thing on. The pimp having a purple hat and like gold shades on, I'd I'd give it a million fucking points if they did that. Yeah, exactly. Instantly. Give him no, this, no, you're right. Give him this little yeah. fucking twisted fedora that he had in fucking number two. Give him his little pimp cane and his fucking gold jewelry and shit. I'd be fine. Oh, to defer the zombies as well. Touching their design, they are very brown as well. Yeah. Like, um, they're all wearing, like, fucking grey jumpsuits or brown jumpsuits and the fucking... Like, eh? Uh... Yeah, there is just no fucking colour. To oh, be fair... The white, la- white fucking lab coats as well, as far as the eye can see. Yeah, to be fair, I was falling to sleep in this one, so... Um, <sighs> I'd, I'd, stay, I'd managed to stay up for the rest, like, the entire thing, but... To kind of keep me awake, I did have to like look away for like five minutes and then look back, and then I'd be like, "Okay, I'm getting sleepy. Look away." <laughs> um, oh, that's, that's perfectly fair. I was falling asleep during like the last part of the second film, so yeah. So this one for me was two for you, I guess. But yeah, yeah. this one just hurt to physically watch. Um, I mean, there's there's a lot more. I think we are just going to skip over mm-hmm. in this one. 
Uh, I mean, Carlos in that or something more or less just ignored. He comes back. Yeah. Obviously. It's and the pimp. Angela's dead, presumably she's not back. Jill's fucked off. I I think she comes back. Yeah, she does. I just films. didn't I didn't want to spoil it if in case you didn't know. I did spit out for a while. Yeah. And I've I've heard things here and there. And when you're looking shit up, you get across it. Um yeah, the only ones missing now, I think, Barry, Leon, Chris, the big friend. Am I missing? Ada? Yeah, Ada. Um, um, Exhaler. I don't know if she exists. A Russian woman from one of the games. When I was looking up people that existed in Excella. the Yeah, Excella. That's... Yeah, that, that's one of the bad guys from... <laughs> Fuck that name up. From Five, I think. Okay, fair enough. So, pretty minor. Yeah, she's a minor character. Um, Wesker shows up in this, but I didn't write his name down because the actor changes from this one to the next one. So I quite like Wesker in this as well. Um, <clears throat> it's just generic evil. Yeah. Um, so, in this one, he's not too bad. I mean, he doesn't look the part, but like he's he's not too bad. In even in the games, he's kind of like this. Um, I wouldn't stoic. say. Yeah, mm. he's yeah, he's kind of stoic. Kind of, I do things to get things done. Kind of characters like. He, I mean, technically, he is like a uh, CEO and fucking whatnot of different companies, but um, only fucking more. The world's ended. Well, yeah, not anymore. I mean, he's still technically the co-owner, uh, the, the the owner of fucking Umbrella in this universe, but um, yeah. So he's always got that kind of like stoic, robotic kind of nature to him, that comes off with a, that very quickly drops off when people piss him off, which you'll find out in the games when you're playing as Chris or something. But yeah, so a lot of this film for me was like, uh, I guess the the pun is sandpaper because it very quickly irritated me. I guess I'm like Anakin in Star Wars. Your mind's just on sand at the minute. (laughs) Yeah. um, Sorry. So it is quite coarse and it does get everywhere. Yeah. Like, underneath um, um, your japs, I... Jump into the plot, to be fair, to try to get off sand. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I'm going to jump over the KLB radio bit, mm-hmm. because it, it's the most obvious trap imaginable. Yeah, and she's this fucking super awesome badass, and she almost gets raped in a fucking... Yeah, it's a bit off-colour. Someone mm-hmm. raping her in front of his own mom. It's a bit weird. Yep. But they get oh, eaten, yeah. so they get their comeuppance. Um, moving yeah. on. That's the zombie dog, so that's our only real gore for the film. Yeah. I think for one anyone. of the zombie dogs bites one of them in the dick. So that's funny, I guess. I didn't mind it. I like any scene with these zombie dogs. They're just really well made. Um, yeah. It's just that the family was a bit... I don't know. It's a lot of generic evil in these films. 
Yeah. It's not like I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking kill you to eat you myself because we're starving to death in this fucking wasteland. It's more um we're gonna rape you until we get kind of tired of you and then we're gonna put you in this like dog pit where you get eaten by zombie dogs and that's it. Which, yeah. Mm. Uh so we jump back and forth between Umbrella and Alice and Claire, Chris, not Claire and Chris, Claire and Carlos. Mm-hmm. Is, Cla- is Carlos a major character that's throughout the whole thing, or does he die in the third, uh, game, third game? No, he survives the third game, but you never hear of him again. Um, it's a shame. It, it, sorry, it's the same with Sheva Alomar. You don't hear from her again. There, there's a lot of people that are brought in as like one-off characters, and then you never hear from them again. Um Nothing wrong with that, to be fair. Yeah, to be fair, there's not, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just uh, when you bring in characters that are like, oh, this person's a military person that has an assault rifle. Like, I mean, Carlos could do that. There's probably fucking comics or something, or there's some background knowledge. Oh, that's always that shit. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that are like, oh, here's what Carlos did when he escaped from Resident Evil Three. Uh, like, meh. I don't know, but. Um, he became a drug addict and overdosed. Um, but yeah, I don't. I I'm not I fucking love that shit. comic. Just a big middle <laughs> finger yeah, for anyone who gives a shit. Yeah, it's two pages. <laughs> it's him injecting himself with a needle, him ODing and thrusting from the mouth, and then a flat line. <laughs> oh, uh, fuck me! Well, I wouldn't give for some shit like that. Of people who care about this stuff. <laughs> Uh, yeah, on film stuff. So, same kind of scene actually, like the the gas scene, gas station, petrol station scene, mm-hmm. where Alice shoots someone with a crossbow bolt, finds a corpse with a map next to it, and then leaves. Yeah, pretty so pretty much it. In a world where ammo is limited because you know it's destroyed, would you leave the crossbow bolt in its head, or would you take it with you? You push it through, don't you? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's already dead. It's not like fucking get the the, uh, the wound can get any worse. But I mean, I'm just saying. To you fired a crossbow at a thing, you've killed it. Would you take the crossbow bolt back? If I was just if I was fucking carry from carry, no, I'm good. Yeah, to be fair, if you, if I could move things with my mind and just kill things with my mind, I don't think I'd need a fucking crossbow. But Jean fucking Grey running around, yeah, she gets a little bit of a headache, but she can move cars and shit. Yeah, I mean, she kills a shit ton of crows later on with fucking flamethrower that she mm. doesn't even touch. But, yeah. Yeah, she finds a booklet that basically radio footage that says Alaska's good to go. Mm-hmm. Um, which Alaska, and trust me, this will be important later, is about 3,500 miles away from Nevada. I'll mention that again later, but that's going to be important. Keep that in your mind. Yep. Uh, another thing that's going to be important, which, again, is so telegraphed, it might as well be on the front of a fucking newspaper. Crows eating flesh. Yep, crows eating the dead guy that Alice just shot in the head. Um, and there's a very subtle music cue to kind of like, ooh, this might come up later. 
And by subtle, we mean about as subtle as a madman hitting you around the head with a brick. Yep. Um, maybe I didn't like this one because there's not actually a lot of action in this. There's like maybe three, three scenes? Three set pieces, so <clears throat> beyond like general killing, you've got the motel, you've got the crows, you've got Vegas zombies... And then That's you actually get, like, it. the boss fight at the end, I guess. Yeah. But, yeah, alright. pretty much it, yeah. Yeah, considering the last two were literally, like, action from, like, mid-film to end, I suppose. Um, it does run a lot slower. Yeah. I didn't mind that so much. I mean, it, it could manage that, because the characters were a lot realer in this. Are they? Than they have been. Yeah, I, I genuinely do think they are. There's a lot more characterization in this than there is in the previous ones, and I'll defend that. The fucking the guy knows what's in tin cans. That's just a little tidbit that makes him a little bit more interesting. He dies the next fucking scene, but yeah, I mean, I, I mildly cared about him. If I wiggled a can next to my ear, I don't think I'd be able to tell if it's soup. If it's beans, or if it's well, exactly that's why he's special. Is it special? That's is why that he's re- Is that real? It's the shittest superpower ever. Granted, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking test someone. I'm just gonna give someone a shitload of cans and be like, "Tell me what's in it," and I'm gonna take off all the wrappers. And if someone can do it, I don't know what I'll do. But, I mean, Alice was psychic. Maybe he has the T virus in him, and that's his special power. Oh yeah, yeah. I can tell what's in fucking soup. He's, he's a failed fucking mutation. Not all of them are useful. You get about five thousand of him. Yeah, they're just completely <laughs> fucking pathetic. Yeah, Umbrella needs his blood to the, so they can tell what the fuck they're eating. Um. Yeah, it's like so. There's that. Uh, but. I I don't know. It's just this this film seemed very dull and boring to me. Not not just for because of the sand. I won't get back into that. But it's just it, like everything that the characters do, everything they say, I I feel unmo- unmotivated to care. I mean, I was happy that fucking LJ died, but um, fucking no, actually, LJ was really boring in this. Yeah. Like, there's nothing to him anymore. Um, completely lost his personality, and he was a prick. Yeah. Like, he was happy to sleep with a girl while he was infected. That he could have killed at any point. Yeah. Like, uh, you know what? He knows what happens because of a bite at this point, and he's just like, mm, I ain't gonna tell anyone. Uh, that's my in- imitation of his fucking voice in this. Because. Um, <laughs> That's how annoying he sounded. That's terrible. Yeah, he he's better than the. Annoying. He is better than the fucking uh, comedic relief of Fifth Element. God, I, I wouldn't fucking pay Chris, to see him Chris go Tucker. through a zombie apocalypse. Chris Tucker. Yeah, as his character in the Fifth Element, what I wouldn't give oh, to yeah, see him yeah, ripped yeah. to fucking shreds. To be fair, he'd carry that microphone around like a fucking pimp. <laughs> he'd beat the shit out of some zombies. It had some color to it. Yeah. I mean, that, that's through the motel scene. Uh, they split up in the motel, which, why? I, I'd expect them to have, like, a plan. 
yeah, when I they think turn if, up to these things. If you survive for this long, you you have a plan, like two people to each fucking corridor or two people to each room or whatnot. You don't split up. You fucking... If one person's get bitten, fucking the other person deals with it and comes back. I mean, I go... Some shit. We have a fucking firing squad outside. There's no one for miles, so we can just sit here, and then we beep the fucking horn. Yeah. You all go in naked. You have your guns... <sighs> And then if you come back out and we see any kind of blood or bites on you, you get shot, motherfuckers. Let's <laughs> just beat the horn way outside and shoot anything that comes out. Nice, simple, straight to the point, and uh, no one gets killed doing actually, it. Actually, yeah, that's a very good fucking idea, because the fucking zombies run at anything in this fucking film. Yeah, so um, just do that. Don't do all this shit. They don't even go inside the motel later. They stay in the fucking cars. Yeah. Just um, do that, or wait in your cars, look round for shit, and leave. The worst thing um, is, like, so LJ gets pushed onto a bed and bitten on the chest. Yeah. Um. Uh, Carlos literally comes into the room as he's screaming, like, ah! Shoots the fucking zombie, and he's not like, yeah, can I have a look at your chest, please? Her head was awfully close to your chest, and you were screaming like a little girl. Can I look at your chest? Yeah, it comes. It doesn't ask at any point. It doesn't look concerned. Yeah, like how the fuck have these people survived for six months? Luck, guesswork. Um, yeah, that's all I've got. Luck and guesswork. Um, yeah, jumping away from that stuff, uh, we go into the Day of the Dead ripoff stuff where the zombie plays with the camera. Uh, and again, they've got a fucking glass like container. The heads of departments in Resident Evil seem determined to put themselves in the most dangerous situations possible mm-hmm. that will almost guarantee them being fucking killed. Oh, is, is this where they give it a phone and it puts it to its ear and fucking all that shit? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, they they've they're trying to figure out if the zombies have some kind of mental capacity, um, and apparently they do up until the point where they get frustrated and then they turn into the rage monster that is a zombie, um. But they basically know how to work things like cameras, their cell phones, and they. Uh, there's another test that they give him, and he passes, and then they put one of those kids, like, fucking square goes here, circle goes here, triangle goes there, kind of puzzle boxes in front of him. And he fucks it up because he's trying to put, like, a square in a circle. And he gets angry. Uh, Isaacs, Dr. Isaacs realises that and he's like well, I'm out because apparently I needed to be in this room when he was doing all this Um, he eats the other two the zombie eats the other two people that were in the room with him and kind of just gets angry and throws himself at the glass next to Isaacs and I'd reckon that would be a real fucking problem there's no one else to hire in the world now what, two people dying? That would be a fucking devastating yeah. hit. 
Yeah, especially in a lab where it's like fucking, it looks like there's no one fucking around. That's like 100% of your workforce. <laughs> That's two actual scientists. Well, I say scientists, presumably like the best they could get at the yeah. time. I'd, Im- I'd imagine so. One's a fucking barista who can mix stuff all right. And the other's a fucking student psychologist. Oh, what's that fucking um, Dr. Fantastic in for, like New Vegas? They asked me if yeah. I had a degree in theoretical physics. I told them I had a theoretical degree in physics. Yeah. And they hired him on the spot. Yeah. I feel like that's these fucking people. That's all you have, mate. Yeah. Don't let them die. But evil corporation has to be evil. <laughs> if they went further with it and had them all dress up in like capes and laugh maniacally, I'd be way more on board. I suppose they do with um, Wesker. Not so much yeah. the cape shit, but he is really evil. And yeah. It... He might as well be twirling Beautiful. his moustache and pulling at his monocle. Like... So it get worse in the fourth film. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, great. Mm-hmm. Uh, he becomes a main figure after this. Um, so, running out of food as well, the main convoy and umbrella as it happens. Uh, and Alice. Yeah, Alice finds the whole Alaska thing in her little booklet radio. Yeah, so at this point she's getting radio calls from basically Claire saying if there's anyone out there, we're here and blah 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 um alice is like nah fuck those people um i'm just gonna sleep on my own uh she does her psychic magic where she lifts her fucking motorcycle when she's asleep and as she wakes up it crashes down to the ground and explodes because apparently a five foot drop is worse than a 20 foot drop in the last film um Oh, because it was psychic powers, I assume. Um, and yeah, just psychics. Uh, According to LJ, he's still alive. Yeah, LJ, he's survived for a night. Um, looks like shit, and yeah, no one looks asks like him. Shit, and he's flirting with Nurse Betty, which is Alicia. I think that's another rapper, or another uh, singer, Alicia. or something. Not yeah. Alicia Keys. No, it's not Alicia Keys. Uh, Just Alicia. Yeah, hold on. Rosie, if it's a one fucking name thing, then yeah, it's going to have to be. Film. Uh, yeah, I know it's a one, it's a single name fucking person. I just can't remember a name. Uh, well, I mean, talking about the lack Ashante, of set pieces. I'm a fucking idiot. Ashante. Yeah. Yeah, that's a name, Ashanti. Okay, yeah, that's definitely a rapper. Yeah. So or at least like R and B shit. Mike Epps flirts with her, possibly because they're in a relationship. I I didn't look this up, but it makes sense to me. Um they flirt, she's like, Yeah, come to mine at fucking midnight. Uh, we'll eat fucking pork and beans and Yeah, we'll eat pork and beans, you can eat my fag and we'll open. I'll eat your pork and beans. Yeah, uh, we'll all be satisfied or distinctively not because have, you'll keep your t-shirt we can go on for the entire thing. Taking from um, fucking the food they had, they can eat uh, peaches and pork and beans. 
Mm. Together. Yeah. That's um, your double entendre for the day. So, uh, yeah, he's still a dick because he's like, yeah, totally, I'll come fill your crevice. Um, Getting again, like something your vagina you bitten never, out by yeah. a zombie. That, that's got to be a miserable something way. Something you should to never go. say about a woman, I'm going to fill your crevice. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that, that happens. Zombie crows turn up. Uh, and just core at people for a bit, and then did you like the zombie crows? They're in the game, so it doesn't. The zombie crows don't bother me. Well, they're in, uh, they're in one. If I remember, I, oh, they're a cool idea. Yeah, realistically, everyone should be dead. Like I'm presuming one scratch and that's it, and all of them should be fucked. Like the, the second they left the car, that's it. You should be fucked. Yeah, as as soon as they left the car or left the bus to get into another vehicle, they should be fucking pecked to shit. They should be dead. Um, yeah. So uh, <clears throat> that happens. Um, everyone's Otto's panicking. Pecked to death. Otto's pecked to death. Uh, the nurse forgotten her name already Ashanti gets pecked to death and that scene is ripped from um, Resident Evil Outbreak from number one where there's a zombie pressed up against the window and she pretty much mimics that Um, again still LJ has not told anyone because he's still a dick Um, and Alice turns up because someone jumps onto a flamethrower, which they don't have fuel, by the way, so I don't know how that flamethrower is actually running. That's presumably why they don't have fuel, because they have a fucking <laughs> flamethrower they use. Um, they've used, they're using the flamethrower, someone gets eaten or pecked while on the flamethrower, so it's just fucking going around in a circle, firing at nothing. Alice kind of uses her psychic ability or whatever the fuck it is to kind of make the flame just erupt everywhere so the whole that's it looks a cool like the whole, scene leave it be like the whole fucking sky fun. is on fire it's great like burn baby fucking burn totally it's more yellow granted yeah it's more yellow um and after that there's like a, a quick line where there's more psychic ability and white, the White Queen says 45% probability that this is Project Alice. Presumably 55% probability that this is a Vegas psychic convention. <laughs> <laughs> Who else the fuck would it be? Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I don't know who it could have been. I don't know. 55% probability this is the man that can find out what food's in tin cans. Yeah, there you go. Who That's what it is. Finding... It's that dude found again. Him. Found him over He's and over doing again. his fucking can, can, can trick again. Yeah. <laughs> you might as well just put this on the backbone and stop telling us when it's a probability. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, that'd be fucking great. She always does that 45-55. The people out constantly. That's why Wesker says, I want 100%. You get me 100% or you're not fucking going. Yeah. Because I don't want this fucker with the cans to come round again and to hear more about his shit. Rick can tell me what can has baby carrots in it. I'm fed up with this shit. We all are. 100%. This is why fucking Umbrella doesn't have any money anymore. (laughs) Keep flying this fucker in. It keeps getting him in to flight, tell us what our fucking cans are made out of. Uh, what's in our cans? Um, so yeah, that happens. Uh, then it jumps to another scene of a fucking another clone going through going through uh, the, the maze again. And then the same zombie that was doing the uh, camera and the phone and the fucking baby fucking puzzle. Is the one that kills this clown, and there's some pointless exposition about that. Um, I, it's again, it's a fucking pointless. Who needs to know this shit? This Alice gets killed by zombies. Do we have her blood still? Yes. Does the fact that she can get through the course change her blood? No. Why didn't we just yeah, fucking put and her on a even still just, the like oh take her blood anyway and fucking like if just. Stick her on a fucking juicer, juice the bitch, and then throw a corpse out. <laughs> juice the bitch. Uh, I think I might use that in normal day life, thanks. Um, so much easier. Yeah. So, that happens. Then, another short scene of Alice waking up because she passed out because of the whole human torch thing. Um... No one, yeah. no one asks about it. No one. They, there's people. Uh, Claire comes in and they're like, "Oh, people are, you know, worried about you and whatnot." Motherfucker, she just came in and saved everyone's ass. What the fuck <laughs> are they worried about? A, a response to that is people have a habit of dying around me. They should be worried. Yeah, where to where to go? I'm a down. Yeah, yeah. Great thing to say in this situation with the only woman that can drive you yeah, out there. This is this just before this is the fucking Kmart scene where she's like, mm, "I was found inside of a Kmart and I don't, I don't like my normal slave name." So, <laughs> like, <laughs> slave name. Fuck you. You fucking your name's Karen. Don't give me that Kmart shit. Fuck off. Maybe that's she was found a Walmart. Couldn't think of the fucking she didn't want wall and so Kmart yeah. Karen Mart. Exactly. Just a little amalgamation of her previous name. Uh, yeah, so the plan here, and I have a slight problem with this. I don't know if you got this. So they, uh, they talk about going to Alaska, a yep. great place where there are no zombies. And Claire says, oh, no, we can't do that. It's out of the plan. What I'm wondering is um, what part of the plan, what is the plan at the moment? Originally... Uh, before this script got through, uh, basically in the games, her Claire's unending quest is pretty much to find where the fuck her brother is. Because apparently her brother is like, well, I've been here. I know Claire's going to come look for me. I'm just going to leave now. Um, so her like unending quest is like, I need to go look for where my brother is. Uh, in this film... The other piece of trivia that I found, and this is the trivia that I was going to annoy you with. Thank you for reminding me. 
Her brother, Chris Redfield, was supposed to be in this, played by uh, Jensen Ackles, which is the supernatural actor. <laughs> That's my supernatural fact for this <laughs> show. <laughs> you haven't done that in a while. Yeah, you're welcome. I don't, it's, Jason, it's the same guy from the Mariah Carey video, right? No. 2005? No, he's not that one. No. No, Jen, oh, Jen, no. No, uh, yeah, Jensen Ackles wasn't up. actually made... Uh, didn't actually become Chris. Um, they put fucking Wentworth Miller in instead. Yeah, I've got nothing against Wentworth Miller. Oh no, he's just he's a bad actor and um, not a bad actor. He's perfectly serviceable. Mm, sure, if by serviceable you mean bad. Uh, anyway, <laughs> but yeah, with fucking Alaska. Okay, so they never explain that that is what she's doing. She never mentions it to fucking anyone that they're going finding Chris, and they don't like find notices about Chris. And, and for me, it was okay. So we've got two two plans here, guys. We can either go towards Alaska and possibly find nothing and die, or we can wander around aimlessly and possibly find nothing and die. Which would you rather do? No shit. Are they going to say Alaska? Have you got somewhere fucking else to be? Yeah. Um... So like outside the Chris thing, which if that was in, it makes some sense. She's just a crazy bitch looking for her brother. I wouldn't fucking look for my brother if I knew where he fucking was. If he was down the street, I wouldn't bother. Yeah. I just can't, I just can't be arsed. It's not that I don't like him. It's just that I wouldn't be bothered. Uh, but fucking, like, without that, it's either wander around aimlessly or wander towards a point with purpose. Of course you're going to pick the fucking second one. Yeah. Whether the choice between whether to do something or to do nothing, I think the choice is to do something at least. Like I understand maybe she doesn't like they they have a discussion that they've got no fuel and blah blah blah. Yeah, but it's we've got no fuel and so we're going to have to go find fuel and drive around Nevada aimlessly and run out of fuel again. Or we've got no fuel, we're going to have to run around, drive around Nevada yeah. finding fuel and drive towards Alaska. Go somewhere we haven't been where there might be more fuel. <laughs> At no point does she explain what the other plan is, which would have fucking alleviated this crap immediately. Like, are we going to the coast because we're going to sail to fucking Japan? Yeah. And see if that's alright. We're going to do this. And are we going to go to Alaska now? It's such a stupid fucking conundrum. Granted, Alaska's a shithole that no one should willingly go towards. Never been. Fucking elected Sarah Palin. I mean, to be fair, we elected Boris Johnson, so who's the fuck up, really? Um, I mean, I can blame the Conservatives for having voted him into the party leadership. Yeah, that's fair. To an extent. And no one in this country votes. Yeah, that's fair. Fucking Alaskans voting in Sarah Palin. And I have been uh, told by, not an Alaskan, granted, but by a person from Wyoming um, who, this is a friend of a friend kind of situation, who knows someone who was from the small villages in Alaska who tells me that they are fucking miserable to live in. (laughs) People leave. As fast as possible. And that's someone from Wyoming, where like 80% of the population's hostile wind. It's a shit state filled with tumbleweeds and shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the like poster 
that they have. So something like still people, love living, loving people, and they're Alaskans. Fuck off, are they? The miserable drunk people. Which, granted, uh, you know, just a bit of alcohol might make the apocalypse a bit easier. <laughs> I'm gonna stop like being the most xenophobic Alaskan hating person ever. Not having ever met an Alaskan. Yeah, damn it. Go back to objectifying women and only <laughs> kill kids instead. <laughs> I think it's more wholesome. I can get more people on board with those. <laughs> um, so uh, Vegas refueling there. Yeah. Wait. And they find it's been like overrun. Oh yeah. Sand. So, so fucking they find Vegas and it's literally everything's covered in sand. Like the only things that are like plainly visible are some of the statues that are and it's it's all the generic ones that you expect. It's like, oh, there's a Statue of Liberty. Oh, here's a replica of the Eiffel Tower. What would you rather them have? I don't know. Just I, I, I'm not familiar with the Vegas skyline, to be fair. But I think they got the, the Leaning Tower. I think they've got a replica of, which would have been quite cool to lean on. Actually, snipe over. Um, but I mean, what else? The fucking the London Eye. Yes, it's, it's the big, it's the big monuments they've got. They're not going to have the fucking Sphinx. The Sphinx actually would have been pretty cool. Yeah, exactly. Actually, yeah, thinking about it. Yeah. No, I, I, yeah, I retract my statement. <laughs> um. So there's there's all that going on. Um, they go into the city and they find a like containment. Uh, sorry, a, a, like a shipping container. If I remember correctly, and they hear noise coming from it. Yeah, um, and Alice goes up to it and starts poking it. Yeah, Alice <laughs> puts her much, ear against it. Alice just... pretty much walks up to it and it's like, um, "I think there's zombies in here. Where's your fucking your your psychic abilities now?" I, I really did like this scene when they're being like let out. Is it's it's pure black, pitch black. Yeah, you just see them come they, out one they, by one. There's like 30 zombies in there, and the container is like maybe f- 10 feet deep. It's not that dark. Yeah, I know it's not realistic. I know that. Yeah, I, I, I literally just went... Uh, we had a break between these, film, these films. I went down, and my family were like, um, yeah, it's not supposed to be realistic, Stefan. And I'm like, fine, I'm... I'm I'm okay with things being not realistic. It's more the fact that um, most of these films try to empathise with people and try to make it seem like it's more realistic. Like, oh, it could happen to you. You never know. So okay, I got no, that. That's fair. It's a tonal shift in some cases. Yeah. That they could have emphasised more on the horror side of things, and if they'd have done that and had a darker palette to it, then it'd have been a lot yeah, more like, justifiable. That's fair. It's it's a desert where the sun is literally out consistently, and the one part of the film that you want to be dark, why not just shoot it at night? And it would have been nice to have like a setting moon, and you just see a small outline of them from the darkness. Yeah, that would have been perfect. Then they start jumping out. Uh, 
yeah, that would have worked a lot better. I suppose it would have just been a pain in the ass to shoot at night. Because there's no art, there's no obviously lights around that are obvious, so it'd just be black as fuck. Yeah. Um, and they can be bothered. Yeah. Uh, oh, the one-handed shotgun as well that Alice has that points towards the container. I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah. Our arm would be fucking blown off. Yeah, alright, so... Um, yes, that is the case. Uh, although they do it in five. There's a there's a gun... Uh, sorry, there's a shotgun in five that's called the Hydra, and it's got three barrels, which fire all three... All three shotgun shells at the same time. His, yeah. his arm should be obliterated. Um, yeah, it'd be broken into a million fucking pieces yeah. from a free well, shell, like a 12-gauge. Yeah, it's Chris Redfield, and he fires it one-handed, and later in the game, he punches a large fuck-off boulder, so... Yeah, to be fair, his arm's like as big as a fucking house. Yeah, so... I've seen. He, sorry, he punches a boulder. Yeah, oh, oh you've not seen the uh, ending to... Resident Evil 5? No. Oh, well, I'll look forward to showing you that. Fucking... It's like Zula in Avatar The Last Airbender. Have you seen that? It's like kicks rocks. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, wait, no, I've not watched fucking Last Airbender. No. Yeah, the like, 14-year-old firebender kicks rocks and shit. <laughs> no one ever mentioned it. And he punches fucking boulders. Is he like? Has he got T virus in him? Chris, no. No, he's just he, a punching boulders. Jimmed out the fuck. Okay. He was almost stupid enough to be funny. Yeah. I'd have to play the game and see the context, but that's if they if that's consistently stupid, I I think that's quite funny. Yeah, you'll see. <clears throat> I'll I'll show you at one point. Um, uh, the fight scene. Then. Yeah. Um, I don't really know what happens because I think this was during one of the times that I looked away. But uh, I, okay. I know, I, mean, I know I'll that she quick... stands still for like a minute. I think she has to do the same. She got bored and she had to turn off <laughs> for a bit. <laughs> fell asleep. Uh, no, yeah, the satellite turns her off. Yeah. And she fights which, it. Which, which, uh, you know, satellites can turn people off. That's fine. It's Alice, and it? She's um, got, like, computer shit in her now. They did a yeah. scene at the start where she's looking in zeros and ones now. Or some shit. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah she's looking at the Matrix. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, I mean, other shit. Carlos is bit by LJ. Now LJ's killed. The guy yeah. in the Eiffel Tower drops to his death holding things. A lot of zombies are shot. Not many in the head. Oh, yeah. I did notice that as well, actually. Um, so this dude's called Lyndon Ashby, the one that falls off the tower. And he is in another film that we've recently talked about. Anaconda. Oh, he's in Anaconda. Oh, and he plays Johnny Cage in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I forgot that. Yes. He would not be a fucking good Johnny Cage. Yeah, the the fight scene otherwise Alice Ron using a gun uses fucking like Kukaris. Go around slashing motherfuckers. <laughs> uh which can't be anywhere near as fucking efficient. The oh yeah, I imagine not. Yeah, the techs have flown into a hot zone as well, which fucking why? Like just send out 
the absolute necessary troops, exactly what's required, and then deal with it from there. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, they, they they did this because Ian uh, Glenn mimicked Wesker's voice. They did one of those fucking. Um, oh yeah, they he did voice, one of those voice app changer things, which sounded so fucking. <laughs> Even for Wesker in this, who's stoic and a little. Uh, robotic. Uh, yeah, robotic. It sounded so bad. Yeah. Like they've actually gone through and fucking done it, which fair enough, but Umbrella's such a shit company. It's filled with morons. Uh yeah, he's built. He's built. He's bit Ian Glenn. And he heads off in a helicopter and ends up injecting himself with like a million different things. Uh and then Alice fucking Asks them to come with her to overthrow fucking Umbrella to get a helicopter or some shit. Oh, right, yeah. Um, you know what, I'm going to say this now. This is why I said keep that 3500 number in your head. How far do you think that the biggest fucking helicopter, the helicopter with the best fuel capacity can go in one fucking foul swoop? Guess off the top of your head. Um, like without a fuel change. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna reckon not as far as that. It's not. But, uh, maybe three hundred miles. It's not far off. To be fair, that's the average helicopter. Uh, the absolute best in the world, from what I could find, my research was four hundred ninety-seven. Three hundred is like the average. Oh, right, okay. Enough. So that's what they oh, probably get. So, about 3,200 miles short. Oh, yeah, they can walk the rest of the way. <laughs> that's the song, I, I can walk 3,000 miles. I can walk 1,000 miles. Even When even the fucking proclaimers aren't going to try to manage it. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, and I would walk what five hundred miles for you, and I would walk five hundred more. Five hundred more than that, you can go fuck off. <laughs> My legs hurt. Fuck oh, well. <laughs> I always go. I always go Irish whenever I try Scottish. Always fucking links down every time. Yeah, to be fair. Yeah, but that, they wouldn't fucking so do, do that. Uh, and yeah, so after all the like fast zombies come out, murder, death, Carlos is bit, LJ's shot finally. Kmart's still alive. Oh, I swore I wasn't going to mention that name again. Fucking, yep. I'm going to have to say her again, aren't I, in the fucking fourth one? Yeah, you are. Yeah, you're doing the reading of the cast and crew, because I'm not mentioning that fucking name again. Yeah, I'm going to say Karen anyway, so it's fine. <laughs> uh, Discount Nicholas Holt is killed by Ian Glenn, who's like shot and then turns into... Yeah, so he shoot he shoots he shoots Isaac's in the chest. Isaac's kind of faints and falls down, stands back up when discount Isaac's uh, uh, Nicholas Holt turns around, and then puts like worms into his eyes and mouth. Yeah, and kills him. Yeah, he shoots like worms out of his hand, which was uh, originally a nemesis thing, but whatever. 
and he looks the closest I can come is he looks like the Lazarus monster from Doctor Who, um, which aired about a year after this. He's, to be fair, he's not quite as shit as that, but it's damn close. It's really skirting the line into Doctor Who CGI territory. I'm trying to figure out who the Lazarus monster was. He was in uh, a Donner so, episode. You run about the you run about the one that turned into a like a large um, yeah scorpion. Yeah, sort of. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was a okay. Donner. I think it was a Donner episode. I think it was Martha. It was either Donna or Martha. Martha. <laughs> I know it wasn't a um, Piper one. A Rose yeah, one. it wasn't a Piper one. Um, and I, it wasn't a Clara one, so it must have been Donna or... It wasn't yeah. a Amy one either. Um, it must but have been Donna or Martha. I don't think he's CG. No. But the, this, the, st- the hand it, is. Obviously. He isn't. I'm pretty sure he still looks shit. Oh, <laughs> you, can, you can do practical effects and still look shit. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, he did look shit. To be fair, so um, so Alice gets the lift down at this point to kind of go fuck up Isaac's, I guess. Um, finds out there's like multiple copies of her. Doesn't say anything to this. She's just like, help. Oh, Another day for Umbrella, I guess. Yeah, one dies in her fucking arms, and she's just yeah. unfazed. You'd be fucked for life, fucked up for life. Um, so she just carries on. It's like cool. Looks like I'm gonna fight a fucked up Isaac's. Then I guess. Um, I again looked away for most of this fight, so it's on you. But I know that the girl that's supposed to have died in her arms literally turns up and she's like, no, I'm good. I'm going to shut something down and that stops Isaacs. Uh, yeah, so I have, oh, a little, that was it. I have a little psychic yeah. duel in the mansion from the first film. Well, a replica of the mansion from the first film. Yeah. And then they go into the corridor, which had the little laser mm-hmm. shiny light thing, because for some reason they rebuilt that and haven't used it to like kill every zombie ever. Just drop this shit anywhere and put a chicken in the middle and just go to town. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they fucking they battle out. She ends up getting him into the laser room, kind of as a, oh, we'll both die together here. It turns into a little grid thing, kills him, and stops just before her because the other Alice turns it off. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, they find out that Isaacs can heal rapidly from fucking every wound that Alice gives him. And apparently he can't heal from laser burns through him. I feel like a lot of Resident Evil villains could manage that. Yeah. A, a good chunk of them in the games. I know like, I know Wesker in, in, in had to be of... killed in a really fucking awkward way. Yeah. So in most of the games, if someone gets something chopped off, it usually fucking like turns into like a worm thing and crawls back to it, or starts attacking the character, uh, the player, while being detached. So yeah, I I don't know. Um, laser grids—they defeat everything. Laser grids for the win. 
I think the next film, or what should have been the next film, is she just carries like one of those lasers <laughs> around with just her. all her clones, yeah. just yeah, together. She she just has like uh, a suit filled with these like on the with the lasers on the outside and a battery pack. She just flips the battery pack, kills everything <laughs> around her, turns off the battery pack, carries on walking. Oh, I'm in another room. Turn on the battery pack. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, the only other thing I need to mention um, there's a heartbeat edition like a little bum 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 kind of bass line as she's going mm-hmm. down I really like that, I don't know why actually I think it adds something it's kind of like the heartbeat monitors from Alien you know? Yeah. It less terrifying me is the, the monitors in Alien, the motion track has actually said something's coming <laughs> um, but in this, yeah, it's nice enough uh, so the end credits the dumbest shit ever just before them with the clone army yeah but now I think about it I, I just know they're gonna fuck it up and yep. I've not seen the fourth film I'm gonna make uh-huh. a prediction now because they're not gonna have the budget to have a clone army through the entirety of it so either the clones are gonna be off doing their own thing which I think more likely or they're all gonna be fucking killed at the start it's one of those. Well, I will tell you. Definitely doesn't have the budget to have them in the entirety of it. I will tell you. You have a. Well, you are correct on one of them. I I won't tell you which, but there's a fifty-fifty shot of it being one or the other, and one of them was correct. So, take with that as you will. I'm hoping for the first. Is all I'm saying. I'm really hoping for the first so we get some scenes of some ridiculous fucking, like you know those um, uh, ship scenes in Star Wars Episode Six, where you've got like they they radio in and say here here here. I really want a scene where it just goes Alice here, Alice here, Alice here, Alice yeah. here. Yeah, it's like the Avengers assemble from Endgame, and it's like Alice, 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 Alice. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking just really want that. <laughs> just more shit with clones. Um, yeah. I suppose the other question is, uh, would you fuck your clone? If I clone? mean, I think I'd be up for it, so yes. <laughs> Everyone would fuck their clone, and anyone who wouldn't is lying to themselves. It'd be the most awkward shit ever, I reckon. Oh, yeah. It, it wouldn't be I... fun for anyone. Yeah, I'd have to talk to myself afterwards, and... I do that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> if you meal, if you meal a Djokovic, definitely fuck your clone. Have a meal a Djokovic. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fuck your clone. Yeah, scissor, great. Film it. Do <laughs> you think that's how like, the porno version of Resident Evil Extinction ended? There's got to be one somewhere online. Oh, I know for a fact there's, there's some somewhere, but they're most likely animated. Yeah, that's a shame. That's... Yeah, I don't, I don't think that... Oh no, I don't think there's anyone that's like, yeah, dress up like Nemesis and fuck me. <laughs> I don't Paul, think that's a, probably that's a kink. Paul W. Sanderson's got film of that somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I imagine, I imagine it's somewhere maybe on the dark web because there are many necrophiliacs out there and zombie porn might turn them on at some point. But uh, I don't think you can get it anywhere on the normal web. I hope not. I really hope not. Yeah, I'd hope not. Cl- clone fucking, you probably can somewhere. 
Yeah, clown fucking is most likely everywhere. Fucking deviant art will have it. Yeah. Reddit probably has it. Um, yeah, yeah. Just go into deviant art and look at <laughs> deviant art. Look at Alice fucking. Has Moving it. away from clown fucking. <laughs> uh, recommendations and shit. So um, it's just madness. Yeah, I would say watch Dawn of the Dead, but pretty much every scene from this these films are ripped from Dawn of the Dead, so you've already seen it. Um, in that case, watch Shaun of the Dead, because that's funny, it has less annoying characters, and an actual worthwhile plot. That's fair. <laughs> um, I, I think of the like three films... First one's worth watching if you have friends. Oh, right, yeah, sorry. Third, third one isn't in any context, actually. The, the third mm-hmm. one's... I, it's my favourite of the three, but it's never worth watching. And the, the second isn't either. Yeah. See, I, I'd, say, I'd say watch one and two. If, if you're a fan of the games, watch one and two. And don't bother going after that, because it'll only really annoy you. Yeah, if you're a fan of film, or a fan of good taste, or a fan of having time that's well spent, just don't. Uh, watch, I know I've already mentioned this, like Reanimator's a fun one. Uh, Underworld, just watch Underworld. That's got the kind of female heroine thing going, with light horror elements. Yeah, f- sexy latex women clad stuff. Yeah, watch Underworld. Yeah, that's... Done, done way better. Um, if you want something similar, video gaming, Silent Hill. We touched on that. I preferred that quite I a lot. I think that's one of the. Is that one of the last episodes or? No, that's out. Oh, oh, that's out. Okay, cool. Oh, it's Exorcist. That's a lost episode. God damn it. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> in terms of the other films, we are going to do them. Uh, they aren't going to be next week. They're no. going to be in two weeks' time. To give Steph some uh, of a break editing and to give everyone else a break from Resident Evil for a bit. To give me a yeah. fucking break. Yeah, because the next ones are going to be perfect. We all know that, right? Uh, the next Wait. one's an actual fucking like 50% up Rotten Tomato score. We've got a good director fixed on for the next one. Yeah, but we've got the same writer. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about like next week. Next week we've got good films. After that, no, absolute shit from Resident Evil. Yeah, I can can only imagine how corny it's going to get. I'm going to fucking love it. Um, Yeah, it's going to be better to watch than this shit. More entertaining. Gotta be. So, which ones have you actually seen then? I've seen all of them. All of them, except the new one. Yeah, I've not watched the newest, newest one. Okay, I've got one on you then, at least. Yeah. I haven't um I haven't gone to the cinema to watch that one yet. There's a weird fucking worldwide <laughs> something's happened. <laughs> either way, uh thanks for watching. Uh, if you fucking like these films or do you have anything fun about them, we'll do the whole fucking cocky YouTuber thing. Fucking tell us. Yeah, send us an email, send us a message. Um, or just abuse us just send us abuse we appreciate it either way oh yeah 
I enjoy that. I I I look forward. Uh, I've been told that we've already got hate mail. I look forward to reading that. It's nice so. being valued one way or the other, yeah. even if it's hated. My mom doesn't value me. My dad doesn't, so I get my validation through you, cunts. <laughs> and if if that's through pure like, oh, you want to see me dead and think I'm tasteless, then yeah, go for it. I value you, Kieran. He only is a source of masochism. Yeah. And you don't count. Oh, thanks. You don't value me, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, have a good one. We'll see you next week. Ta-ta!